We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I don't care if you think I'm Satan reincarnated. The latest on an alleged plan to assassinate Donald Trump. This man grabbed by police at a packed rally in Las Vegas and ABC's Pierre Thomas has new details in Washington. Weighing up the mood of conservative America in a gun show in West Virginia. Among the rifle racks and ammunition, there's anger and dark talk of looming conflict. We are witnessing a radicalization of libertarians all across the country. Dear viewers, we have just received word that Libertarian Death Squad is taking over. We have come to take our country back. He also worries that civil war could be on the way back. Her son, 19-year-old Horace Lorenzo Anderson, was shot and killed inside the then cop-free zone that persisted for weeks on Capitol Hill. Over of Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. It's taken just four weeks for that statement to be proved so spectacularly um, and alarmingly wrong. Reality, thousands of miles away, is now on him. China is urging its not to travel abroad. It struggles to contain the virus. We will be standing up Christmas Island as a quarantine. Joe Brandon, I agree. Hey, by the way, China are you an now banned from entering the country. Christmas Island today declared that the coronavirus is Name three things that don't hang themselves. That's what the American people think.
Trying to give me some free water I asked for a coke for my sons and my daughter I had a bonka with me, she hotter Then your sisters and your mother Hey, welcome to the last episode of Inside Four Walls for today Pence and many other GOP are coming out to defend him Now, I'm particularly surprised by Mike Pence in, in particular coming out to Trump's defense But let's get to the three articles And I'll throw in some footage of what's going on in New York right now As protesters flock to the streets Clogging and flames of cars can't get in and out of these streets at all. They're jamming it up up there. Police are bringing out steel barricades, SWAT teams, all kinds of heavy-geared cops are going out there. And uh, it is Monday at 10.22 p.m. while I'm recording this. And I cannot wait to see what happens tomorrow. Pence says an arrest of Trump would be a politically charged prosecution from March 19th, 2023 by Mark Moore. Former Vice President Mike Pence said the potential arrest of of ex-President Donald Trump by Manhattan District Attorney would be a politically charged prosecution. In an interview that aired Sunday at ABC News this week, Pence said he was taken aback by the idea of indicting former President Donald Trump at the time, sorry, former uh, President of the United States, at the time when there's a crime wave in New York City. The fact that Manhattan DA thinks that indicting a president is a top priority, I think, just tells you everything you need to know. Oh, give me one second here. My apologies. Actually, I got a little backwards here. I already read this article in previous episode. Let's hop over here. My apologies. DA Braggs tell, tells office they will not be intimidated after Trump calls for protest. And then we'll get into an article about what's going on in New York right now, and then I'll leave you with a handful of footage and clips at the end of this episode. D.A. Bragg tells office they will not be intimidated after after President Trump calls for protests by Elizabeth Rosner and Patrick Riley, March 19th, 2023, updated recently. Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Braggs sent an email to his staff Saturday saying he would not he would not quote tolerate attempts to intimidate our office after Donald Trump put out a rallying cry to his supporters ahead of his possible arrest. The progressive DA's memo comes hours after former President Donald Trump blasted Bragg's office quote corrupt and political and urged and urged his followers to protest his arrest, which, uh, which Trump pre- uh, predicted would be on Tuesday tomorrow slash the day you're listening to this quote our law enforcement partners will ensure that any specific or credible threats against the office will be fully investigated and that the proper safeguards are in place so all 1,600 
of us have a secure work environment, Bragg told his office according to a leaked email obtained by journalist Brenna Morello. Morello, quote, In the meantime, as with our investigation, we will continue to apply the law evenly and fairly and speak openly only when appropriate. <laughs> okay. Bragg wrote, quote, We do not tolerate attempts to intimidate our office or threaten the rule of law in New York. On Saturday morning, Trump took the true social platform to announce that he will be arrested on Tuesday. The far, we've, we've already read this, it's in a bunch of episodes, we'll read one last time. The far and away leading Republican candidate and former president of the United States of America will be arrested on Tuesday, yeah, yeah, of next week. Protest, take our country back. He roared in all caps. Rawr. They're killing our nation as we sit back and watch. We must save America. Protest, protest, protest. He wrote in a follow-up message, Trump is facing a possible indictment over a $130,000 hush money payment he allegedly made to porn star Stormy Daniels in 2016. Daniels claimed she had an affair with Trump in 2006, which Trump has repeatedly denied. Trump would become the first, U- the first president in U.S. history to ever face criminal charges after leaving the office he, after leaving the office if he is indicted. Former Speaker of House Nancy Pelosi and other Democrats denounced Trump's calls to protest his arrest as a reckless... Fuck off. He can tell people to go out and engage in their constitutional right all they want. He's not responsible if people get out of hand. If he didn't tell them... And I don't even think if you tell people to go do something, you should be necessarily held responsible. They are adults. They have free thought and independence. You're not making them do anything. If you tell them to do something and they do it, that's on them. They should be held equally responsible, and you less so. Just saying. The former president's announcement this morning is reckless. Doing so to keep himself in the news and to fo- foment unrest among his supporters, Pelosi tweeted. He cannot hide from his violations of the law. Disres- disrespect for our elections amid uh, incitements to violence. Trump's, uh, Trump's goals is acts of violence in his name. California rep Eric Swalwell echoed, commie fucker. And we must be prepared to protect against it. Were you wearing protection against that commie cunch? Trump's former attorney and fixer, Michael Cohen, fixer, fuck off, Michael Cohen, who served three years in prison after pleading guilty to violating federal campaign finance laws in connection with payments in 2018, told The Post on Saturday that Trump's uh, post is eerily similar to his battle cry in January because there was no battle cry. He called for protests then. He called for protests now. That's it. If people riot, they riot. If you can't find a point where he specifically called for them to do so, get the fuck out of here. Including calling for protest. Yeah, well, that's all he called for. By doing so, Donald... Donald, old Donnie here. By doing so, Donald is hoping to rile his base. Witness another violent clash on his behalf and profit from it by selling by soliciting contributions. Many Republicans have jumped to Trump's defense, including Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy, who called for an immediate congressional investigation into the politically motivated prosecution. Here we go again. An outrageous abuse of power by a radical DA who lets violent criminals walk 
as he pursues political vengeance against President Trump, McCarthy posted. Now we're going to hop over here to the last article before we get into the footage. New York City is bracing for unrest after Trump calls for protest over possible arrest in, uh, indictment. By Larry Sorola, uh, Sorona, Tina Moore, and George Fitzgibbon. The NYPD and U.S. Secret Service are huddling, are huddling to prep for Donald Trump's possible indictment in Manhattan after the former president said he expected to be arrested this week and told supporters to protest, sor- to protest sources told The Post. What do you mean sources told you? It's on a true social. What the fuck? The FBI state court office, uh, officers and Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg's office have been kept in the loop on security decisions or discussions with the Big Apple bracing for the worst after Trump, 76 years old, you can mention his age, I don't get it, urged his followers to, quote, take back, take our nation back in light of his, well, he said protest, 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 take our nation back, but whatever. In light of his looming indictment, police sources said, again, it's all in his true social, I don't know why you're wording it like this, it's weird, quote, we will use all of our available resources, one NYPD source said Sunday, noting that the department's strategic response group, which responds to civil unrest in major events, quote, has a role in this agency, and when needed, they will be called in. Officials from several agencies met on Sunday and are expected to confer again on Monday, according to sources. Trump took to his true social site over the weekend and said he expects to be arrested Tuesday on an indictment stemming from Bragg's ongoing probe into alleged hush money paid to porn star Stormy Daniels in the lead of the 2016 elections. Daniels claims she had an affair with Trump in 2006, which he has denied. And again, I need to, if anyone has proof, show it to me. The former president's online call to support has federal, state, and local authorities on alert, according to sources. Well, as opposed to how they were on January 6th, at least maybe nothing will happen this time. The sources said several agencies will meet again Monday to discuss security measures that include restricting vehicle access to Manhattan Courthouse and deploying inside and outside the building. Bragg's office has not confirmed or denied that an indictment is imminent. I don't know if you're bracing for all this. Well, then again, Trump called for this, so even if it wasn't actually going to happen, the call is still out there. I've heard people say, well, if they weren't going to do it, why are they bracing for it? Well, because they expect a protest to happen. But the NYPD said it will be ready in the event Trump is charged and unrest breaks out. Quote, we will handle it like we do anything else, NYPD Chief Kevin Maloney told The Post. Quote, it's lower Manhattan. There's always a penalty of police presence. There's always plenty of police presence down there anyway. So we'll monitor the situation. We'll have ample resources. We'll see what Tuesday brings. Maloney said, by the way, a New York cop named Maloney, can you get more stereotypical than that? What the fuck? Quote, said he would, quote, would assume there will be conversations with Intel, with our Intel Bureau and stakeholders, stakeholders, in the federal courthouse and the DA's office. Quote, We'll have an advance heads up. I'm sure on the timing of this whole thing, he added, quote, We'll make sure that the entrance and the exits of the courthouse are secure. 
if the protesters are there, will support their rights to to peacefully protest. If they're not there, even better. Bragg's office referred to a request for comment Sunday to the NYPD and other law enforcement agencies. A Secret Service spokesperson said, quote, to maintain the highest level of integrity for our operations, we are not able to comment on specific protection plans or movements for any Secret Service protectee. The FBI said it had no comments. National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby told Fox News Sunday that there is no immediate indication that there were violent protests planned by Trump supporters, but said the White House was keeping an eye on the situation. Oh, well, thank God we have a watchful, trustworthy eye. Quote, We're always monitoring the situation here as best as we can, Kirby told the outlet. And we obviously don't want to see any activity grow violent. Certainly nothing to the extent that we saw during the storming of the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. But we're watching this closely. Quote, we want to see if there are protests of any kind about any issue or, quite frankly, let alone this, that they're peaceful. He said Trump is announcing his alleged pending arrest Saturday morning, uh, cited, quote, illegal leaks from a corrupt and highly political Manhattan district attorney's office. Quote, the far and away leading Republican candidate and former president of the United States of America will be arrested on Tuesday of next week. Protests take our nation back, he wrote. Quote, they're killing our nation uh, as we sit back and watch. We must save America. Protest, 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 he added. Trump took to True Social again Sunday to accuse Braggs of uh, prosecu- uh, prosecutorial misconduct and insist that, quote, there was no crime, period. Trump's, uh, Trump's lawyer, Joe Tapinia, said Trump was basing the timing of his possible arrest on press reports, but added that a DA's office hadn't communicated with him or the rest of the ex-presidential's legal team. Quote, no one, of, no one tells us anything, which is very frustrating, he told The Post Saturday. Daniels allegedly received more than 130000 in hush money through Michael Cohen, Trump's former attorney and fixer prior to the 2016 presidential election. And mind you, he got arrested for misappropriate money that he stole from Trump when he worked for the campaign. So if you're having... I don't get why they keep asking this guy questions other than the fact that he was arrested for stealing money from a campaign. A, Trump had no idea that Michael Cohen was stealing money from the campaign. And B, had no idea where the money that was stolen from him was being used. So it's just kind of interesting that they keep referring to him of all times because he just got out of prison only a, hand, only a year ago. He served three and a half years in prison for stealing funds and misappropriating funds. Both Cohen and Daniels in recent weeks have testified before the grand jury convened by DA's office. A lawyer who previously advised Cohen, Robert Costello, has been invited by prosecutors to provide testimony Monday afternoon, according to reports. Bragg, in an email to his staff Saturday, said his office will not be intimidated by Trump's calls for protests. Quote, our law enforcement partners will ensure that any specific or credible threats against the office will be fully investigated and that the proper safeguards are in place so that all 160 all 1600 of us 
have a secure work environment, Braggs told his office, according to a leaked email obtained by journalist uh, Brianna Morello. Quote, in the meantime, as with all of our investigations, we will continue to apply the law evenly and fairly and speak openly when appropriate. Braggs wrote, quote, we do not tolerate attempts to intimidate our office or threaten the rule of law in New York. Well, that brings us to the end. And that's not true. I mean, you know that riots happened after your city burned down. But that's a side point. Let's read the first three comments down here, and then we'll wrap it up. By Million Dollar Man. Woo! My protest will be at the polls when I vote Republican for Donald J. Trump. Bah! MAGA! Mm! Sorry. My protest will be in the polls when I vote Republican for Donald J. Trump or any other Republican candidate. There are many like-minded voters. Justice in this country and its application have been politicized by the left. Funny thing is, this will do little to prevent 45 from being the Republican nominee. I absolutely agree. And, in fact, will solidify his position in winning and becoming the 47th president of the United States. I could not agree more. And also, Elon Musk agrees. Uh, Hide in my cube says, this is... This is what is wrong with people. Our founders drafted some papers that give us tools to use against the government besides voting. We do not pro uh, we do not protest to make policy changes like what is going on in France. What happens if this becomes uh sorry, let me retry that. What happens if it becomes that Trump is not on the ballot, then your voice will not be heard. And last one is from Rick. Rick, your vote doesn't count. It's all rigged and fraudulent now. God damn it. A based InfoWars enjoyer spotted in the wild, folks. Now, we will keep you updated on the story as it goes until Trump gets arrested. There's really not much to report on. But when Trump gets arrested and we have more information, we will report to you ASAP. Now, I'm going to play some more footage that has to do with the protest in New York, as well as Trump's possible arrest, to catch you up on anything I may have missed. So until next time, I'm your host, James Masson. This has been Inside Four Walls. Please stay tuned to the footage following the end of this episode. If there's anything I missed, please leave a link in the comments below. All sources used in this episode of Inside Four Walls will be in the description below or shared on this uh, or on the podcast for this uh, the podcast Twitter account, which will be in the description below as well. So until next time, I'll catch y'all later. Peace. The Manhattan DA's office tonight on the verge of a fateful decision, whether to indict a former president for the first time in history. A case centering around Donald Trump's alleged effort to keep an extramarital affair secret by paying hush money to Stormy Daniels. In the last week, grand jurors hearing dueling accounts. Former Trump fixer turned fierce Trump critic Michael Cohen, alleging Mr. Trump gave him $130,000 in 2016 to buy Daniels silence. This is about Donald Trump being held accountable for his own dirty deeds. Plain and simple. Well, tonight, Cohen's former legal advisor, Robert Costello, asked to testify at the request of Mr. Trump's legal team, blasting Cohen's credibility. If they want to go after Donald Trump and they have solid evidence, so be it. But Michael Cohen is far from solid evidence. 
This weekend, the former president making headlines, predicting he'd be arrested at the investigation's conclusion and calling for protests. Tonight, House Republicans rallying to his defense, slamming Democratic DA Alvin Bragg, vowing to question him before Congress. President Trump announced he was going to run for president again. And suddenly, here they go. Now they're coming after him for some alleged bookkeeping error. You've got to be kidding me. Trump's top potential Republican presidential rival taking a dig at the progressive prosecutor. That's an example of pursuing a political agenda. But also a veiled shot at the former president. I don't know what goes into paying hush money to a porn star to, to secure silence over some type of alleged affair. I just, I can't speak to that. Law enforcement officials in New York City have been meeting to plan a security response to any protests and how to handle the possible surrender, fingerprinting, and initial court appearance of a former president. The Secret Service would accompany Mr. Trump throughout that process, a source familiar told NBC News, and do everything they could to keep him out of public view. Garrett, you're outside the courthouse now here in New York. There have been some security concerns there. There have, Lester, and the NYPD is preparing. But while Mr. Trump has urged people to protest in his defense, other influential Republicans have urged their supporters to stay home. And that message may be winning out. A planned rally here tonight has so far drawn only about 20 people. I don't think people should protest this, no. And I, I, I think President Trump, if you talk to him, he doesn't believe that either. I mean, I think, I think the thing that you may misinterpret when, the, when President Trump talks when someone says that they can protest, he would probably be referring to my tweet, educate people about what's going on. He's not talking in a harmful way, and nobody should. Nobody should harm one another in this, and this is why you should really make law equal, because if that was the case, nothing would happen here. Lawyer after lawyer after lawyer will tell you this is the weakest case out there. You see the Supreme Court. You see the statue out there of the lady sitting there with a blindfold on and a scale. It's supposed to be equal to all in America. And the last thing we want or have is somebody putting their thumb on the scale simply because they don't agree with somebody else's political view. That is what's wrong, and that's what infuriates people. And this will not hold up in court. Good evening, and it's great to start another week with all of you at home. And we begin tonight with former President Trump, who said his own arrest is imminent. A grand jury here in New York City weighing the evidence. Could Trump become the first former president ever to face criminal charges? Outside the courthouse in Manhattan today, police have now set up metal barricades tonight. Over the weekend, the former president saying he would be indicted on Tuesday. He called for his supporters to, quote, protest and take our nation back. Authorities have warned against that, even Republican House Speaker McCarthy saying Americans should not protest if there is any arrest. Prosecutors are not commenting tonight. The potential charges involve hush money paid to porn star Stormy Daniels days before the 2016 election. Was it to conceal any connection to Daniels from the voters? Trump's lawyer and fixer, one-time lawyer Michael Cohen, admitting to arranging that payment. He has now testified before the grand jury several times. And tonight here, news on one more witness at the request of the former president. Testimony from a lawyer named Robert Costello, who said he was once Michael Cohen's lawyer. So tonight here, what could all of this look like? Here's our chief Washington correspondent, Jonathan Carl, leading us off tonight. Police in New York City are setting up barricades in downtown Manhattan ahead of former President Trump's possible indictment by the Manhattan District Attorney. 
former president said over the weekend he'd be arrested on Tuesday, telling his supporters, quote, protest, take our nation back. But Trump's own spokesman said he had not received any notice of an impending arrest. And the DA, Alvin Bragg, has not commented. And if you don't fight like hell... The last time Trump portrayed himself as a victim and called for protests was in advance of the January 6th attack on the Capitol. Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy said Trump supporters should not come out to protest this time. I don't think people should protest this, no. Nobody should harm one another in this. DA Alvin Bragg told his staff, we do not tolerate attempts to intimidate our office or threaten the rule of law in New York. The potential charges against Trump involve $130,000 in hush money he paid to a porn star named Stormy Daniels in the final days of the 2016 campaign, allegedly to conceal their relationship from voters. Prosecutors are investigating whether he falsified documents and violated election laws. Trump originally denied any knowledge of the hush money. Did you know about the $130,000 payment to Tony Daniels? But Trump later acknowledged that he did know, and his former lawyer, Michael Cohen, pleaded guilty to federal campaign finance violations, admitting he helped arrange the payment and claiming it was at Trump's direction. Today, lawyer Robert Costello, a close ally of the former president's, told the grand jury that he was once Cohen's lawyer and that Cohen previously told him that Trump had committed no crime. If they want to go after Donald Trump and they have solid evidence, so be it. But Michael Cohen is far from solid evidence. Cohen, however, says Costello was never his lawyer. Republicans, including several of Trump's potential 2024 rivals, accused the Manhattan DA of playing politics. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis took a shot at the DA, but also a clear shot at Trump. Look, I don't know what goes into paying hush money to a porn star to, to secure silence over some type of alleged affair. I just, I can't speak to that. But what I can speak to is that if you have a prosecutor who is ignoring crimes happening every single day in his jurisdiction, and he chooses to go back many, many years ago uh, to try to use something about porn star hush money payments, you know, that's an example of pursuing a political agenda. Trump also faces a criminal investigation in Fulton County, Georgia, over his efforts to overturn the 2020 election. And he faces federal investigations into his handling of classified documents and his role in the January 6th attack on the Capitol. But in the meantime, back to this case here in New York City and John Carl live in Washington tonight, John, if, and this still remains a major if, the former president is indicted, uh, walk us through what could potentially happen next year. What do we know? Well, David, it is important to emphasize that we do not know if an indictment is coming, but ABC News has learned that today the Secret Service had a call with the NYPD to go over logistics, including security at the courthouse in the event of an arraignment if he is in fact indicted. What would typically happen in a case like this is he would, he would be permitted to turn himself in for booking. That would include fingerprinting in, in, in normal cases and the taking of a mugshot. Also, uh, in cases it would typically include the defendant being handcuffed. We don't know if that would happen in this case, David, but I do not expect that would happen if he is indicted. Again, if. All right, John Carl leading us off here on this Monday night. John, thank you as always.
Authorities in New York bracing for protests after former President Trump claimed he will be arrested tomorrow. And now congressional Republicans are getting involved, demanding evidence and testimony from the district attorney about the potential criminal case against Trump. RDC Bureau Chief Ben Kennedy is live at the White House following it all for us. Ben. Well, Nicole Louis, GOP lawmakers want New York's DA to testify. The White House faced questions on that and also on China and their proposed peace plan for Ukraine. China's President Xi Jinping met with his counterpart from Russia in his show of support amid the war in Ukraine. Xi is pushing for a peace proposal that would favor the Kremlin, as America and its allies warn Beijing not to provide Moscow with lethal military weapons. Not in China's best interest to do that, to help Mr. Putin slaughter innocent Ukrainians. The high-level talks took place days after the International Criminal Court issued an arrest warrant for President Vladimir Putin for alleged war crimes. For President Putin, he sees in President Xi... Um, uh, a lifeline of sorts. His remarks come as in New York. Barricades went up around the Manhattan courthouse following calls for protests by former President Donald Trump, claiming he will be arrested Tuesday in connection with the DA's criminal investigation into alleged hush money payments to adult film star Stormy Daniels shortly before the 2016 election, which legal experts say may have violated campaign finance laws as potential 2024 rival Governor Ron DeSantis reacted to the news. I don't know what goes into paying hush money to a porn star to, to secure silence over some type of alleged affair. I just, I can't speak to that. But what I can speak to is that if you have a prosecutor who is ignoring crimes happening every single day in his jurisdiction, and he chooses to go back many, many years ago uh, to try to use something about po porn star hush money payments, you know, that's an example of pursuing a political agenda and weaponizing the office. And Trump's attorney did say he paid off Daniels to protect his family. Also, Trump is responding to DeSantis' remarks, and I'll have that coming up at 6. Reporting live at the White House, Ben Kennedy, Local 10. Well, uh, it's up to D.A. Brax, and you, we've heard a lot of reports, but uh, the D.A. is going to make that determination. And uh, we're doing what we always do. Uh, you know, we've, we're monitoring comments on social media. Uh, and the um, um, NYPD is doing their normal role of making sure that uh, there are, there's no inappropriate actions in the city. And we're confident we're going to be able to do that. I am the chosen one. One, it's an, the facts are old. They're six or seven years old. And the star witness here in the form of Michael Cohen, Donald Trump's former attorney, has credibility issues, has been convicted of crimes. And so, you know, to your point, Abby, as far as the strength of a case, it's certainly not the kind of slam dunk that many people would wish that it were. His name were John Smith. Mel Bragg would not be bringing this case. And mm -hmm. so I think that's a real political problem. Lots of red pills being dropped on CNN recently. Can they be saved? It's nice to watch. 
guys are fucking. Why are you here? Because I live right here. But okay. so why are we here right I want to know why y'all are my neighbors. You know, for one, one minute. Read a sign right one there. One minute. One minute. Because you for have, one man, you have the Department of Justice. Have he ever bought you a house? I don't need. He ever put food on your table? Yes. Well, he's created jobs for me. He's created jobs. For no, me. you had a job before he came, he's and you still had the same job after he was ousted. Okay, I'll Trump the reins, Mr. So you know what? That president that you're here for, that okay. ex-president you that you're here for. Well, uh, it's up to D.A. Brax, and you, we've heard a lot of reports, but uh, the D.A. is going to make that determination. And uh, we're doing what we always do. Uh, you know, we, we're monitoring comments on social media, uh, and the um, um, NYPD is doing their normal role of making sure that uh, there are, there's no inappropriate actions in the city. And we're confident we're going to be able to do that. So we don't know that an indictment's coming, as noted, and if it does come, we're not sure what it's going to say. We haven't seen it. But if Trump is indicted for sending money to Stormy Daniels, well, you'll be watching the abuse of law enforcement power. Oh, but you can't complain about it. Because as Congresswoman Maxine Waters has explained, political protests staged on behalf of Donald Trump are not constitutionally protected. They're domestic terrorism. When I say once in a while, he did this at least 20 times and said, guys, I want you to know, I will do whatever the F I have to do. I will never spend one day in jail. Now, what he's saying is, I'll lie, cheat, steal, shoot somebody. I will not spend a day in jail. Do you think a guy whose mentality is that is going to not admit that he has information on Donald Trump? But having yeah. said that, the DA's office didn't ask me questions to bring that up. And I, I brought it up anyway. I, didn't, I ignored their questions and simply gave them the information. I'm hearing rap in my ear, left and right. Uh, I'll continue if you want, but... Uh, well, I let me just ask you one, one sure. final question, if it's okay, Mr. Cassell. Sure. If, if you were the DA, if you were a prosecutor, and you were trying to be fair and honest and serve the law rather than a political agenda, you'd want to know that, wouldn't you? Absolutely. And I told them and told the grand jury today, I was deputy chief 
of the criminal division of the U.S. attorneys for the Southern District. I said, I wouldn't touch a witness like Michael Cohn for any amount of money. You simply yeah. cannot rely upon this guy. And tonight, he was on another station denying that he waived the attorney-client privilege. Here it is, in writing, yeah. and that's his signature on the second page. So that's unbelievable. I guess he didn't know that, and the district attorney didn't know that. And I told them, Michael Cohn has been in your office 20 times and twice in the grand jury, and he forgot to tell you that he waived the attorney-client privilege 22 times? I mean, really, is this the kind of witness... You want to ride to the finish line? Not yeah, in my book. They don't, I, I think all they care about is the finish line. But um, I, sure, she joins us tonight. Harmeet, thanks so much for coming on. Um, the, I, I, I think you would agree that the, the case, at least as it's been described in the leaks to the New York Times and the Washington Post, seems ridiculous. Um, do you? Is there any indication that there's coordination with the with the Biden White House or DOJ on this? Well, look, uh, Tucker, thanks for having me. Two of my partners are involved in this case on the President Trump's side and have been meeting with the prosecutors here. So most of what we've been able to divine about this case has been by reading the entrails. Uh, that is the New York Times, uh, which is the yeah. favorite uh, source to leak to of New York law enforcement. And so we don't know exactly what they're uh, aiming for. But uh, as we can see from uh, Robert Costello's uh statements just now, it, it appears to be divorced from what the facts are and more about what the agenda is. And so th this prosecution, if it uh, comes through, is absolutely baseless. It's ludicrous. It has been rejected not only by the FEC, as you mentioned, but also by federal prosecutors and also by prior uh, prosecutors of New York State. So this is really well past its sell-by date A. It, it does not fly in court. It is frivolous. And what you are looking at, really, Tucker, is the mother of all election interference here, like you right. said in your uh, lead into this segment. And so um, what I can also say is that prosecutors are meant to do not just what they can get away with in court, but they're meant to do justice. And is this justice? So there were apparently at least 10 prosecutors sitting in the room yesterday or last week, rather, when this presentation was made. Uh, so that's the amount of manpower that they're putting to hear from lawyers, hear from witnesses. At the same time in New York, when the real status is absolutely falling apart there. So I hope for the sake of this country and for the sake of the citizens and voters' confidence in our legal system that this doesn't come to pass because it will absolutely be catastrophic for public confidence and for the rule of law in this country. I think that's it. I think that's the point right there. It all falls apart when you use your justice system uh, to prosecute political grudges. Uh, Harmeet Dillon, thank you so much for that. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. These four horrible radical left Democrat investigations of your all-time favorite president, me, is just a continuation of the most disgusting witch hunt in the history of our country. It's gone on forever with Russia, 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 and Ukraine, 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 and the Mueller hoax. It's an absolute disgrace what's going on. They even spied on my campaign. And remember this, with all of the work that they did on Mueller, no collusion. That's what the answer was, was all no collusion. Whether it's the Mar-a-Lago raid or the unselect committee hoax, the perfect Georgia phone call, it was absolutely perfect. Or the stormy horse-faced Daniels extortion plot. They're all sick. 
And it's fake news. Our enemies are desperate to stop us because they know that we are the only ones who can stop them. And they know it very strongly. And they're looking at the polls where not me, but we are up by so much. They can't even believe it. We won twice, and now we've got to win a third time. They know that we can defeat them. They know that we will defeat them. But they're not coming after me. They're coming after you. I'm just standing in their way, and I always will stand in their way. Thank you very much. Want to show our discontent? The deep state is a conspiracy theory of of. Uh, it's defined as the people within the U.S. government and military who are in secret control of government policy. <laughs> secret? <laughs> Please, people. The deep state is those people within the U.S. government that are career employees that cannot be fired by people that we elect by the Congress or the President. Um, there are the FCC, the, uh, the CIA, the Securities and Exchange Commission, uh, the IRS. Are these people in control? Can they enact laws? Fuck yes. They're called regulations. For every law that Congress passes, and we elect Congress to pass our laws, there are 20 regulations enacted by federal agencies that have far more impact on our lives than anything Congress can possibly pass. Uh, is there a deep state? Yes. Uh, can we fire these people? No. Can presidents fire them? No. <laughs> it, it's designed that way so that political parties and political interests cannot affect the deep state. Do you understand the nightmare of our situation, people? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. It's not secret. It's as open as anything could be. In the past, since 1975, 200,000 regulations have been passed by our federal agencies, uh, encompassing 800,000 pages of fine print uh, people. It is no secret. It is as open as it can be. The deep state does control America. Wake up, people, please. God, use some common fucking sense. Thank you. Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I'm host James Madison, and Donald Trump says he's going to be arrested tomorrow. I'm recording this at Monday, 3.47 p.m., it is currently March 20th, and he says on March 21st, Tuesday of this month, tomorrow, he will be arrested. Now, all kinds of wild speculation theories have been being thrown around all over, left, right, and center. People saying, oh, there will be no perp walk. People saying there will be perp walk. We know very little 
uh, in concrete so far. But what we do know, we'll get into. We know he will be fingerprinted. Uh, he's likely going to also have mugshots taken. He's going to be due process. Now, the only argument is if he's actually going to be put in handcuffs and escorted. Now, there's also people in uh, New York setting up for riots. People are flocking to New York in droves. Despite media saying that absolutely no one is heeding Trump's calls to protest his arrest. Slash indictment. And a special witness is now has taken the stand as at the time of me speaking and recording right now. And supposedly this guy is absolutely destroying the argument against Trump. So, there's a lot to get into. That being said, welcome. I'm your host, James Masson. This is Inside Four Walls. And let's get into this absolutely huge story. Over here at the New York Post, Donald Trump says he will be arrested Tuesday. This is an older article from the 18th. We will get to a new article. And this is going to be done in a couple segments, but follow along, please. Trust me. Article by John Levine and Mary Kay Lynch. March 18th, 2023. And it was updated. Former President Donald Trump said he expects to be arrested Tuesday in Manhattan and urged his followers to protest his looming indictment. The former president cited, quote, Illegal leaks. Illegal leaks from a corrupt and highly political Manhattan district attorney office, he said in his Saturday morning post on True Social. The far and away leading Republican candidate and former president of the United States of America will be arrested of the next, on Tuesday, of the next week. Protest. Take our nation back. He thundered in all caps, in all caps, massive, or uh, missive. He thundered in an all-caps missive. Missive? I think you mean message, sweetheart, but missive to his followers on True Social Saturday morning. Quote, They're killing our nation as we sit back and watch. We must save America. Protest, protest, protest. Monday, Monday, Monday. He roared in his follow-up message. Trump is facing possible indictment over a $130,000 hush money payment he allegedly made to a porn star, Stormy Daniels, in 2016. Well, this case, well, she's had court cases back to 2006, which have all been thrown out, and she's literally been laughed out of court. Her evidence has been rejected on grounds multiple times, not for standing, but for the, val- the validity of the evidence themselves. And the money that got paid in 2016 was kind of already reported on. But a lot of people were speculating that the money given to her in 2016 was like, look, I'm running for president. You want the money? Here's the money. Fuck off and drop this. Now, uh, a lot of people I watch say that they've seen, you know, proof that they confirms that Trump did hook up with this chick. I really don't care if he paid and had sex with an adult. It seems a little goofy. Same reason why I'm like, I don't get why they got rid of the guy from seeing that. There's so many other reasons to get rid of him. They got rid of him because he, he slept with an adult co-worker and they had an affair for like 25 years and neither of them were married while they were sleeping with each other okay weird thing to fire a guy over and this is just such a nothing burger to go after him over this is like really like the last resort scraping the barrel and you know what's funny if they do arrest him and he does get mugshot i'm going to frame that bitch it's going to go hard as fuck if he does it right like if he just mugs the camera or if he just fucking grins if he just like fucking shit eating cheshire cat grins to the camera and then the judge throws him out of court dismisses everything 
Trump now, the, all you had to show, all the left will have to show for this arrest and whatever the fuck is a picture of a smug orange Cheeto laughing in his mug shots. I think that'd be personally hilarious. But I like the troll side of it. He allegedly made to a porn star from Daniels in 2016. Daniels claimed she had an affair with Trump in 2006, which Trump has denied. Again, it's such a nothing burger. He, he slept with a porn star, and then he paid her. Cool. He's a simp? Trump's a simp. Uh, confirmed. That's the most damning thing you got going on here for you? Ugh. Trump on Saturday again insisted he had committed no crime and reminded his followers that Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg's campaign had been heavily financed by liberal billionaire George Soros. Oh, we will get into that. Should Trump be indicted, he will become the first president in U.S. history to ever face criminal charges after leaving office and while running for office. And it's funny, is I supported McAfee, John McAfee in 2016. He was my original person I threw my hat behind in 2020. Episodes are still there. You can go find him. I got my McAfee 2020 hat up on my wall right now. And now Trump's running in 2024, so the presumptive candidate that I am throwing my, back, my, my, my hat behind... For both the sake of it is a fun person to back in any campaign because the rage from all sides is just fucking delicious. And I love that shit. And second of all, he's on the run, supposedly. Like, like currently, I guess he's wanted and whatever the fuck. On whatever technical level you want to argue. And I find it very fucking humorous to me that I find myself backing somebody again who's on the cusp of being arrested. McAfee 16, McAfee 20... Trump 2024, make felons electable again. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Though they are trying to elevate a misdemeanor uh, in campaign financing connected to this to a, a, a felony, which is interesting, and we will get into that as well, too. There's a lot of little moving parts to this. When I first found out about all this, I thought it was two separate charges leading to this arrest, but no, it's all one interconnected story. That involves campaign finances, hush money, a porn star, a possible piss tape. Interesting shit, folks. Quote, There has been no notification other than legal leaks from the Justice Department and the DA's office to NBC and other fake news carriers that George Soros <coughs> sorry, funded radical left Democrat prosecutor in Manhattan and has decided Ooh. has decided to take his witch hunt to the next level, President Trump is rightfully highlighting his innocence and weaponization of our justice system, a Trump spokesperson told The Post on Saturday. Right here, page two. Now, legal leaks from a corrupt and highly political Manhattan District Attorney's Office, which has allowed new records to be set in violent crime and whose leaders is funded, and, <laughs> is funded by George Soros indicate that with no crime being able to be proven and based on an old and fully debunked by numerous other prosecutors. It's true. The, uh, the handfuls of courts and judges and prosecutors and lawyers have rejected, have laughed at, have kicked out, and have just dismissed Stormy Daniels' claims on their face multiple times. It's an interesting thing. And don't forget, her original attorney, Michael Avenatti, who was promoted by all these fucking outlets as, oh, presidential material, got arrested because he extorted her for, like, a million fucking dollars. 
He turned out to be a fucking uh, a con man. So the only attorney who took her case and got it before like the public eye in 2016, 2015, Michael Avenatti, is now serving like a 50-year prison sentence or some crazy shit. Yeah, uh, a, little, a little sketch, bruh. So folks, I'm just going to play you a little bit of this video here to just set in stone the type of high-quality attorney this case demands and gets. And remember, people were slobbing this baldy's knobby in order to get him. They were like, oh, he could run against Trump in 2020. He could be a presidential candidate. He's phenomenal. Avenatti, Avenatti, Avenatti. And uh, I'm sorry, you'll have a President Ramaswamy for a Venati, as far as I'm concerned, because this guy is in prison for a very long fucking time. Let's just walk down memory lane and enjoy who this methed-out Bezos porn star brother lookalike is. Remember celebrity lawyer Michael Avenatti, the man who represented porn star Stormy Daniels? Well, the media's favorite guest is back in the news after being indicted on 36 charges. 254. That's how many times Avenatti was featured on major TV networks in one year, according to Newsbusters. Player Michael Avenatti is laying down the law. And is he really thinking about running for president? Joining me now live, the man himself, Michael Avenatti. Let's talk to somebody who understands the system very well. Michael Avenatti. He's Donald Trump's worst nightmare. Michael Avenatti. Michael, thanks so much for being here. Did you talk to Stormy Daniels last night? What was her reaction? Did the president just get a new challenge here for 2020? Stormy Daniels lawyer Michael Avenatti may have just tossed his hat into the ring looking ahead to 2020 uh, one reason why i'm taking you seriously as a contender is you know, it's really funny you could take this picture right here and put it on like one of those jenny craig or slim fast commercials and have him like holding up the jeans this totally could pass as one of those like hi i'm michael a avenatti and i was a fat butterball fuck but then i did jenny craig slim fast annual supplements and now i've shed 50 pounds in 50 days and in 40 nights, a flood will wash away my house for the absolute sin before God that I am. But until then, here's my pant size. These look like before and after of like a really good liposuction and a facelift. Even the fucking ears are actually quite similar. It's kind of wild. I think these two work as a good before and after. Because of your presence on cable news. First, let me take a moment to grab... First off, I've never seen ear shapes like that. How the fuck do you get two people who are equally pieces of shit with the same ear shape? That is a, a, a unicorn find by a lottery ticket. My former student, this dude right here, I think of him as in a Justice League with Robert Mueller to save our democracy. A nine-year-old boy has been reunited with his mother in Guatemala. And the person who helped make this happen? Stormy Daniels' lawyer and potential presidential candidate, Michael Avenatti. What do you say to critics who say this is a publicity suit? Doing good work, having kids reunited with their parents. I mean, my record speaks for itself. Probably one of the biggest stars we have at this dinner tonight, of course, this is Michael Avenatti. And the only person right here, Donald Trump fears more than Robert Miller. Miller, Miller, please welcome Michael Avenatti. Yeah, I, I do think that, uh, that Trump is afraid of you. Lawyers don't normally do talk shows. I'm not your normal lawyer. Yes, you are something of a folk hero now. Let's be honest, the whole reason that we're in love with you and Stormy is because we think you guys are the tip. The whole reason we're in love with you and Stormy, says Bill Maher. And I want to remind people, look, I love Joe Rogan. Great show, great podcast, great interviewer. And Bill Maher is also a great interviewer, but they are both shill liberals. They both will have the soft core almost subtle addiction to the establishment in the mainstream. Bill Maher, far worse than Joe Rogan. But mind you, you know how, like, 
people, you ever meet an alcoholic and you talk to them, they say, oh, I'm recovered, and you can tell if they're recovered because of based on one of two interactions. You say, hey, are you recovered? And they say, oh, yeah, I don't drink anymore. That person will relapse at a drop of a fucking head. But if you inter- if you ask somebody and they say, oh, yeah, I, I don't drink anymore. It's like, oh, are you a recovered alcoholic? He goes, no, no, I'm still an addict. I just, I don't, I don't participate. That is someone who's not going to drink alcohol anymore. And that is the difference between Joe Rogan and Bill Maher. Joe Rogan is the guy who's like, yeah, I just do my best not to partake of it anymore. But he'll still turn around and be like, look, man. I think the government should totally provide universal basic income and pay for all student loan forgiveness. And also, I'm still probably going to support Bernie Sanders in 2024. But tell me again, CNN, how Joe Rogan is the giga chad of the conservatives. Please and thank you, fucking cucks. Now, Bill Maher, on the other hand, is someone who will be super late to the punchline and will always find a way to to defame defend anyone who speaks out against the mainstream establishment, even if he finds a way to agree with him. He'll have some sort of up-the-common smarmy smear or attack against them, like, oh, well, you know, this moron here may be tapping onto something. You, can- He has to discredit anyone if they aren't on the same pretend intellectual superiority level. Now, let's not forget, Bill Maher is someone who laughed in the face of Dennis Prager for saying that they're going to have tampon dispensers in men's bathrooms. Bill Maher was like, no one's going to do that. No one's going to do that at all. I was just at a store, and they had a tampon dispenser in it, bro. CNN alone featured Avenatti a staggering 121 times. Now he's been charged with numerous crimes, including tax evasion, fraud, and stealing money from clients, including scamming a paraplegic man out of a $4 million settlement. Avenatti denied the charges, saying that he plans to, quote, fully fight all charges and plead not guilty. If Avenatti is found guilty of all the charges against him, he can serve a maximum of 335 years in prison. It's been quite a fall for Avenatti, who until recently was a fixation for many media outlets. In fact, he was an almost permanent fixture on CNN, MSNBC, and ABC, among many others. Political commentator and co-host of The View, Anna Navarro, even equated him to, quote, the Holy Spirit. Yeah, so, l- lately to me, you're like the Holy Spirit. You are <laughs> all places at all times, right? They loved him when he was attacking the president, and they continued to give him a platform when he became a ringleader in the sexual assault accusations against now Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. CNN's Brian Stelter actually touted Avenatti as a presidential contender, as did his colleague Chris Eliza, with an article titled, President Michael Avenatti? Never say never. Looking ahead to 2020, uh, one reason why I'm taking you seriously as a contender is because of your presence on cable news. The bottom line is that this was a huge media miss. In their desire to give airtime to a colorful and aggressive Trump critic, they gave a massive platform to a man of questionable credibility. Alrighty. There'll be a link to this video and this channel in the description below. You guys should go check out The Daily Signal for more videos and similar content. Let's hop back over here. <clears throat> so this is that, that that's the caliber of, of people willing to take in humor Stormy Daniels' claims. So just keep that in mind. It's worth noting. Um, take your nation back. Just scrolling down. Quote. No one tell us any. Uh, no one tells us anything, which is very frustrating. Trump's attorney Joe uh, Tapinia added, "Quote: President Trump is basing his response on press reports and the fact that this is a political prosecution, and the DA leaked things 
to the press instead of communicating to the lawyers, as they should. Daniels allegedly received the cash through Michael Cohen. Oh, yeah. Incredible Cohen, right? Through Cohen, Trump's former attorney and fixer. In 2018, Cohen pled guilty to violating federal campaign finance laws in connection to payments and was sentenced to three years in prison. Quote, Donald would have no reason to put the statement out unless he has been contacted by any, uh, by the D, uh, D-A-N-Y and advised accordingly. Cohen, now free, told the Post Sunday, quote, Donald's post is eerily similar to his battle cry prior to January 6th insurrection. This guy has been locked up for a while. He's still using the phrase insurrection homie. Even CNN abandoned that fucking terminology. Including calling for protest by doing so, Donald is hoping to rile his base. Witness, uh, witness another violent clash on behalf and profit from it by soliciting contributions. Uh-huh. Right. Now, I will say, a lot of people are flocking to New York right now. They have people set up all over Manhattan right now. There are cops unloading barricade cages, so on and so forth, and we will get to that in a different upload. So there is there is quite the possibility that this could get out of hand, but again, Trump said protest. He's now yes, he called people he called on people to protest on behalf of uh on behalf of him, which is fair, true, but that's not the same as calling for a riot or anything. There's a very fine line between rioting and protesting, and you can you can distinctly see it. I mean, it's not that fine; it's a thick wall between the two, and once you break that wall, you're very clearly rioting. It's a, it's not a complicated math problem here. There's nothing wrong with asking people to pro- to protest if they're your supporters, or in general, you're asking them to engage in their f- constitutional rights. It's like asking somebody to speak out on your behalf. It's nothing wrong with that. You're allowed to. There's nothing nothing wrong with exchanging money between people, as long as that money came from trackable sources that had, you know, and this is according to the state, as long as those sources didn't have any fraudulent means of generating that income or that wealth, what happened between Trump and Sorbet Daniels is not illegal. Uh, I hate to break it to you. Find me the law. Several Republicans, including one of Trump's 2024 presidential rivals, we have an article about that, leaped to his defense, quote, I'm just, I'm taken back, taken aback. Mike Pence, former Veep told Breitbart News Saturday, quote, It reeks of the kind of political persecution that we endured back in the days of the Russia hoax and the whole impeachment over a phone call. As one thing I know is, and one thing I know is, I know the former President Trump can take care of himself, Pence added, quote, A Trump indictment would be a national disaster, declared biotech entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy. In a lengthy tweet, quote, It is un-American for the ruling party to use police power to arrest its political rivals. We cannot afford to politicize the justice system or else we will reach a, our breaking point. Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy called for an immediate congressional investigation into, quote, a politically motivated prosecution. Here we go again. An outrageous abuse of power 
by a radical DA who lets violent criminals walk as he pursues political vengeance against President Trump, McCarthy posted. Quote, this is what they do in communist countries to destroy their political opponents, tweeted Georgia Rep. Marjorie Taylor Greene. It's all for politics, Ohio Senator J.D. Vance based Vance. A response to the, quote, multiple reports, who, he has said, have asked him if an independent, sorry, if an indictment would make him reconsider his endorsement of Trump's presidential bid, he said, hell no. Based. Based, Vance. Quote, a politically motivated prosecution makes the argument for Trump stronger, Vance explained, quote, we simply don't have a real country if justice depends on politics. Absolutely true. New York Rep. Elise Fank, a possible uh, VP, supposedly, as, soon, as far as rumors go. Elise Fank called, and report, uh, called the report of Trump's impending arrest un-American. Quote, the radical left has reached a dangerous new low, she said, quote, this is just a continuation of the disgraceful and unconstitutional pattern going back to the illegal Russian collusion hoax to attempt to silence, suppress... Sorry, pardon me real quick, I clear my throat. <sighs> ah, back to the illegal Russian collusion hoax to attempt to suppress and silence the will of the people, of the will of the voters. Staten Island Rep. Nicole... Uh, Nicole Malotis condemned rogue D.A. Alvin Bragg for targeting a former president for political reasons. Politicizing and weaponizing our justice system is both dangerous and disgraceful, Malowitz tweeted. Meanwhile, Elon Musk predicted that, quote, if this happens, Trump will be re-elected in a landslide victory. A view broadly aligned with Trump's inner circle has publicly proclaimed. Yeah, again, this makes me definitely want to vote for him. Super anti-establishment. Now it's just the fucking move to do. Hell yeah. And, again, there's an extra level to make them screech because I get to be cool of a fucking promoter of terrorism and violence and all this fun shit. It, it's fun. I, I, I like watching people's heads explode. So, again, I would jokingly support a terrible candidate if it gained... A larger reaction. I have a Biden shirt. It's like a genuine pro-Biden shirt I was giving out around. I've worn it in public. All I've gotten is like a dirty look. I wear a, a pro-Trump or an anti-Biden shirt in public. I get at least one fuck you in a very angry way, and I love it. And that's on a that's on a slow day. But I live in a very blue area. Well, kind of my blue area. The area I live is like a blue is like a red district in a blue. Anyway, moving on. But other presidential hopefuls, including Nikki Haley, Mike Pompeo, and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, stayed quiet. Ron DeSantis has come out and, said, and made an actual statement, though. We have uh, DeSantis right here with his response. I don't know what goes into paying hush money to a porn star to, to secure silence over some type of alleged affair. I just I can't speak to that. But what I can speak to is that if you have a prosecutor who is ignoring crimes happening every single day in his jurisdiction, and he chooses to go back many, many years ago uh, to try to use something about porn star hush money payments, you know, that's an example of pursuing a political agenda and weaponizing the office. 
I don't know what goes into paying hush yeah. money to a porn star. So now that you've seen that, let's move on. Again, I, I, I don't know for certain. People I watch, like Tim Pool, Jimmy Dore, uh, as well as people like Shank Uger and Hassan Piker, as well as Sam Cedar, have all said, oh yeah, it's absolutely confirmed. I have gone looking. I haven't found anything that says absolutely confirmed. I've seen it disputed still, so I don't know if he's actually... I know the piss tape doesn't exist. That's been debunked. I know uh, Stormy Daniels' case have been thrown out of courts all across America, or at least all across New York. Various attorneys have turned her down. Various lawyers have refused to represent her. And the one who did represent her and got lit in like the mainstream spotlight ended up going to prison for defrauding her as well as many other clients. So I just I, I don't know. I, I, I lean towards it not actually existing, but DeSantis seems to think it exists. Trump called DeSantis a groomer. So, well, Trump shared a post that called DeSantis a groomer. Trump didn't actually call him a groomer. But anyway, the name calling between these two, I chalked that up to being what that was. I have no idea. I can't come on the mic and say, if he actually hooked up with the prostitute, I'd be making jokes about it. But I don't fucking know. Or, uh, sorry, porn star. But there's not really a difference between a prostitute and a porn star other than there's a camera in the room. And that's why porn stars carry, that's why prostitutes carry cameras. But moving on. My coffee now. Law enforcement has been negotiating with Secret Service over the terms and logistics of a possible arrest next week. By the way, if any of you have actual sources that, you know, will tell me definitively if Trump and Daniels did hook up and, and it actually went out and, you know, they, like, if the sex tape's real, I don't know the piss tape doesn't exist, but if there's actual, like, whatever the fuck, like, definitive proof or a source that can definitively explain to me if, like, her allegations have any merit to them whatsoever, please leave a link in the description below. I, I want to know for certain. It's just, like, what I've looked at, I haven't found certain. Because even, you know, articles on the right, analysts on the right that, that I follow, have con have conflicting arguments and conversations about this. So it's just, like, I, I, I don't know for certain. Moving on. Um, of a possible arrest next week, Fox News reported... The event could potentially result in Trump being handcuffed, fingerprinted, and escorted into court. Uh, but they're saying no bail, too. But some of Trump's legal advisors have told have been pushing to request a remote appearance instead. CNN reported citing unnamed sources. Of course. Who also unsuccessfully urged him to refrain from calling for public protest, fearing a repeat of January 6th riots at... The U.S. Capitol. I, I like how they say U.S. Uh, they, they say riots at the Capitol while uh, the former Trump rep who just got out of prison says insurrection. Blah. Uh, quote: If I were him, I would be worried. Said Harvard law professor and one-time Trump attorney Alan Dershowitz, also Epstein colleague and customer and island visitor Alan Dershowitz, uh, told Fox News Friday. Warning that any Trump effort to dismiss the case would likely be unsuccessful. Yeah, well, Alan Dershowitz turned on, uh, got pretty nasty when a Epstein, uh, Virginia, uh, Goffrey, Virginia Goffrey, said that Trump never did anything to her, but Alan Dershowitz was uh, was one of, one of the predators. She alleges, I say alleged because she, you know, I, she hasn't proven it, but. As soon as people started reporting that Trump didn't do anything and Alan Dershowitz possibly did, Alan Dershowitz threw Trump under the bus and threw a big old hissy fit and 
tuck tail and vanish from the public spotlight for the most part. So if you're watching politics in 2016 and you remember Dershowitz being a prominent role on TV everywhere, then all of a sudden he kind of vanished, that's why. Quote, I don't think there will be a motion to dismiss that succeeds. This is New, this is New York justice. In New York, of course, you can indict a ham sandwich, but in New York, you can also convict a ham sandwich because the jury pool will be very against Trump, and the judges will be very much against Trump. But the law professor Jonathan Turley of George Washington University dismissed Bragg's case as, quote, legally pathetic. It's kind of where I'm leaning. Quote, Bragg's is struggling to twist the state laws to effectively prosecute a federal case uh, a federal case long ago rejected by the Justice Department, Turley wrote. And that wrote Saturday, and that is the end of this article. Now we're going to hop over here. I think this is from the New York Post. Donald Trump says he'll be arrested next Tuesday in the description below. Hop over here to the post-millennial. Breaking. Trump announces he will be arrested on Tuesday. You know, short articles, they tend to have a little bit more information. It's always worth checking out. By uh, post-millennial, no specific person... Given, under social, Donald Trump revealed that he expects to be arrested on Tuesday. The arrest would come as part of the trial in New York that alleges he paid hush money to a porn star ahead of the 2016 presidential election. Trump said the far, uh, the far and away leading Republican candidate and former president of the United States of America will be arrested on Tuesday f- uh, of next week. Uh, protest and take our nation back. No calls to riot there. Have fun misconstruing that as best as you can. Trump uh, read that part. The charges from the New York DA Alvin Briggs and uh, amount to falsifying business records in Trump's company allegedly quote false accounted for some hundred thirty thousand paid uh, to Trump's twenty sixteen attorney Michael Cohen. Not specified on their balance sheet that his was a payoff as opposed to legal fees. Trump has denied knowing that the money was used to pay Stormy Daniels, although his current attorney notes that Trump may have legally prevented, uh, prevented, may have been legally prevented from publicly stating that the money had gone to Stormy Daniels under the terms of the agreement. Interesting, see? That's what I mean. You get new information. That's the post you don't get other places. Braggs, however, has taken uh, the charge of falsifying records and raised it to the level of a felony, which is relatively unusual for this misdemeanor to become a felony. Braggs must prove that Trump had a, quote, intent to defraud and intent to commit. Sorry, I had a slight technical issue. Now I'm back. Bragg, however, has taken the charge of uh, falsifying records, the level of felony, already read that one. Our nation is now a third. Uh, I read that, which is relatively unusual misdemeanor intent to fraud. Okay, figure out where I was. Sorry about that. Quote: Our nation is now a third world and dying. Trump writes. Well, I can just scroll right down here to it. <clears throat> Our nation is now a third world and dying. The American dream is dead. The radical left anarchists, they're not anarchists. Uh, there is no such thing as left-wing anarchy. I will debate you if you want to have that conversation. Have stolen our presidential election, and with it, our heart. With it, the heart of our country. American patriots are being arrested and held in captivity like animals, while criminals and leftist thugs are allowed to roam the streets, killing and burning with no retribution. 
Millions are flooding through our open borders, many from prisons and mental health institutions. Crime and inflation are destroying our very way of life. Part 2. Now illegal leaks from a corrupt and highly political Manhattan District Attorney's Office, which has allowed new records to be set in violent crime, and whose leader is funded by George Soros, indicate that with no crime being able to be proven and based on an old and fully debunked, folks, fully debunked as anybody, debunked, by numerous other prosecutors, fairy tale. The far and away leading Republican candidate and former president of the United States of America will be arrested Tuesday of next week. Protest. Take our nation back. <clears throat> the second crime that Briggs may attempt to prove Trump had the intent to commit under, under Briggs' plan to raise a misdemeanor charge to a felony could be a violation of New York State election law. Under the scenario, Bragg could say that the 130000 paid to Daniels was an illegal donation to Trump's campaign. The theory there would be that Daniels' silence about, whether, uh, about whatever involvement the two may have had was a boon to the Trump campaign, and therefore that buying her silence was an, una- was an unaccounted for donation. As opposed to a legal expense. My god, that's a stretch. Even the New York Times notes that the whole thing is substantially spurious. Quote, Combining the criminal charge with a violation of state election law would be a novel legal theory for any criminal... Yeah, it has no precedent or merit to exist. That's putting it very generously. Let alone one against a former president, raising the possibility that a judge or an appellate court could throw it out and reduce the felony charge to a misdemeanor. It was already a misdemeanor if proven, tr- like, honest. If it's proven in court, it's already at most a misdemeanor. So, what do you mean demoting it to a misdemeanor? They wrote on March 9th, when it, co- when it became clear that an indictment was likely in the works, Trump was invited to testify before a grand jury, which is an indication that an indictment is pending, and now, according to Fox News' unnamed sources, the Manhattan DA's office has asked for a meeting with law enforcement ahead of a potential Trump indictment. On Friday evening, Fox News reported that sources told the outlet that Donald Trump will be arrested as soon as next week. Ooh. Quote, some sources familiar with the planning said, officials will go over security preparations in and around the courthouse and lower Manhattan. Secret Service will take the lead in what they will allow or not allow. The source can t- the source cautioned, mentioning, for instance, <laughs> that the decision to handcuff the president or former president or not, they will set the tone and will escort him into the courtroom. Fox reported, "Quote: Is there a video here? Nope. Okay." Quote, there will be a coordinated there will be coordination between all of us, the source said, but we will defer to the Secret Service. The battle will be between Secret Service and DA Alvin Bragg. They will decide how and when he'll get into the building, and they will not uh, and they are not going to leave him, Fox said. Meaning so this is interesting. 
The Secret Service is saying we will not leave Trump's side. So what the fuck do you do? Do you put Trump in his own little custom box? Do you build an extra part of the prison? Do you have the Secret Service in a cell next door to the president and they just switch out from the cell? How do you go about this? This is a very unique and never heard of situation before. And it just goes to show the desperation in the establishment. Now, mind you, if all hope was lost, a move like this would not be necessary. This should be a moment for celebration. Absolutely fucking joy because there's nothing they can keep him on. If they do keep him, well, we have Nusso coming out later on all about what they what will happen if they try to keep him in there. I mean, people are already flooding New York and protesting in droves. There will be a major outcry from this. And even then, if they don't, and he the, the, gets perp-walked hypothetically, and he gets thumbprinted and mugshot, and then the judge says, yeah, there's nothing here, and they throw it out. Or, again, 130000 is what he makes in half a fucking day on a slow day. So I don't know really what they plan on doing here. If all they're doing is giving him campaign material to say, look how persecuted I am, and you're going to see this really shake him. Because he's got a lot of people who committed crimes on the left who are horrified of the state coming after them. Sorry. So if you're a criminal and you vote liberal and now you see the state coming after Trump like this, you're like, oh, God, well, why did they come after me like that? And Trump's like, I'm going to shatter the FBI, blah, 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 schedule F, fire 50,000 government employees on the day one. They're going to be like, yeah, yeah, that gets me out of Trump. I'm going to vote for it. Yeah, hell yeah. That's exactly what you're going to deal with. Oh, you know, how you're going to get some of these crazier left people to vote for him, at least. It building, and they are not going to leave him. So uh, he's going to be on the stand while Secret Service just clouds around. It'll be like the uh, the the Hilton owner in uh, Sweet Life on Deck or whatever the fuck. Her dad, who has all the Secret Service around him. Quote, so this is a huge development if Alvin Bragg has decided to go ahead with a felony indictment of the former president. This was... This was a charge that the federal off, uh, federal officials refused to pursue on or even really pursue or uh, to prosecute on or even really pursue. This was a misdemeanor in New York that Alvin Bragg has decided to elevate to a felony while at the same time downgrading other felonies to misdemeanors, Fox said. Joseph Tapinia, Fox's uh, Tucker, uh, sorry, Trump's attorney, confirmed, I had a stroke there for a minute, I guess, confirmed that the invitation or, yeah, the invitation to testify before a grand jury was sent to Trump a week prior to the Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg's uh, office. He stated that he believed prosecutors had not yet made a decision on whether Trump will be charged. Daniels previously was ordered to pay Trump $300,000 in legal fees after a federal court rejected a defamation case brought by her against Trump. Daniels previously was ordered previously was ordered to pay Trump. God damn, she had to pay him up. That's funny. He fucked me and I had to pay him. Damn, bitch, you're a porn star and you got pimped? That fucking sucks. And you got pimped by Trump? Not even like a good looking guy. You let's say she's right, right? She got some she got she got some of the, the, the Donald's D and she had to pay for it. That's fucking funny as hell. Uh, Takapina called the investigation, quote, much ado about nothing, and said that the legal basis on which the prosecutors were building their case is weak. It's just another example of them weaponizing the justice system against him, and it's sort of unfair, he said, in a comment. And that brings us to the end of this article and this episode of Inside Four Walls. This is a developing story, and tomorrow, Tuesday, Trump is supposedly going to be arrested. Will he be perp-walked? Well, we'll see. 
Now stay tuned for any possible updates coming out today, and I shall talk to you all later. Deuce. Let's bring in somebody who knows a lot about the legal system. He's a lawyer. He's a Republican senator from the great state of Louisiana, John Kennedy, a member of the Senate Judiciary Committee. Senator, good morning to you. Good morning. I know that a lot of people are suggesting that this is uh, politically motivated, but it is at its very core, there's a problem, and that is the statute of limitations on this ran out after two years, five years if, if it's felony, and this is way past that. Well, for, for what it's worth, Steve, here's, here's the way I see it. Uh, America's institutions should not be or be perceived to be political. Uh, look at the damage that former FBI Director Comey did to the FBI. Mm -hmm. In this particular case, it's hard to know where the justice begins and the politics ends. Uh, the Manhattan District Attorney, Mr. Bragg, we're, we're not talking, we're not exactly talking about Oliver Wendell Scalia here. He's not a, he's not a neutral arbiter. He's more of an activist than, than an impartial prosecutor. He believes cops are a bigger problem than criminals who refuses to prosecute many crimes. He's the one who tried to prosecute Mr. Jose Alba, the bodega mm. uh, uh, mm -hmm. proprietor, when he was, when he had to stab a robber to, to, to save his own life. Um, and, and I would, I, I don't know what Mr. Bragg has as evidence. Maybe he has the, the complete goods, but uh, he can do a lot of damage here to a very important institution if he's not careful. And I would say the same thing if, if President Trump were a Democrat or if the shoe were on the other foot. What do you look at the other cases? Do you look at them as bigger threats to the Trump team? Because what's happening in Atlanta, are uh, they going to prosecute? What's happening in um, the Mar-a-Lago investigation, the January 6th? Do you look at all those and think they also are political, or do you see more substance in them? Well, what, here's what I think. I think prosecutors ought to keep their mouth shut. I think prosecutors ought to let the facts and the evidence do the talking. Right. Um, I don't think prosecutors ought to be politicians. I don't want to have to worry if, uh, if I'm accused of a crime, whether the prosecutor's a Republican or a Democrat or a crypto-socialist like Mr. Bragg. That's not the way our system is supposed to work. Senator, I agree that this could do great damage to, you know, the institutions in our country and, and trust in our judicial system, but can we talk about the politics for a second? Do you see, sure. um, if this happens, um, if, if Donald Trump has a mugshot and is this, and, and he's fingerprinted, is, does this hurt Donald Trump or does it rally support? Because Elon Musk, even the Babylon Bee had an interesting tweet Lindsey saying, Graham. yeah, they all said this is going to help Donald Trump. I, I don't know. Um, I can't predict the future, so I'm going to have to wait on it like everybody else. I've said this about the presidential race. My prediction is the experts will be wrong. The people that hate President Trump will probably applaud. Uh, the people that just love President Trump will, will probably get angry. But those who, who look at the larger issue, um, allowing American institutions to appear to be politicized, whether they are or not, 
undermines our judicial system, which is one of the reasons, and our judicial system is one of the reasons America became the most extraordinary country in all of human history. Yeah. It's why so many others want to come here and so many business people want sure. to invest here. Uh, Senator, you turn your, your, sorry, you know, go ahead. Uh, I just wanted to ask one tiny little uh, question to wrap this up, and that is, uh, after he announced on True Social that he supposes he's going to be <clears throat> arrested tomorrow, uh, Donald Trump said uh, people should protest, protest, protest. Kevin McCarthy came out and said, uh, don't protest. Where do you come down on this? Well, in America, you're you're free to protest. Okay. You're you're not really free if you can't express yourself, but do it peacefully. Don't 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 be a knucklehead and 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 riot. Yeah. I mean, do it peacefully. Okay. Yeah. All right, uh, Senator Kennedy. Thanks so much. You bet. Oh, wait, but actually, we do have some uh, one more question for you. We know at this hour, President Xi is meeting with Vladimir Putin. To reaffirm their relationships, mm -hmm. be the 40th time they are meeting. What's at stake here? Because he's going to call Zelensky later on in the week. She uh, and uh, from China and Putin are two hard men. They're not friends; they're collaborators. Uh, each would unplug the life support of the other to recharge <laughs> his cell phone if he thought it was in his best interest. Here's what I think Putin's saying to Xi. He's saying, Xi, uh, I, I, I'm getting my rear end kicked here. Send me some weapons. And she is saying, Putin, I believed you. You said you'd roll through Ukraine like, like thunder on a summer night. You're getting your butt kicked. <laughs> if I give you weapons, you better get in a position to settle this war. Because it's not just hurting Russia, it's hurting my reputation here in China and abroad. Um, and that's what I think is going on. And we've had to drag President Biden kicking and screaming into doing the right thing. But uh, so far, I think it has paid dividends. Well, they are meeting right now. Senator, thank you very much for joining us on this Monday. You bet. Have a good week. I'm Steve Ducey. I'm Brian Kilmeade. And I'm Ainsley Earhart. And click here to subscribe to the Fox News YouTube page to catch our hottest interviews and most compelling analysis. To inside four walls where we start your day off by making the opposite sides of your ears tingle okay i've just about had my fun okay now i've had my fun if you guys listen very carefully just 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 Tune out everything around you and listen. You will hear the sounds of liberals frantically beating it off to the idea that they'll get to see the orange man in an outfit that matches his very complexion. But, I assure you, I have a different take on this whole entire narrative. And of course, me of all people has a different take on it. Uh, I think, I'm going to just guesstimate here, you're probably not going to see Trump get the perp walk. He will get fingerprinted most likely, and I think he will get mugshots. And you know what? I'm going to frame them bitches, because if he does it right, the mugshots are going to go hard as hell, boy, I tell you. Just think about it. He can just mean mug the camera, or he just cracked this big... Imagine how hard it would go if Trump just smiled in his mugshots. Just think about it. Everything they've thrown at him. Two impeachment trials, riots, a uh, dubiously victorialized election, <clears throat> and then this. What if he just 
fucking big Cheshire cat grin, just shit-eating grinned himself into his fucking mugshots, and then the judge lets him go. And all you have to show for Trump getting arrested are these fucking mugshots where he has this ear-to-ear grin. And then the judge is like, yeah, there's nothing to do here. And why do I think the judge will say there's nothing here to go on? I will get into that because we have a couple articles to get into. And Trump says he will be arrested tomorrow. This episode is going up on Monday. Late as fuck, but going up on Monday nonetheless because we want to be ahead of this story by being four days late to report it. But... Think too hard, not about that. Over here at the new... Oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't even... Th- <laughs> Welcome to Inside Four Walls. I'm your host, James Madison, and this is, of course, Inside Four Walls because we are redundantly redundant. Now, let's get into this retardedly retarded story. Donald Trump says he will be arrested Tuesday. You know what would be really funny? If uh, Ronda Savage came on out and was like, come get him, which... He actually kind of did, and we'll get into that too. By John Levine and Mary Kay Lynch. March 18th, 2023, we'll get to a, a, a recently released article, I promise. This is just to get us from the beginning of the story to where we need to be today, before the arrest tomorrow. Former President Donald Trump said he expects to be arrested Tuesday in Manhattan and urge his followers to protest his looming indictment. You hear that, boys? You better go storm the uh, the Jet Stadium. You better run up in that bitch. You better put on your fucking Detroit Lions fucking face paint. Go into the uh, their their tiger their their fucking their Jet Stadium and go on the fucking bleachers. That's what you got to do. I kid, I kid. There's absolutely nothing new in New York that you have to worry about breaking into because it's all broken down anyway. Which is funny because uh, New York used to be really pretty, and now it looks like Gotham. Actually, you know what? Somebody who's running in an election in a primary against Trump here. This has nothing to do with me, and even nothing to do even with Trump, actually. It has to do with integrity in the country, where if this, for these set of same facts, would somebody else have been criminally prosecuted? The answer is absolutely not. So this argument that he should be protected just because he's a political candidate is a straw man because the real answer is that he's being prosecuted precisely because he is one. And I think that that is just something that sets a dangerous precedent. And I would ask everyone, I would ask everyone on this on this space right here to, to just run through a thought experiment for a second. Just try it on like a set of clothes, okay? You, I promise you can put it back on the rack if it doesn't fit afterwards. But for a second, just try this on like a set of clothes, okay? It's now 2004. Bush is the U.S. president. Dick Cheney is the vice president. These are the evil warmongers, okay? The evil, the, the, the face of the left of modern evil as the left saw it at the time. John Kerry's running for president of the United States. There's a ministerial campaign finance violation, say involving his wife, Teresa Heinz Kerry or whatever. There's plenty to talk about there. Some ministerial campaign finance violation that normally would have either gone with a slap on the wrist or no notice at all that is instead criminally prosecuted in a way that prevents John Kerry from running in that election. Be honest with yourself. Look inside and ask yourself what any progressive, any liberal, frankly, any American would have said at the time, that it was wrong, full stop. And you know what? They would have been right because it would have been 
a rejection of the electoral process itself to say that the people of this country don't get to decide who actually governs, but that it's the party in power. And you mark my words, if we set a precedent in this country where the ruling party in America can use police power to actually arrest its political opponents, I think that is the beginning of the end of the American experiment itself. And I am not saying anything about, forget about defending Donald Trump, forget about you know, whether this is a, you know, whether this is a Republican or a Democrat issue. On the issue of first principles itself, I can think of no greater way to head on a march to a national divorce, to actually undermine trust in our electoral system, than to use police power to eliminate one of the political candidates. And I say this as a political candidate who's running against him. I think that's this, about deeper principles than politics, and I just wanted to add that to the conversation. Donald Trump is saying that he's going to be indicted on Tuesday. He's calling for people to protest. Now, we, we don't know if that's true. Um, the Manhattan DA has not said anything about it. Uh, but he's calling for people to protest. Uh, is that irresponsible? Well, first, let me say I'm, I'm taken aback at the idea of indicting a former president of the United States um, at, a, at a time when there's a crime wave in New York City that fact that the Manhattan DA thinks uh, that uh, indicting President Trump is his top priority, I think, is just tells you everything you need to know about the radical left in this country. It's a, the last five years, the Democrats have been dismantling uh, tough criminal justice in the city of New York. Families are paying the price, and yet this is what we get. It just feels like a politically charged prosecution here. Uh, and I, for my part, of I just feel like it's just not what the American people want to see. But he's calling on people to protest, to come out and protest, take our nation back. We know what happened the last time he said that. Well, John, the American people have a constitutional right to peaceably assemble. Absolutely, but, but, but to have a former president calling on people to protest a, 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 a justice proceeding. The frustration the American people feel about what they sense is a two-tiered justice system in this country, mm -hmm. I think, I think is well-founded. Uh, but I, I, and I, I believe that uh, people understand that if they give voice to this, if this occurs on Tuesday, that they need to do so peacefully and in a lawful manner, uh, that uh, the violence that occurred on January 6th, the violence that occurred in cities throughout this country in the summer of 2020 was a disgrace. The American people won't tolerate it, and those that engage in that kind of violence uh, should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Extradition to New York. So I've seen rumors swirl. I have not seen any facts uh, yet, and so I don't know what's going to happen. But I do know this, the, the Manhattan District Attorney is a Soros-funded prosecutor. And so he, like other Soros-funded prosecutors, they weaponize their office to impose a political agenda on society at the expense of the rule of law and public safety. He has downgraded over 50% of the felonies to misdemeanors. He says he doesn't want to even have jail time for the vast, vast majority of crimes. And what we've seen in Manhattan is we've seen the, sky, the, the crime rate go up and we've seen citizens become less safe. And so you're talking about this situation with, and look, I don't know what goes into paying hush money to a porn star to, to secure silence over some type of alleged affair. I just, I can't speak to that. But what I can speak to, 
is that if you have a prosecutor who is ignoring crimes happening every single day in his jurisdiction, and he chooses to go back many, many years ago uh, to try to use something about porn star hush money payments, you know, that's an example of pursuing a political agenda and weaponizing the office. And um, I think that that's fundamentally wrong. I also think it's important to point out when you're talking about these Soros-funded prosecutors, yes, they may do a high-profile politicized prosecution, uh, and that's bad, but the real victims are ordinary New Yorkers, ordinary Americans in all these different jurisdictions, that they get victimized every day because of the reckless political agenda that these Soros DAs bring to their job. They ignore crime and they empower criminals, and that hurts people. It hurts a lot of people every single day. These Soros district attorneys are a menace to society, and I'm just glad that I'm the only governor in the country that's actually removed one from office during my tenure. Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. Everyone's James Madison, and now let's get into more regarding and surrounding the Donald Trump arrest following, well, either this upload or this upload is going up as the arrest, so-called arrest, is happening. So let's get into it. From Political Wire, Trump primary opponent slams looming indictment for March 18th. We'll get into newer articles. Article by Tegan Goddard. Republican presidential candidate Vivek Robaswamy, who was the gentleman in the first clip in the car, criticized rumors of Donald Trump's possible looming indictment on Saturday, calling it un-American to prosecute the former president, Fox News reports. Said Ramaswamy, quote, it's un-American for the ruling party to use political powers to arrest its political rivals. If a Republican prosecutor in 2004 had used a campaign finance technicality to arrest then-candidate John Kerry while Bush and Cheney were in power, liberals would have cried foul, and rightly so. He added, quote, this will mark a dark moment in American history and the under and will undermine public trust in our electoral system itself. And that is the end of this article. And we're going to hop over here. <coughs> Pardon me. From March 19th, I said we're going to get to newer ones. Republicans rally around Trump as they claim Manhattan DA targeting ex-president for, prosecu- for prosecution by Mark Moore. And it was recently updated. Republicans, including former former Vice President Mike Pence, rallied around former President Donald Trump on Sunday, blasting his potential prosecution by the Manhattan District Attorney Office as a potentially motivated attack against the 2024 Democratic rival. Quote, It just feels like a potentially charged prosecution here. And I, for my part, I just feel... Like, it's not what the American people want to see, Pence told the ABC News this week in an interview aired Sunday. Quote, Quote, The fact the Manhattan DA thinks that, that the indicting President Trump is the top priority, I think, just tells you everything you need to know about the radical left in this country. Pence, who has had a falling out with Trump, to put it lightly, 76 after the January 6th, uh, January 6, 2021, capital, U.S. Capitol attacks told host Jonathan Carl. I wonder what the 76 is. Uh, Trump 76. Oh, age. Gotcha. 
Rep. Byron Donald, a Republican from Florida, and I predict future governor of Florida, mark my words, said the possible arrest of Trump over alleged $130,000 in hush money payment to porn star Stormy Daniels before the 2016 election is, quote, one of the worst of all justice one of the worst uses of the justice systems we have ever seen this kind of two-tiered prosecution this gacha mentality with criminal justice system it's flat out wrong he told fox news maria bartamo on sunday morning futures yeah plus every one of her uh, this is byron Donald right here handsome gentleman that's bobart over there handsome lady uh, that's definitely a nice jawline. Anyway, quote, and Maria, let me also say this. There have been in the past uses of the criminal justice system in America that have been wrong. It's been about targeting. It's been it's been wrong. Two wrongs don't make a right, Donald, Donald said without elaborating. Do you really need to be self-explanatory? Quote, just going after your political adversary in President Trump isn't going to make uh, you some pillar of virtue. It's going to make, uh, it's going to, sorry, pardon me, give me one second, we'll be right back. All right, let's try that again. Quote, just going after your political adversary and President Trump isn't going to make you some pillar of virtue. It's going to descend all of America into further chaos. Not what we need. Not what we need at all, he said. As reports in the media circulated last week that Trump was ex- <clears throat> expected to be indicted in Manhattan over the alleged hush money payment, which, again, this case has been thrown out multiple times. The former president tore the lid off the speculation and posted on his true social platform that he would be arrested on Tuesday and urged his legion of loyalists to protest. Why is protest in air quotes? That's what he said. Well, I mean, okay, fair. It's kind of a dubious way to put in quotations. Anyway, Trump po- uh, pointed to, quote, illegal leaks from a corrupt and highly political Manhattan district attorney's office as evidence that he would be charged. Quote, you know, we already read this earlier, but <clears throat> far and away leading Republican candidate and farmer and former <laughs> former president of the United States of America will be arrested on Tuesday of next week. Pro- we protest and take our nation back. Trump said in all said in an all caps message one of many Saturday morning. Yeah, he's been rage tweeting on uh, on Truth a lot lately. Don't really blame him. After being quiet in most of Sunday morning about his arrest, Trump issued a massive uh, a massive a missive tying President Biden into Manhattan District Attorney. Olive Briggs, Olive Bragg's investigation, claiming the prosecutor was quote. Taking his orders from D.C. Uh, don't necessarily know that ties into Biden. Anyway, quote, I beat them twice, doing much better in the second time. And despite their defama- disinformation campaign, they don't want to run against Trump or my great record, he said under social. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy has called for an immediate investigation into what he said. Uh, it called an immediate investigation into what he said was the quote politically motivated prosecution. Rep. Patrick Henry, Republican from North Carolina, on sun on Sunday, was asked about Kevin McCarthy's comment and whether Congress should be used quote federal funds from U.S. taxpayers on political errands. <laughs> Funny quote. 
I think the viable que- the viable question for the American people is whether or not to have progressive uh, proce- to have a progressive prosecutor using the justice system to go after political enemies for political splash, and that seems to be the case here with the Manhattan DA, McHenry said on CBS News Face the Nation. New Hampshire Governor Chris uh, Sununo, a Republican who is mulling a 24 presidential bid that would make him a political rival of Trump, said he thinks Democrats uh, <clears throat> miscalculated by going after the former president. Quote, I can tell you, I think it's building a lot of sympathy for the former president. Yes, Sununo said on CNN's State of the Union. Yeah, this is causing a lot of people to turn and support him. And even Elon Musk is saying this is leading to a, going to lead to a red wave in Trump's favor. Quote, and, as you pointed out, this is likely some sort of misdemeanor on an issue seven years ago. This has nothing to do with January 6th. There's folks out out there that still think this has something to do with January 6th. Who? He said, quote, I just think, quote, uh, quote, sorry, I just think that not just the media, but really a lot of the Democrats have misplayed this in terms of building sympathy for the former president, and it does drastically change the para- uh, the paradigm as we go into the 24 election, he said. Rep. James Comer, the chair of the House Oversight Committee that is leading the Republicans' investigation into Hunter Biden's overseas dealings, said the possible indictment of Trump was, quote, another example of the two-tier justice system. Quote, it's very odd that this would come out just a <clears throat> just very just the very next day after I revealed bank records which showed the Biden family, the president in particular, hasn't been truthful in respects to his family's receiving payments directly from the Chinese Communist Party, CCP. So it almost looks like it's an effort to distract, but at the very least, it's another example of the two-tiered system of justice, Cuomer of Kentucky said on Sunday Morning Futures. Quote, We've been looking into these classified documents. We saw, <clears throat> we saw the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago for one set of supposedly bleaked, uh, mishandled classified documents. But yet, Joe Biden uh, had at least five different locations and have mishandled classified documents and they get him day they get him days and days to go they give him days and days no okay that's what he says and they get him get him days and days to go in and clean up with his attorney I think you mean gave him days and days all right we're moving on quote there's been a couple typos in this article I swear it's not me having a stroke quote so this looks to me like it's another example of the two-tiered system of justice at the DOJ. New York businessman John uh, Katsimandis, the owner and host of his own radio show WABC 7, uh, 770 AM, said that if Trump gets indicted over the Daniels payment, quote, that is going to far and beyond the call of duty, and I think... They're going a little bit too far. It's going to become a third world country where we indict each other's presidents. Mm. Give me a break, he said on a Sunday morning show. Democrat Senator Mark Kelly. He can really swing either way, weirdly enough. 
uh, Mark Kelly of Arizona said he thinks Braggs wouldn't ha- wouldn't have to proceed if he didn't have a strong case against Trump. Ugh. Quote, I think it's very important for the Manhattan DA to look in into this thoroughly. I would hope that if they brought charges, they have a strong case because this, as you said, it's unprecedented and there are certainly risks involved here. But again, nobody in our nation is or should be above the law, Kelly said on CNN. Now let's look at the first three comments as we usually do here. Scroll on down. Okay, we'll make it four. Just going to be pulled up pinstripes. Okay, so Mark S. I can't believe approaching eight years and they still are beating the bushes. They still are beating the bushes to try and stop Trump. Purely political motivations to try and keep power at any cost. Inflation at all-time highs, families struggling to pay for gas, and food as they focus all efforts on hearing and raids trying to arrest Trump. Just imagine, says... Let me scroll down here a little bit. Just imagine says, so people keep bringing up, quote, it's been eight years, but actually that number is not quite correct. It's been more like six and, and minus four because he was president and they couldn't indict him during that time. Also, you might imagine, as you might, as you might imagine, it is really important to have an, all, have an airtight case against Trump. Yeah, so I just heard a, I just heard a car alarm go off. Airtight, especially because you know people will claim it's political even if he had stabbed an orphan on live TV. So these things take time, as Trump has said in the past. He should have nothing to fear if he did nothing wrong. Real, uh, don't uh, don't ask, don't tell era thinking. Wrong, and only guilty people plead the fifth. His words, not mine. Nah, fair. He did say that. Mark S. I will say this. When Trump was president, energy was cheap. The streets were safe, for the most part. We were not at, the, we were not at war. The economy was on fire. I will take that back any time and tune out tweets and egos. Things are bad now. And that's what most common Americans seem to be thinking. Pinstripes. Honestly, if you're a hardworking American, of the things you mentioned that were unquestionably better under Trump, really, what else is there? Those are the things that are the most important to the majority, as I was saying earlier. Very few care about fighting for a man, fighting for a man to use a woman's bathroom or tweets that are something over, are sometimes over the top. Now moving on. Oh, let's read this last one. Trump is guilty. Energy was cheap because everyone was on lockdown. Retarded. 2019, you can use uh, Kramer from Crazy Money over on CNN. And CNN was seeing this. The greatest economy of our life before lockdowns, homie. So cope and seethe, my man. There, because oil, uh, oil gut of supply... Then Trump told Saudi Arabia to cut oil production, so re- actually Biden told them. Anyway, that's a different topic to go down. Then Trump told Saudi Arabia to cut oil production so rich oil companies could make more money from the U.S. citizens. No, he just drilled here, and we were almost, we were at like 96.9% uh, completely self-sufficient energy-wise. 
So Saudi Arabia was actually buying off us while we were filling our reserves. But I just had to read that Cope comment. But let's continue. This is going to be the last one for this particular episode. I've got one more coming out today. Marjorie Taylor Greene condemns po- uh, possible Donald Trump charge as fake. Published March 18th. Rep. Marjorie Taylor Greene condemned the possible arrest of Donald Trump next week, blasting a lengthy in a lengthy tirade to her 2 million followers Saturday and urging Republicans to take action should an indictment go forward. Quote, Biden's DOJ is coordinating with the Democrat Manhattan DA to arrest Donald Trump, the top Republican presidential candidate for the 2024 elections, and to charge him with a fake outdated misdemeanor charge. The Georgia Re- Republican wrote, The 76-year-old former president faces a possible indictment over a $130,000 hush money payment he allegedly made to a porn star Stormy Daniels in 2016. Daniels claimed she had an affair with Donald Trump in 2006, which he has denied. Quote, This is what they do in communist... Uh, I don't know what that means... Countries to destroy their political opponents. Republicans in Congress must subpoena these communists to end this. Green tweeted, uh, tweets continue. Quote, we have the power to uh, do it. And we also have the power to defund their salaries and departments. Base, do it anyway. Even if this wasn't going on, do that anyway. Trump wrote on Truth Social Saturday that he expects to be arrested Tuesday in Manhattan. He, again... insisted that he has committed no crime and blasted the, quote, illegal leaks from a court and highly political Manhattan attorney's office in the post. If he is indicted, Trump will be the first current or former president in United States history to face criminal charges, quote, There has been no notification other than the illegal leaks from the Justice Department and the DA's office to NBC and other fake news carriers. That the George Soros-funded radical left Democrat prosecutor in Manhattan has decided to take this witch hunt to the next level. President Trump is rightfully highlighting his innocence and the weaponizing of our justice system. We read this in a previous article and it was super super cut down. A Trump spokesperson told the New York Post Saturday. Green, a firebrand congresswoman, was once an outliner outlier in the House GOP conference over her past associations with white, oh, blow it out your ass, it wasn't white national, she was accused of supporting QAnon, and then she came out and denounced a handful of, like, tweets and posts she interacted with. Call it white nationalist is a little hyperbolic, buddy. But alright. She was removed from all of her committee assignments by House Democrat, by Nancy Pelosi, because her and Green had a live argument on live TV, but okay, bud. If you say so. Uh, when they controlled the chamber. She later became an instrumental part of the coalition, which eventually elected a Kevin Rep. McCar- uh, Rep. Kevin McCarthy, a Republican from California, as a speaker. And has since become a powerful House insider. Okay, so quick note on that. Uh, no, she supported Kevin McCarthy from the very get-go. Matt Gates and her split. They usually agree on everything, but they split in support of Kevin McCarthy because uh, Matt Gates kept voting, along with Byron Downs and a bunch of other Freedom Caucus members, kept voting against Kevin McCarthy. Marjorie Taylor Greene fell in line supporting Kevin McCarthy like 
instantly. So that's fake news right there at the end. Now let's look at these right here. First three. Okay. From Gary John Santoro. Poor Marjorie Green. She obviously does not know the difference between federal law and state law. The Congresswoman certainly does not understand New York state law. <laughs> oh, and I'm sure you're just a fucking scholar. This has nothing to do with Trump's relationship with Stormy Daniels. It has to do with fraudulent campaign contributions meant to buy Stormy silence in 2016. Even then, the statute of limitations on this particular thing wore out like four years ago. hate to tell you. It's a three-year thing on this. Uh, obviously, Michael Cohen told the truth. Ooh. Big, big doubt. Ex to doubt, homie. But anyway, Michael Cohen told the truth before the grand jury, as did Stormy Daniels. Okay. Therefore, the evidence is there for an indictment. Next step is trial or plea agreement. Doubt it. Watch. This is going to amount to nothing. All you're going to get are some cool mugshots of Trump. That's all you're going to get if you even get those and they're released publicly. They might not even be released. Uh, Ace 12. Look, Mr. Fake New CNN Watcher. This, <laughs> this is hilarious. I love this fucking comment. I'm going to read this in just the most... Look, Mr. Fake New CNN Watcher. This bogus charge about fraudulent campaign contributions is about federal elections. The innocent, the incompetent brag is not a federal prosecutor and has no jurisdiction. Damn, Ace 12, you came out that bitch swinging. In fact, I haven't seen a man swinging that hard since XXX and Tassie on his girlfriend in that elevator that one time. God damn. And let's get over here to KG0615 for the last comment here. I'm a conservative Republican who firmly believes that Marge Taylor Greene <laughs> is in way over her head in Congress. This comment fucking glows. I would rem I would move far away from her as possible if I were Trump, but he needs supporters at the moment, and she needs an opportunity. Distance yourself, Donald. Whew, okay. Now that's gonna wrap it up for this episode of Inside Four Walls. There's one more coming to you today, and I get in that ASAP. So if you anything you think I missed or anything you think I got wrong, please leave a comment below. Let me know anything you think I can improve upon or anything I missed with a link in the description below and or a link in the comments below and all sources, everything used in this episode will be in the description below as well as all social media, blah, 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 blah. Please subscribe, upload everything you liked it, download if you didn't like it, and I'll catch y'all later. Deuce. There's no question about this. Purely, purely political. Look, uh, the Attorney General of New York ran on a campaign right. to at Trump, uh, brag essentially the same thing. This is 100% political. There is no basis for this prosecution. But with the judiciary in New York, you never know. The courts could uphold it. That's the problem. The problem is every part of the judicial system has become politicized. Get Trump, this get Trump business, yeah. this idea about which I wrote this book, get Trump has permeated every aspect of our legal system. Yeah. And so normally a person has a guarantee at least that the courts will free him. Here so, there's no assurance that the courts of New York will. It so, may have to go up to the United States Supreme Court. That it is a war. It's a political war. Um, and that is what they've waged against President Trump, his administration, 
his staff, his supporters, and anyone that aligns himself with MAGA. And what this DA, this Manhattan DA is talking about doing, he is serving his master, who is George Soros and the Democrat Party and the globalist elites that do not care about America. They don't care about Americans anymore. They see Trump as their number one enemy. And MAGA is the force that they have to take out. And that is why this DA is considering indicting President Trump. And if he if he does so, there's going to be a big difference uh, for a lot of people. And if they think this is going to turn people away from supporting President Trump, I'm going to warn them right now. That is going to be exactly the opposite. That is what that is going to happen, because we know President Trump is innocent. People are not stupid. America does not trust Washington. And you had Rasmussen on here telling you the poll numbers to prove it. I've been telling them this for over two years. Real America does not believe or trust Washington, D.C. As a matter of fact, Real America sees Washington, D.C. as the enemy. Oh, and the, the, the potential of arrest show that anybody's safe. If they are willing to do this to a, a the 45th president of the United States, if they're doing this to a president, this has never been done. I want you to put this in context. This has never been done in U.S. history, ever. We've never seen this before. The opposing party would come this hard after a, their number one threat. We've seen this in other countries. I've talked to people from Cuba. I've talked to people from Venezuela. This happens all the time. So this happening in America should should intimidate. It should affect every Republican, every conservative, every conservative Democrat, everybody that believes in freedom. This should have an issue, should be outraged, should be. I don't care if you like Trump or not. This is a threat to democracy and every Republican. I am the chosen one. So Adam Sandler just won the prestigious Mark Twain Award. This is the one that Jon Stewart's gotten in the past, Dave Chappelle, people like that, luminaries of the comedy world. But Chris Rock stole the show in terms of the ceremony. So he starts sort of going into Donald Trump. He said... Which is a viewpoint of a lot of people that well, but he wasn't he wasn't embracing Trump. He was just saying he thinks this is the reality. Yeah, exactly. He says the reality is if we try to arrest this guy, we're going to make it worse. He also goes in on Paul Pelosi. So he's Nancy's. He didn't go in on Paul. Well, a little bit. So Nancy and Paul are in the crowd, and he's saying Paul Pelosi only got to know how I felt because he's talking about getting slapped on stage, and he points at Paul Pelosi, and he's like, he's the only other one in the crowd who knows what it's like to be assaulted. Did they show his reaction? It'd be interesting to see if they laugh. Oh, Nancy's like, keep my husband's name out of your <laughs> mouth. <laughs> I'm a liberal pussy. Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. Your host, James Madison. And two more weeks, Blue and on. Two more weeks. It's uh, it's Wednesday, 7.25 a.m. is the time of recording. Wednesday, the 22nd of 2023. And, uh... Where's my, uh, where's Orange Boy in handcuffs? What happened? What happened? What happened? Now, when I was reading it, I was going off the report yesterday, and I will fully admit, I actually expected them to, like I said, I don't think he'd be perp-walked. I figured he'd be fingerprinted and maybe have his mugshots taken, and all in all, he'd be out of the, out of this whole situation within maybe a day. But he didn't even get arrested yesterday, and I was on 
Twitter for the better part of yesterday while donating my plasma. Just fucking with people on Twitter, getting blocked, enjoying people, trying to figure out what happened. And then those deep fakes, those are not deep fakes, but AI generated pictures that are being passed around. Oh my God. There was one where Trump, we'll, we'll look at these later. Uh, one where Trump's being tackled and he's got like seven legs and people were passing that around like it was genuine. It was really fun. I will admit, I, I think I grilled somebody who knew, posted it as bait, knowing that people would call him out for it being fake. So, fucking hats off to you, mate. You got me. That being said, it's uh, overhead Daily Mail exclusive. Trump will not be arraigned this week. What? Huh? But all the big, duh, but the big, duh, the, duh, the, the hubbub, the hubbub, bub, what happened? Former president is expected to be indicted tomorrow and secret serve tomorrow being today, by the way. And, uh, yeah, I'll fucking see it and believe it when it happens at this point. See, they impeached the guy twice. The first time they impeached him, I was like, it won't happen. And then they impeached him, but he didn't leave office. And the second time they impeached him, I was like, this is retarded. This impeachment can't go forward. He's out of office. And then the impeachment went forward, even though Trump went out of office. I'm like, well, are you fucking kidding me? So I was like, you know what? This is fully within the wheelhouse of them to do. And I hope they fucking do arrest him. Because this will only make him more popular. And like I said before, man, I'm a fan of the old school Joe Rogan setup. Like the fucking mugshots, I'd have a different array of colorful characters, but that would absolutely, I would absolutely put the Trump mugshots up in there. And I said he should just fucking grin, just a big ass smile in his mugshot so that all the left will have to show for this is a shit eating Cheshire cat grin from Trump on a mugshot. I thought that'd be hilarious, but I don't think it's going to happen anymore. Secret Service will make plans for his surrender. Oh, is he gonna is he gonna fight the Secret Service in the in, in the police car this time too? Ba-ba-ba! Fucking Mission Impossible up in here. His surrender and appearance in New York court next week. Next week. Wait, next week? But what about yesterday? And what about today? Next week? Huh? My man. The headline alone. A source familiar with the proceedings, a anonymous unnamed source, boys, a source familiar with the proceedings, exclusively told Daily Mail, oh boy, on Tuesday, quote, there will be no arraignment this week, meaning no orange man perp walk this week. Cry, cry harder. I have my tumbler right here. Please cry into it. I need my sodium. All 36,000 NYPD officers are in uniform and on notice for deployment after Trump called for his supporters to protest his immediate indictment. And again, uh, I love when people are panicking and throwing a fit. You're like, how can Trump tell people to go protest? Wow, Trump telling people to go engage in their constitutional right to peacefully assemble. Wild, wild, wild. Imagine if he started bailing out people for rioting. And then they'd be like, Trump's bailing out violent rioters. He should, actually. You know what? Fuck it. Trump should bail out some Antifa rioters and just see what the media does. Just bail out, like, one or two of them. Like, find the most dyed-haired, retarded one with, like, an infected septum piercing and bail his ass out. Or her ass. Or they them asses out. And then just see what the media does. Well, they'd be like, Trump pardons violent rioters. Throw in their fucking little little pawns under the bus to bash Trump. Or will they be like, Trump finally pardons uh, peaceful protesters. I, I'd be curious to see how it goes. Because when Trump, you know, did that tyrant shit, like continue the war in Yemen. And also, you know, everyone likes to talk about how Obama killed uh, Amir al-Awlaki. No one ever talks about Trump killing his fucking sister in Yemen, like, five years later. It never comes up. But, uh, yeah. 
Trump killed her sister, an American citizen, or his sister, an American citizen in Yemen, after he continued the unjustified genocide in Yemen. America could pull out of that bitch at any minute. That is a war Bush and Obama created. And Mr. I never started a new war. True, but you should, certainly didn't end it all. You, you end it all, but the fucking really bad ones. I don't know. I don't know how the fuck Trump signed on to let the war in Yemen continue and approved Yemen raids. Made no fucking sense to me. But, hey, what do I know? I'm just part of the problem here. Shout out if you get the reference. Donald Trump will likely be indicted on Wednesday, but won't appear before a judge in New York until next week? Damn, I guess I'll just have to lay up in that lavish fucking resort of his, all comfortable until then. And just lap up the donation and his rising approval rating amongst Republicans since this has all gone down. And we'll get into that later if I have time. I'd be at work at 11. It's a 7.30 a.m. right now. So... I overslept. I was supposed to be up like six hours ago for recordings. Ah, quote, There will be no arraignment this week, a source familiar with the proceedings told Daily Mail exclusively on Tuesday. The former president, Tuesday when he was supposed to be arrested, remember? The former president is currently in Florida. What? I thought he was going to be perp walked to fucking... I thought they were going to perp walk him across the country. <laughs> Just have him Forrest Gump hike that bitch. <laughs> I'm funny than I think I am is expected to be formally charged tomorrow, after which the Manhattan District Attorney's Office will reach out to Trump and his Secret Service to de- uh, Secret Service detail to make arrangements for his surrender, according to the insider. <laughs> oh, I'm sure, buddy. And these are the these are the exact people you expect to see. Don't they look exactly like what you'd expect? Some weather underground escapees? And they also look exactly like you would expect to. So nothing new here, though I will say, my man, I will congratulate you on wearing the fucking white pants and giving them immaculate. I never wear white because anytime I, I can wear black and dark clothing and I will not get spot on them. You would not be able to tell I wore that outfit the day before if I wore it the next day. But if I wore a white or a lightly colored or just any kind of like light colored outfit, I am a sloppy cunt. Like, I'm just a mess all over this place. So you know what? This guy at least kept his pants straight. So I'll give him that. And those shoes were kind of nice. And what was that? Tread safe? Mm. From one former restaurant worker. I gotta say, man, tread safe is a nice way to go. He will then fly to New York, where he will be arraigned, fingerprinted, and posed for his mugshot. Again, we'll see. I do want the mugshot. As much as I gave people shit on Twitter about the mugshot thing, I do want the mugshot. But I wanted it for entirely different reasons. I think it was just going to look cool as fuck. And with uh, Trump having a, a number one trending song on the billboards right now, album art? I'm just saying, Tupac did it. Bunch of artists do it. Bugsy the Don's doing it. Yeah, <laughs> my boy Bugsy the Don over here. This motherfucker was up there on January 6th, partook in everything, smoked a blunt up in that bitch, came out and then posed for his new album that came out like a year or, uh, yep, about two years ago now. And then he got arrested after the album came out. It's a mint, bro. It's a fucking mint. Love it. Um, God, I got distracted by these pictures go really hard. Anyway, Trump should fucking do that. Bugsy the Don made the Capitol uh, riot his fucking album art. Trump should make his mugshot his album art. I'm just saying. goes hand in hand. Meanwhile, it's all hands on deck for New York Police Department and Metro Police Department as all officers on Tuesday are expected to be in uniform and ready for anything in the wake of a potential indictment. Potential. Officials in New York, and by the way, they're not going to, like, ink Trump's fingers. They're probably going to do, like, a digital fingerprint, and he'll be in and out of the court in, like, an hour. This is really going to be a big-ass fucking what you would do about nothing burger. And then we have an article here where Stormy Daniels says she never got bribed. 
She says she never got paid off and she never had that affair. So stay tuned. That article comes up after this article. So there's nothing here. This is a CNBC through the Associated Press. Two left, left, left outlets that hate Trump. Writing the interview where Stormy Daniel goes, Yeah, it's all fake. I cooked it with my attorney. You know, Avenatti, the one in prison for defrauding. Ooh. This is a great day. I love this. I've loved this salt on Twitter so much. Let's see. Uh, all hands on deck are preparing for a possible demonstration following former president's plea to his supporters to protest, protest, protest in response to a potential indictment handed down by Manhattan District Attorney Soros-backed Alvin Bragg, who ran... By the way, this guy ran on indicting Trump. This guy ran on the platform of he'd lock up Trump. So for the same reasons that Bill Cosby got released, this isn't going to hold up. Remember how Bill Cosby got released because of... Uh, uh, fucking unjust prosecution, or yeah, Bill Cosby got released because of unjust prosecution, it's because in the campaign ads for the guy that prosecuted him, the DA, all of his ads said, I'm going to get Bill Cosby behind bars, and they were like, yeah, the show's intent to target, and I was like, oh, fuck, yep, not released, so again, I mean, it's just not going to go well, this, I, I, again, correct me in the comments if you think I'm wrong, ah, in response to a potential indictment handed down by Manhattan District Court Alvin Braggs over hush money payments made to Stormstar, porn star, Stormy Daniels, Stormstar Daniels. Trump, 76. What a great age for the next president of the United States. It's not. It's too old, but 76, 77. Fuck you. Trump, 76, said last week that he expected to be arrested on Tuesday. But a law enforcement official told Daily Mail that an indictment would likely happen on Wednesday at the earliest. And NYPD internal memo obtained by CNN shows that all officers are to be in uniform and prepared for deployment on Tuesday. Meanwhile, Daniels is also beefing up her security after her attorney said she received uh, concerning messages, including some threatening her life. Oh, yeah, we have some stuff to get into about this. Um... Law enforcement officials tell CNN there are currently no credible threats in New York, even though Tuesday is a high alert. Yeah, someone called in a bomb threat. Uh, again, we'll get into that. Washington Metro Police are also preparing for protests, okay? But the U.S. Capitol Police, quote, is not currently tracking any direct or credible threats to the U.S. Capitol. Prepare a false flag, boys. All these police are saying, oh, yeah, we're out here, we're in full uniform, we're ready for war. There's no reason for us to be out here. We haven't really seen anything that we think is actually a threat. But we're out here in uniform. Yeah. This feels very much like when I was reading articles leading up to the January 6th thing. And you were reading all these things about, like, how, oh, they're lowering security around the Capitol building. But beefing up the armor on cops, but also telling cops not to carry their firearms. It's like, what? I'm sorry, what? There's a lot of weird shit going on here, homie. What do you mean? Why? Explain. And then you see what happens, and you're like, eh. Had to let the PSYOP happen. Got it. Another day, another PSYOP. I'm just saying, like, uh, all these cops are preparing and saying, oh, yeah, there's no actual threat, but we're ready. Okay, I mean, it's better to be ready and not have to be than need to be and not be, so... But, uh, yeah, no credible threats, but you're all ready for it, huh? A Department of Intelligence ass assessment obtained by CNN Notes. Though I will say the counter to this is they weren't prepared at all for January 6th. But that was by design. Got some footage here. Police standing around D.C. I assume this is D.C., right? Oh, no, that's New York. 
Caps, uh, Manhattan just Caps chilling. Looks uh, real hustled and bustled. Film one part, and this is early in the morning, so I just want to point out something. Oh, there we go. Oh, I, I got a little ahead of myself. I will say, they'll do this where they'll film like early morning shit when no one's there yet, and then act like, oh, it's sunset. This is all that showed up, and then it's like thousands of people. Ah, the filth in its natural habitat. Make sure you officers remember which one's your taser and which one's your gun. That causes issues sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> plus source equals reptile. You know there's feds on both sides of this aisle right now chanting. You know that, right? Like, I always assume when I see, like, the real wild shit, like, Soros plus demon equals lizard, and I see shit like that, or I see people on the other side where it's like, Trump's a pedophile! I'm like, you both are gotta be feds, right? Like, you both are so retarded and backwards. You guys have to be feds. Like, I get George Soros is a piece of shit, and I get a lot of Trump's friends turn out to be pedophiles. I get where both of you are coming from, but so extreme on both sides. Like, Blue and On and Q and On do exist, but my God, my goodness. I got blocked by a lot of people for asking him, like, well, what's he guilty of? And you send the Daily Ma or the CNBC article where she says no payments happen. It's like, ah! I will say, like, there's no facts on any of their signs, right? It's all little, little quips, but the other ones have, like, na like facts and shit on them. You know, like, the one sign said, Google it, George Soros funds, so on and so forth. And if you look at what George Soros funds, you start seeing why just, where his money goes is a bit of a problem. And the other side is just like, lock them up! They're all, like, the, like the one side has these homemade signs, like, they made and traveled. The other one's, like, all these printed, they all have the same signs. So one's, I was saying, one side is very clear, clearly organized and well-funded, and the other side is clearly ragtag. But there's more on the ragtag side than the well-funded, organized side of it. It's just an interesting observation I'm making, and I just kind of want to know why. So... Same thing, like, when all those illegal immigrants showed up the day of Biden's inauguration, they had shirts that say, Biden, please let us in. It was thousands of migrants, and they all had the same shirt, and you know the coyotes didn't pay for those fucking shirts. So it's like, who funded that? Who printed all those? Who got those out? And why is it that, like, on the right, they have, like, all these different signs they made at home or paid to have made or printed or made themselves, but on the left, they have these identical same signs. I see these at different political rallies and events. Sure, maybe they had to lock him up from a previous incident or something. It's just an observation I may be thinking too hard about. Meanwhile, Trump supporters gathered outside Mar-a-Lago Club in Palm Beach, Florida, on Tuesday, waving flags and signs in support of the former president and, uh, his, thir and his third bid for the White House. NYPD is the largest police department in the country with roughly 36,000 current officers and 19,000 civilian employees. Then why is crime so fucking high in your little-ass area? Well, New York's little. New York's little, dog. Like, I'm from Detroit. Detroit's way bigger. Well, I'm not from Detroit, but I live close to Detroit. If you're from Michigan, you're from one of two cities, Ann Arbor or Ipsy, or maybe Grand Rapids, but no one knows the city I'm from. Like, I go outside, if I go, like, a state away from here, no one knows where the fuck I'm from. They're like, is that by Detroit? Is that by Ann Arbor? Sort of, yeah. I'm, yeah. If you look on the map, it's in the miles, so I guess. Uh, it's like that. But my question is, New York is small compared to so many bigger cities with smaller police to force, 
smaller to police departments and far less crime. So you have a smaller city and more police. Why are the crime rates so fucking high? It's almost like, uh, I don't know, WEF and Soros money has done nothing good for New York. Or New York's always been a piece of shit since the days of Tammany. You pick. Uh, this week's memo suggested that all 36,000 officers are expected to be in uniform and on standby for deployment on Tuesday. A lot of good that did. Many lawmakers and politicians on both sides of the aisle uh, have said no one wants a repeat of January 6th. Well, no one does. So let's keep the feds out of here. With Republicans claiming they don't expect the demonstrations to turn violent, but warned instead of a political circus surrounding any potential indictment. Quite possibly, but politics is currently a circus. On Monday afternoon, the NYPD met with the U.S. Secret Service and the Chief of Public Safety for state court officers with a decision to ramp up security around the courthouse starting Tuesday morning, a law enforcement official told DailyMail.com. However... The source said the indictment is not expected until Wednesday at the earliest, and that Trump likely wouldn't come to New York this week. I was, you know, I'm, again, I was, I, I figured at least you'd get like a mugshot. Didn't think you'd get to see him actually getting perp walked or anything. I still don't think you'd see him perp walked. And if he does get perp walked, he's probably not going to be in handcuffs. He's probably just going to be walking free-handed and escorted into the car and driven off. Like, what are they going to do? Put him in, in a jail cell with all of his Secret Service? You can't separate the president or the former president from the secret service that's just not going to happen so what you're gonna put them all in a cell together are you gonna build like a special trump suite i'm just i want to know the logistics because there's no way logistically speaking where this works out is it just interesting i'm starting to lean towards you're never going to see him actually get arrested or do the perp walk or get mugshotted but you might still i mean you might I, I'm leaning towards more and more by the day that's not going to happen. Two days in, I guess. Uh, quote, they had their meeting to discuss a whole bunch of stuff about putting extra light <laughs> lighting out there. How they're going to put up more bar uh, barriers out there and send their special response teams in, the officials said. The NYPD is going to do what they do when the United Nations comes into town. With stepped up security, they added, but... They don't think it's going to happen. Uh, it's going to happen this week. You remember when uh, Chuck Schumer said if Trump ever comes back to uh, New York, he'd be whacked. Yeah. Well, let's see. He gets back to New York. Chuck Schumer's there, like the fucking dad in the airport, waiting for that guy to get walked by. You know what I'm talking about? You know, the down the pavement with the white hat. The dude who saw his daughter walk by, he just turns around. Pop. That's what Chuck Schumer's gonna be doing, just hiding out there, like just like fucking Michelangelo and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies from the early '90s, trench coat and fucking fedora and everything. The indictment may happen, but they don't think Trump comes this week. I'm told there is an additional witness who is going to testify on Wednesday, so if there's an indictment, it's going to, it's not going to happen until Wednesday or Thursday, so they think he probably comes next week. Trump's lawyer said the former president continues to deny the substan uh, substance of the allegations a sexual, uh, of a sexual relationship with Stormy Daniels. She does, too calling the 130000 hush money a nuisance payment that wealthier famous people sometimes use to make distraction, uh, distracting situations disappear. Not likely that's what it is. Numerous judges have called it that. It's been laughed out of the courts dozens of times. All 36,000 NYPD officers were put on notice to be in uniform for deployment. We read that. Some more video. It's just people waving. Any interviews? Okay, cool. I get annoyed when they go to events like this and they never interview people because 
Anytime I'm on the ground, I always interview people. Left or right. It's to support the president day. Is there any other it news? It is Don Day today, news? too. Part of the reason it's a special day? Or? Wait, what will what will your reaction be if the president gets arrested? You'll laugh. You'll laugh. Yeah, agreed. And do you think the protests will get stronger and more people come out if he gets arrested? We already have a lot of people coming. Can't say who's how many people are showing up, but they'll be here regardless. And do you think um, do you think the president is here, or do you think he's in New York? Have what's your feeling? Well, the only thing. He heard he's in New York. So, and the, so you don't think there's any grounds for him getting arrested? No. What if you saw him in handcuffs? Homie, the blues are fed. Or you saw him being Kidding. taken out. Maybe what would not. your reaction be? I will say, though, if you ever had, like, a small protest, <clears throat> and there is, like, some dude there, and he claims to be independent press, and he has, like, that many thousands of dollars worth of camera equipment, he's likely a fed. Especially if you see him and he's like, like just zooming in, like taking pictures, and they see like taking pictures of people's faces. Dude, it's easy to spot feds in crowds. They have haircuts that make them stand out. They have postures that make them stand out. They have an authoritative way they talk and make them stand out. And their equipment. And if you know anything about guns, you recognize like standard issues and shit. You know, like like feds are fucking retarded. If you know what to look for, they're really easy. It's almost like they fucking glow or something. You can run them over. Completely legal. They glow in the dark, they're not human. She got that mom shuffle. Any more interviews? Trust because Yeshua Hamashiach sets us free because the truth sets us free. We represent the United States of America and the freedoms of America. None of these signs are uniform. What made you come out? Everyone's so dressed early differently. Look at the crowd. Do you come out for all for all the Trump rallies? Or? I've been to seventy. I've traveled the country. Seventy? God damn! I've been to five. I've been to five Trump rallies, and I've been to, like, four Biden rallies, and I went to one uh, one Jill Stein rally in, like, 2015. That shit was whacked, dog. It was just, like, an indoor hash bash, and everyone in there was a communist who didn't want to share their weed. It was like, what the fuck? How are you going to be a communist and not distribute that shit equally amongst us, homie? Um, he's pressing space for play. Yeah, that's a little fanatical, but all right. I mean, I get it, I guess. See, I will say something about Trump rallies and Trump gatherings. They're fun. Gatherings on the left just are not that fun, like at all. Like, I think drag can be fun. It's humorous to watch as long as there aren't kids there. Then I don't care about it. Like. I mean, it's not my fucking crowd. I've been to drag shows, and so then I'm like, oh, well, at least the alcohol is cheap. But that's a side effect of living in the blue area that I live in. You end up at a fucking pride festival going down the, going for a fucking walk down the sidewalk. But, but, as long as there aren't kids, I really don't give a fuck. It's like my only issue with any of the pride shit. Plus, I'm like, you know, a little, uh, a little on the religious side, and I recognize, you know, what pride is. Trump declared. 
he is the victim of a Stormy Daniel, Stormy Horseface Daniels extortion plot. She agrees, saying he's been targeted by a series of horrible radical left Democrats investigations. Daniels is also feeling the effect of Trump's possible looming arrest. As her attorney, Clark Brewster, told TMZ that her client, uh, her client received vitriolic messages on social media. Oh, please. You receive vitriolic messages doing anything on social media. Half my comments are, like, shitting on me. And is, ta- is taking extra security precautions. He did not share specifics out of fear of tipping off someone who might want to cause her harm. You can just suck him right into that gash of her. I mean, it's wide enough. It's like Kirby down there. Some public comments online include those calling the porn star a worthless whore. Is she wrong? And <laughs> then a gra- <laughs> degenerate prostitute. Again, are they wrong? Who they claim should be in prison for extortion. And she's admitted it herself that she's an extortionist. She's also admitted to never having the affair and this is all a big money thing. So it's like, she agrees. And again... Just because you fucking is on camera doesn't mean you're not a prostitute. You were still paid to fuck. You're a prostitute. And now you're old, washed up, and no one wants to pay to fuck you, so you're a worthless whore. I mean, the facts of the case state that you are everything these people claim you are. I mean, look at Belle Delphine. No one wants any slice of that. And about, like, five years ago, everybody wanted a piece. But we've all seen it. We all know what it looks like now. We don't fucking care. We've all seen that what the fucking clip of her in the trees in the forest with Bella Delphine. We don't give a fuck. We've been... We've seen it. There's no... There's no illustrious illusion to it anymore. That's what these, these dopey bitches don't seem to get. The more people who see you, the less we want to see you. You know, her Instagram's private, but her privates are public. You know what I mean? That kind of situation. We don't want any part of that. Pussies and dicks lose value the more people see them. And there's a certain element of mystery. That's why when you're dating somebody and you and, you, and then you start getting their nudes or they start sending you pics or sending them pics, it feels different than when you're looking on your phone or getting sent a message by some fucking rando you, you don't even know. You just start talking on some app. You know what I mean? The feelings are different. Why? Because you want to see that. That's someone who is just yours. And it goes both ways. I don't need to get into this conversation. Who am I? Jordan P. Tate? Even as New York investigation pushes uh, towards conclusion, Trump faces grand jury in Atlanta and a federal probe in Washington that, taken together, pose a significant legal risk for the former president. Yawn. Heard it before. We'll see what happens when it happens. But at this point, two impeachments. He's going to go to prison this time. Nope, this time. Nope, this time. Nope, this time. Nope, he won't be able to run this time. Oh, he found documents. He won't be able to run for president. He's still running for president. It's like, when? You, you, you sure these two bet you pose him a risk? At this point, I will believe it when I actually see him in prison, and I'll need to see the video of him dropping the soap in the shower and begging for his mom to come save him for me to actually believe it happened. Especially with all the fucking tards who are bleeding all these fucking deep fake videos of Trump getting arrested. Again, bless, bless. I'm going to use these as my thumbnails for these videos for a minute. Bless, they're funny as fuck. I like the one where Trump's a cop yelling at Melania, and people were posing around like, what the fuck is this? And then you just look at the comments, people are like, Trump, Trump is the master imposter. He has disguised himself. People putting, uh, I commented that picture with uh, the dude from uh, Master Disguise just as a turtle, saying Trump is, Trump is pig enough for the pig club. During the, 
During the conservative political action conference, Trump insisted that he will remain in the 24 presidential race, even if he faces criminal charges in the ongoing investigation into his handling of White House documents that and alleged 2020 election tampering. Yeah, again, find it. When he's removed from the race and out of office and alleged and, and can no longer run for office, I will get on this podcast and I will absolutely congratulate you guys for winning. But until then, this is just another example of you guys going, fucking orange man, two weeks in prison. And none of you seem to realize that you're as obnoxious as those QAnon cunts. The only difference between you and QAnon is what you're saying two more weeks for. QAnon's like, two more weeks and you'll be in prison again. And you guys are like, two more weeks and you'll be in prison, man. Like, you guys are the same assholes. The same level of just fucking obsession with him. The only reason Trump's been the last, like, five uploads on this channel is just because he's the news right now. And even then, I'm fucking up because I gotta be covering these bank failures. I just have so limited time right now. Ah, oh, these goofy people. Is that Eugene from The Walking Dead? Anyway, uh, some demonstrators in New York on Tuesday repeat claims from Trump and his high-profile Republican defenders claiming that the DA Alvin Briggs is doing the work of liberal mega-donor George Soros. Mm-hmm. And I will say, when you have people like SVB, or not SVP, but... um, Oh, what the hell? Is it called... Uh, so, um, is it SVB? No, it's not... It's not um, God, I can't think of it. Sam Bankman Freed. When he got taken down, Democrats lost a ton of money, so you're seeing them extra push of desperation. Trump support uh Trump supporters yell at surrounding media based. Okay. Is that it for the news? Are these just pictures now? Yeah? Okay. Dailymail.com exclusive report that the ex is this a different article? Um Ex-president's money payments to Stormy Daniels were meant to keep news from reaching his wife and former first lady, Melania Trump. Uh, quote, Trump was besides himself that Melania would find out the details of his indiscretion. An indiscretion with a porn star, no less. A source close to the former president said he knows what the consequences could be, and he would do whatever he could to keep a lid on it. A politician dicked somebody. That's not secret. That's not secret at all. Like, like what's, what's the... Oh, politician cheats on his wife. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, has anyone never heard that before? JFK, anyone? Anyone? Fucking even Reagan? Anyone? No? This is all news to you? Bill Clinton? Anyone? Bill Clinton was a significantly more severe scandal considering he was in office at the time. And he also, while he was president, paid off other women to not press rape allegations against him while he was in office. Trump wasn't in office in 2006 when all this supposedly started. I'm just saying, the Clinton situation's way worse. But okay. But you know what? You know what? We'll we'll get through this. We're, and then I'm going to get to the last article and wrap this one up. Uh, and after this, we're going to go into the article about how, uh, yeah, it never fucking happened. Inside the culture club. Sorry. Trump was besides himself for that. After the Wall Street Journal piece came out, just one year into Trump's presidency, a uh, celebrity magazine then published a cringeworthy 2011 interview with Daniels where she talked about the 2006 se uh, sexual encounter with the future president in a hotel room at a casino in Lake Tahoe, Nevada, following a celebrity charity golf tournament. Yeah, but she's said the same thing about multiple celebrities, too. It's just this is the only one that became president. The magazine held on to the interview for seven years before publishing it. Quote, it was upsetting and humiliating. Her relationship with President Trump uh, became strained, a source told DailyMail.com, after news of the payment broke. All right, well, let's hop over here. 
What's this from CNBC and published through the uh, Associated Press as well? Amid publicity tour, porn star Stormy Daniels denies having an affair with Trump. What? What? You mean all this is a big fucking nothing burger? Like we've been saying from the start? What? I just like doing that. Published January 31st, 2018. Yeah, this is old news. Like I said, she's been debunked multiple times. Somebody asked on the Rumble upload, what do you mean this has been been debunked? Where has it been debunked? The bitch debunked it herself. Also, a shout out to Red Pill uh, uh, MAGA woman on Rumble. Always in the comments saying some base shit. Shout out to you. Adult film star Stormy Daniels said in a statement Tuesday, the alleged affair with Donald Trump never occurred. Keith Davidson, a lawyer for Daniels, whose real name is Stephanie Clifford. Oh, that's a familiar name. Confirmed the statement was authentic, but didn't offer any further details. Huh. Uh-oh. 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 Let's get into this article and have some fun. Adult film star. Stormy Daniels, in the midst of our publicly our, her publicity tour fueled by past allegations of a twenty of a twenty oh six sexual relationship two thousand six I say twenty oh six wow relationship with then married Donald Trump said in a statement on Tuesday the alleged affair never occurred. Keith Davison, a lawyer for Daniels whose real name is Stephanie Clifford, confirmed the statement was authentic but didn't offer any further details. So my client shot our case in the foot. I don't want to say anything further. The statement came at a curious time for Clifford, who appears after the president's State of the Union address on ABC's Jimmy Kimmel Live in recent weeks. She said has changed her production companies. What? In recent weeks, she has changed production companies. Given a television interview and promoted strip club appearance with a risque play on Trump's Make America Great Again campaign slogan. What was it? Can I get on a hat? Make America fuck again. That's that popul- That's that repopulation message I want to get out there. Make America fuck again. Michael Cohen just got out of prison for everything Trump's been accused of when it comes to paying off people. That's what Michael Cohen just went to prison for and got out a little bit ago for. Trump's personal lawyer has denied there was any affair. Oh, I remember 2018. Times change. On Kimmel's show, Clifford ducked the most of his questions about the alleged affairs by either remaining silent or cracking jokes. She addressed vaguely the legitimacy of the new statement. Kimmel began by displaying a copy and comparing her signature onto it and other examples. They didn't match, he said, asking if they had signed it. Quote, I don't know, did I? She said. That doesn't look like my signature, does it? The ABC ABC host asked if it was an admission that the statement was written and released without her approval, which drew a smile and coy look and a giggle from Clifford. Daffy cunt. The rest of the interview went on the same vein. As Clifford skirted whether she had signed a non-disclosure agreement if... (laughs) If an In Touch magazine interview was accurate. Not as it is written, she replied. I, I get this one, though. It's kind of like when I'm doing an interview with somebody, and they're like, I don't want this part recorded. I'm like, oh, I got you. I turn the camera off, and we continue the interview, but my tape recorder is going to my breast pocket. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll stop recording. Video-wise, at least. Bitch. And then it's like, you, you don't think I, I'm going to keep the clip of you asking me to turn off the camera? Like, come on. 
That's what always adds validity to the fucking tit pocket recording is when they're like, oh, I don't know the breast pocket. How do I know that that's, that, that audio with no video is real? I'm like, well, you, they literally have me turn off the camera. Shout out to Brian Brazi of the Convoy. Ah, or Convoy. Anyway, as an In Touch magazine interview was accurate, quote, not as it is written, she replied, if the magazine's full transcript of her comments was accurate. When Kimmel started to read details of her alleged encounters with Trump, Clifford interrupted, quote, I thought this was a talk show, not a horror movie, because this whole... <laughs> because this is a whole different play scale, pay scale. Clifford's al- Stop talking about the case! People might notice holes in it! Clifford's allegations first made it in 2011, and then again a month before the election went mostly unnoticed until Wall Street Journal reported, oh yeah, reported earlier earlier this month that Cohen uh, brokered a 130,000 payment to Clifford. Gee, I wonder where that 130,000. Will that come up later? Will that come up later? Hmm. Uh, to keep her from publicly discussing it. Oh, Michael Cohen? brokered the deal it's almost like that's right like i said earlier michael cohen's the one without any acknowledgement or or permission from trump gave daniels the money to fuck off oh no your case your narrative pick it up go ahead grab the gorilla glue put it back together bitch a week after the report, but here's the thing, you know, this is from 2018, so that's, like, out of our minds. We just forget this happened. We, we act like this never fucking happened. And it's like, well, where did the money come from? Nigga, the Associated Press even said Michael Cohen paid it to her. In previous articles and different episodes I've read, he said, I gave it to her, and I had no idea. It just made the payment go. It just made her go away. Even though she said, I never had an affair with Donald Trump. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And Michael Cohen has come out saying Trump totally paid her off. But his story changed while he was locked up. I wonder what happened. Could that have anything to do with his premature release? Was there some backdoor negotiation policy for uh, for what he was going to say? I, I'm just speculating here. So this thing was flimsy from the fucking begin. And now that Trump wasn't arrested yesterday, I'm just like, all right, so this is definitely all bullshit and they don't have, they're not going to actually leap or act upon it? Oh, nice. Nice. So I really don't need to give a fuck. They're not taking it seriously, so why should I? A week after the report, In Touch Magazine printed a $5,000 word interview. I don't know why I said dollar. 5000 word interview. It conducted with Clifford in, 20, in uh, 2011, but never published after Cohen threatened the tabloid with a lawsuit the Associated Press has previously reported. In an interview, Clifford described a single sexual encounter with Trump in 2006 when he was recently married to his third wife, Melania. Again, Trump cheated on his first wife with his second wife, married her, and then cheated on his second wife with his current wife, and then left her and married his current wife. Again, this is a pattern of behavior, so it's not like out there to believe Trump's cheating on her. I'm just acting like, bro, do, do we really care? Does it matter that much? Every one of these politicians, just as many politicians on the left that are revered in the same way Trump is, well, I don't know if there are any left revered that way. They all cheat on their wife. Fucking Joe Biden was cheating on his first wife with Jill Biden when she was 15, bro. Joe Biden was dicking a minor while he was married to his dying wife. Homie, I'm just saying, like, are we really going to sit here and pretend like, and that's another thing, like, I don't give a fuck about this George Santos shit because everything George Santos is, is accused of 
Biden did it as well, so why am I supposed to take it seriously if they won't take it seriously on their own side? I refuse to. You play the game, I'll play right with you. It's just not that big of a fucking deal. And again, Clinton paid women to be silent while he was currently the president. Like, I don't... I fail to comprehend your gripe, I guess. Anyway, as well as subsequent year-long relationship with reality TV star, the magazine said it collab... It, uh, corroborated her story, uh, her account, with friends, and that she passed a lie detector test. Anyone can pass a lie detector test. Her whole video is on how to pass a lie detector test. There's a reason why more and more places aren't doing lie detector tests. In her statement Tuesday, Clifford said she wasn't denying the affair because she was paid hush money, but rather, quote, because it never happened. Weird. Huh. Huh. Neither... Neither Cohen or Clifford have addressed whether she was paid the 130000 and if so, why? You mean Cohen, the lawyer for Trump, without Trump's permission, who gave her the money, refuses to explain why he gave her the money or where the money came from? It almost sounds like he'd have to admit that he stole it from his client, who at the time was Trump. Uh-oh, uh-oh. It's not a good, not, not, not a good one. A publicist didn't respond to question about the statement Tuesday. Kimmel's show opened with him and Clifford seated in armchairs and watching Trump's State of the Union address. Quote, enough of this, Stormy. Show me on the puppet what he did to you, Kimmel said to her, holding up a doll dressed in a shirt and briefs with a mop of Trump-like hair. Clifford produced a blonde female doll with duct tape across, <laughs> across its mouth and gave a small nod, and she uh, gave a small nod as she looked at the camera. Yeah, right after she said it doesn't happen, Kimmel's immediately like, "So it happened." It's like when uh, remember when Bernie Sanders was debating Elizabeth Warren, and they were like, oh, "Bernie Sanders, did you say to uh, Senator Warren that a woman can never be president?" He goes, "No, I did not." And my record shows that I believe a woman has all the power to become a become a president. And then he turned to Elizabeth Warren, "Miss Warren, how did you feel when Bernie Sanders told you a woman could never be president?" It's the same vibe. Stormy Daniels says this affair never happened. Her own attorney, who was operating under a dis- an alias at the time, Clifford, even said, yeah, it never fucking happened. The only person refusing to say anything further is Cohen, the attorney who was locked up for it, and Michael Avenatti, who is currently still locked up for it. It just seems like this case is fucking DOA, bro. But that being said, I have another episode to try and get out. So I'll be back to you as soon as possible. Until next time, this is Inside Four Walls. I'm Rich James Madison. And if you think I got anything wrong or missed any details, please leave a link to your source in the the comments below. I appreciate all updated information. And I'll catch you all later. Peace. Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> it had to be somewhere. Uh, he's sharing his thoughts on a possible Trump arrest. What's he got to say? Exactly what Charlie said, that this helps Donald Trump. 
Uh, this is what he tweeted. If this happens, if Trump is arrested, Trump will be reelected in a landslide victory. There you have it. Meaning the public is going to see this as politically motivated. I just want to point out that Musk did reinstate Trump on Twitter. I forgot about this. It was in November. Trump yeah. hasn't used Twitter yet, but he's still doing Truth Social, but he could use Twitter if he, he wanted could. to. All right. Now this. Oh, Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> it had to be somewhere. Uh, he's sharing his thoughts on a possible Trump arrest. What's he got to say? Exactly what Charlie said, that this helps Donald Trump. Uh, this is what he tweeted. If this happens, if Trump is arrested, Trump will be reelected in a landslide victory. There you have it. Meaning the public is going to see this as politically motivated. I just want to point out that Musk did reinstate Trump on Twitter. I forgot about this. It was in November. Trump yeah. hasn't used Twitter yet, but... He's still doing you know. Truth Social, but he could use so Adam Sandler just won the prestigious Mark Twain Award. This is the one that Jon Stewart's gotten in the past, Dave Chappelle, people like that, luminaries of the comedy world. But Chris Rock stole the show in terms of the ceremony. So he starts sort of going into Donald Trump. He said... Which is a viewpoint of a lot of people that well, but he wasn't them. he wasn't embracing Trump. He was just saying he thinks this is the reality. Yeah, exactly. He says the reality is if we try to arrest this guy, we're gonna make it worse. He also goes in on Paul Pelosi. So he's Nancy's. He didn't go in on Paul. Well, a little bit. So Nancy and Paul are in the crowd, and he's saying Paul Pelosi only got to know how I felt. Because <laughs> he's talking about getting slapped on stage, and he points at Paul Pelosi, and he's like, he's the only other one in the crowd who knows what it's like to be assaulted. Did they show his reaction? It'd be interesting to see if they laugh. Oh, Nancy's like, keep my husband's name out of your mouth. I'm a liberal pussy. Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. Your name is James Madison. And two more weeks, Blue and on. Two more weeks. It's uh, it's Wednesday, 7.25 a.m. is the time recording. Wednesday, the 22nd of 2023. And, uh... Where's my, uh, where's Orange Boy in handcuffs? What happened? What happened? What happened? Now, when I was reading it, I was going off the report yesterday, and I will fully admit, I actually expected them to, like I said, I don't think he'd be perp-walked. I figured he'd be fingerprinted and maybe have his mugshots taken, and all in all, he'd be out of the, out of this whole situation within maybe a day. But he didn't even get arrested yesterday, and I was on Twitter for the better part of yesterday while donating my plasma. Just fucking with people on Twitter, getting blocked, enjoying people, trying to figure out what happened. And then those deep fakes, those are not deep fakes, but AI generated pictures that are being passed around. Oh my god. There was one where Trump, we'll, we'll look at these later. Uh, one where Trump's being tackled, and he's got like seven legs, and people were passing that around like it was genuine. It was really fun. I will admit, I, I think I grilled somebody who knew, posted it as bait, knowing that people would call him out for it being fake. So, fucking hats off to you, mate. You got me. That being said. It's uh, over here at Daily Mail. Exclusive. Trump will not be arraigned this week. What? Huh? But all the big duh, but the big duh, the duh, the the hubbub, the hubbub, bub. What happened? Former president is expected to be indicted tomorrow, and secret service tomorrow being today, by the way. And uh, yeah, I'll fucking see it and believe it when it happens at this point. See, they impeached the guy twice. The first time they impeached him, I was like, it won't happen. And then they impeached him, but he didn't leave office. And the second time they impeached him, I was like. This is retarded. This impeachment can't go forward. He's out of office. And then the impeachment went forward even though Trump went out of office. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So I was like, you know what? This is fully within the wheelhouse of them to do. And I hope they fucking do arrest him. Because it will only make him more popular. 
And like I said before, man, I'm a fan of the old school Joe Rogan setup. Like the fucking mugshots, I'd have a different array of colorful characters, but that would absolutely, I would absolutely put the Trump mugshots up in there. And I said he should just fucking grin, just a big ass smile in his mugshot. So that all the left will have to show for this is a shit-eating Cheshire cat grin from Trump on a mugshot. I thought that'd be hilarious, but I don't think it's going to happen anymore. Secret Service will make plans for his surrender. Oh, is he gonna? Is he gonna fight the Secret Service in the in, in the police car this time too? Ba-ba-ba! Fucking Mission Impossible up in here. His surrender and appearance in New York court next week. Next week. Wait, next week? But what about yesterday? And what about today? Next week? Huh? My man. The headline alone. A source familiar with the proceedings, a anonymous unnamed source, boys, a source familiar with the proceedings, exclusively told Daily Mail, oh boy, on Tuesday, quote, there will be no arraignment this week, meaning no orange man perp walk this week. Cry, cry harder. I have my tumbler right here. Please cry into it. I need my sodium. All 36,000 NYPD officers are in uniform and on notice for deployment after Trump called for his supporters to protest his immediate indictment. And again, uh, I love when people are panicking and throwing a fit. He's like, how can Trump tell people to go protest? Wow, Trump telling people to go engage in their constitutional right to peacefully assemble. Wild, wild, wild. Imagine if he started bailing out people for rioting. And then they'd be like, Trump's bailing out violent rioters. He should, actually. You know what? Fuck it. Trump should bail out some Antifa rioters and just see what the media does. Just bail, like, one or two of them. Like, find the most dyed-haired, retarded one with, like, an infected septum piercing and bail his ass out. Or her ass. Or they them asses out. And then just see what the media does. Well, they'd be like, Trump pardons violent rioters. Throw in their fucking little, little pawns under the bus to bash Trump, or will they be like, Trump finally pardons uh, peaceful protesters. I, I'd be curious to see how it goes, because when Trump, you know, did that tyrant shit, like, continued the war in Yemen, and also, you know, everyone likes to talk about how Obama killed uh, Amir al-Awlaki. No one ever talks about Trump killing his fucking sister in Yemen, like, five years later. Never comes up. But, uh, yeah, Trump killed her sister, an American citizen, or his sister, an American citizen, in Yemen, after he continued the unjustified genocide in Yemen. America could pull out of that bitch at any minute. That is a war Bush and Obama created. And, Mr., I never started a new war. True, but you certainly didn't end it all. You you ended all but the fucking really bad ones. I don't know. I don't know how the fuck Trump signed on to let the war in Yemen continue and approved Yemen raids. Made no fucking sense to me. But... Hey, what do I know? I'm just part of the problem here. Shout out if you get the reference. Donald Trump will likely be indicted on Wednesday, but won't appear before a judge in New York until next week? Damn, I guess I'll just have to lay up in that lavish fucking resort of his, all comfortable until then. And just lap up the donation and his rising approval rate amongst Republicans since this has all gone down. And we'll get into that later if I have time. I'd be at work at 11. It's 7.30 a.m. right now. So... I overslept. I was supposed to be up like six hours ago for recordings. Ah, quote, There will be no arraignment this week. A source familiar with the proceedings stole Daily Mail exclusively on Tuesday. The former president, Tuesday when he was supposed to be arrested, remember? The former president is currently in Florida. What? I thought he was going to be perp walked to fucking... I thought he was going to perp walk him across the country. <laughs> Just have him Forrest Gump hike that bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm funny than I think I am. 
is expected to be formally charged tomorrow, after which the Manhattan District Attorney's Office will reach out to Trump and his Secret Service to did a Secret Service detail to make arrangements for his surrender, according to the insider. <laughs> oh, I'm sure, buddy. These are the these are the exact people you expect to see. Don't they look exactly like what you'd expect? Some weather underground escapees. And they also look exactly like you would expect to. So nothing new here, though I will say, my man, I will congratulate you on wearing the fucking white pants and giving them immaculate. I never wear white. Because anytime I, I can wear black and dark clothing, and I will not get spot on them. You would not be able to tell I wore that outfit the day before if I wore it the next day. But if I wore a white or a lightly colored or just any kind of like light colored outfit, I am a sloppy cunt. Like I'm just a mess all over the place. So you know what? This guy at least kept his pants straight. So I'll give him that. And those shoes were kind of nice. And was that tread safe? Mm. From one former restaurant worker, I gotta say, man, tread safe is a nice way to go. He will then fly to New York, where he will be arraigned, fingerprinted, and posed for his mugshot. Again, we'll see. I do want the mugshot. As much as I gave people shit on Twitter about the mugshot thing, I do want the mugshot. But I wanted it for entirely different reasons. I think it was just going to look cool as fuck. And with uh, Trump having a, a number one trending song on the billboards right now, album art? I'm just saying. Tupac did it. Bunch of artists do it. Bugsy the Don's doing it. Yeah, <laughs> my boy Bugsy the Don over here. This motherfucker was up there on January 6th. Partook in everything. Smoked a blunt up in that bitch. Came out and then posed for his new album that came out like a year or, uh, yep, about two years ago now. And then he got arrested after the album came out. It's a mint, bro. It's a fucking mint. Love it. Um... God, I got distracted by it. these pictures. Go really hard. Anyway, Trump should fucking do that. Bugsy the Don made the Capitol uh, riot. His fucking album art. Trump should make his mugshot his album art. I'm just saying, it goes hand in hand. Meanwhile, it's all hands on deck for New York Police Department and Metro Police Departments, as all officers on Tuesday are expected to be in uniform and ready for anything in the wake of a potential indictment. Potential officials in New York, and by the way. They're not going to, like, ink Trump's fingers. They're probably going to do, like, a digital fingerprint, and he'll be in and out of the court in, like, an hour. This is really going to be a big-ass fucking what-you-would-do-about-nothing burger. And then we have an article here where Stormy Daniels says she never got bribed. She says she never got paid off, and she never had that affair. So stay tuned. That article comes up after this article. So there's nothing here. This is eight CNBC through the Associate Press. Two left, left, left outlets that hate Trump. Writing the interview where Stormy Daniels goes, yeah, it's all fake. I cooked it with my attorney. You know, Avenatti, the one in prison for defrauding? Ooh. This is a great day. I love this. I've loved this salt on Twitter so much. Let's see. Uh, all hands on deck are preparing for a possible demonstration following former president's plea to his supporters to protest, protest, protest in response to a potential indictment handed down by Manhattan District Attorney Soros-backed Alvin Bragg, who ran... By the way, this guy ran on indicting Trump. This guy ran on the platform of he'd lock up Trump. So for the same reasons that Bill Cosby got released, this isn't going to hold up. Remember how Bill Cosby got released because of... Uh, uh, fucking unjust prosecution. Or, yeah, Bill Cosby got released because of unjust prosecution. It's because in the campaign ads for the guy that prosecuted him, the DA, all of his ads said, I'm going to get Bill Cosby behind bars. And they were like, yeah, the show's intent to target. And it was like, oh, fuck. Yep, not released. So, again, I mean, it's just not going to go well. This, I, I, again, correct me in the comments if you think I'm wrong. 
Ah. In response to a potential indictment handed down by Manhattan District Court, Alvin Braggs over hush money payments made to Stormstar Porn Star Stormy Daniels. Stormstar Daniels. Trump, 76. What a great age for the next president of the United States. It's not. It's too old, but 76, 77. Fuck you. Trump, 76, said last week that he expected to be arrested on Tuesday. But a law enforcement official told Daily Mail that an indictment would likely happen on Wednesday at the earliest. And NYPD internal memo obtained by CNN shows that all officers are to be in uniform and prepared for deployment on Tuesday. Meanwhile, Daniels is also beefing up her security after her attorney said she received uh, concerning messages, including some threatening her life. Oh, yeah, we have some stuff to get into about this. Um, Law enforcement officials tell CNN there are currently no credible threats in New York, even though Tuesday is a high alert. Yeah, someone called in a bomb threat. Uh, again, we'll get into that. Washington Metro Police are also preparing for protests. Okay. But the U.S. Capitol Police, quote, is not currently tracking any direct or credible threats to the U.S. Capitol. Prepare a false flag, boys. All these police are saying, oh, yeah, we're out here, we're in full uniform, we're ready for war. There's no reason for us to be out here. We haven't really seen anything that we think's actually a threat. But we're out here in uniform. Yeah. This feels very much like when I was reading articles leading up to the January 6th thing. And you were reading all these things about, like, how, oh, they're lowering security around the Capitol building. But beefing up the armor on cops, but also telling cops not to carry their firearms. It's like, what? I'm sorry, what? There's a lot of weird shit going on here, homie. What do you mean? Why? Explain. And then you see what happens, and you're like, eh. Had to let the PSYOP happen. Got it. Another day, another PSYOP. I'm just saying, like, uh, all these cops are preparing and saying, oh yeah, there's no actual threat, but we're ready. Okay, I mean, it's better to be ready and not have to be than need to be and not be, so... But, uh, yeah, no credible threats, but you're all ready for it, huh? A Department of Intelligence ass- assessment obtained by CNN Notes. So I will say the counter to this is they weren't prepared at all for January 6th. But that was by design. Got some footage here. Police standing around D.C. I assume this is D.C., right? Oh, no, that's New York. It's uh, Manhattan, just cops chilling. Looks uh, real hustled and bustled. film one part and this is early in the morning so I just want to point out something oh, there we go oh I, I got a little ahead of myself I'll say they'll do this where they'll film like early morning shit when no one's there yet and then act like oh it's sunset this is all that showed up and then it's like thousands of people ah the filth in its natural habitat make sure your officers remember which one's your taser and which one's your gun that causes issues sometimes <laughs> <laughs> plus source equals reptile. You know there's feds on both sides of this aisle right now chanting. You know that, right? Like, I always assume when I see, like, the real wild shit, like, Soros plus demon equals lizard, and I see shit like that, or I see people on the other side where it's like, Trump's a pedophile! I'm like, you both are gotta be feds, right? Like, you both are so retarded and backwards. You guys have to be feds. Like, I get George Soros is a piece of shit, and I get a lot of Trump's friends turned out to be pedophiles. I get where both of you are coming from, but so extreme on both sides. Like, Blue and On and QAnon do exist, but my God, my goodness. I got blocked by a lot of people for asking, like, well, what's he guilty of? 
And you send the Daily Ma- or the CNBC article where she says no payments happen. It's like. I will say, like, there's no facts on any of their signs, right? It's all little, little quips, but the other ones have, like, na- like facts and shit on them. You know, like, the one sign said, Google it, George Soros funds, so on and so forth. And if you look at what George Soros funds, you start seeing why just, where his money goes is a bit of a problem. And the other side is just like, lock them up! They're all, like, the, like the one side has these homemade signs, like, they made and traveled. The other one's, like, all these printed, they all have the same signs. So one's, I was saying, one side is very clear, clearly organized and well-funded, and the other side is clearly ragtag. But there's more on the ragtag side than the well-funded, organized side of it. It's just an interesting observation I'm making, and I just kind of want to know why. So... Same thing, like, when all those illegal immigrants showed up the day of Biden's inauguration, they had shirts that say, Biden, please let us in. It was thousands of migrants, and they all had the same shirt, and you know the Coyotes didn't pay for those fucking shirts. So it's like, who funded that? Who printed all those? Who got those out? And why is it that, like, on the right, they have, like, all these different signs they made at home, or paid to have made, or printed, or made themselves, but on the left, they have these identical same signs. I see these at different political rallies and events. Sure, maybe they had to lock him up from a previous incident or something, just an observation I may be thinking too hard about. Meanwhile, Trump supporters gathered outside Mar-a-Lago Club in Palm Beach, Florida, on Tuesday, waving flags and signs in support of the former president and uh, his third and his third bid for the White House. NYPD is the largest police department in the country, with roughly 36,000 current officers and 19,000 civilian employees. Then why is crime so fucking high in your little ass area? Well, New York's little. New York's little, dog. Like I'm from Detroit. Detroit's way bigger. Well, I'm not from Detroit, but I live close to Detroit. If you're from Michigan, you're from one of two cities: Ann Arbor or Ipsy, or maybe Grand Rapids. But no one knows the city I'm from. Like I go outside, if I go like a state away from here, no one knows where the fuck I'm from. They're like, "Is that by Detroit? Is that by Ann Arbor?" Sort of. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. If you look on the map, it's in the miles. So I guess uh, it's like that. But my question is, New York is small compared to so many bigger cities with smaller police defor- smaller police par- departments and far less crime. So you have a smaller city and more police. Why are the crime rates so fucking high? It's almost like, uh, I don't know, WEF and Soros money has done nothing good for New York. Or New York's always been a piece of shit since the days of Tammany. You pick. Uh, this week's memo suggested that all 36,000 officers are expected to be in uniform and on standby for deployment on Tuesday. A lot of good that did. Many lawmakers and politicians on both sides of the aisle uh, have said no one wants a repeat of January 6th. Well, no one does. So let's keep the feds out of here. With Republicans claiming they don't expect the demonstrations to turn violent, but warned instead of a political circus surrounding any potential indictment. Quite possibly, but politics is currently a circus. On Monday afternoon, the NYPD met with U.S. Secret Service and the Chief of Public Safety for state court officers with a decision to ramp up security around the courthouse starting Tuesday morning, a law enforcement official told DailyMail.com. However, the source said the indictment is not expected until Wednesday at the earliest, and that Trump likely wouldn't come to New York this week. I was, you know, again... I was I, I figured at least you'd get like a mugshot. Didn't think you'd get to see him actually getting perp walked or anything. I still don't think you'd see him perp walked. And if he does get perp walked, he's probably not gonna be in handcuffs. He's probably just gonna be walking free handed and escorted into the car and driven off. Like what are they gonna do? Put him in, in a jail cell with all of his secret service? You can't 
separate the president or the former president from the Secret Service. That's just not going to happen. So what, you're going to put them all in a cell together? Are you going to build like a special Trump suite? I'm just, I want to know the logistics of it because there's no way, logistically speaking, where this works out. Is it just interesting? I'm starting to lean towards you're never going to see him actually get arrested or do the perp walk or get mugshotted. But you might still? I mean, you might. I, I'm leaning towards more and more by the day that's not going to happen. Two days in, I guess. Uh, quote, they had their meeting to discuss a whole bunch of stuff about putting extra light, <laughs> lighting out there. How they're going to put up more bar- uh, barriers out there and send their special response teams in, the officials said. The NYPD is going to do what they do when the United Nations comes into town. With stepped-up security, they added, but they don't think it's going to happen. Uh, it's going to happen this week. You yeah, remember when uh, Chuck Schumer said if Trump ever comes back to uh, New York, he'd be whacked. Yeah. Well, let's see. He gets back to New York. Chuck Schumer's there, like the fucking dad in the airport, waiting for that guy to get walked by. You know what I'm talking about? You know, the down the pavement with the white hat. The dude who saw his daughter walk by, he just turns around. Bah! That's what Chuck Schumer's gonna be doing, just hiding out there, like just like fucking Michelangelo and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies from the early '90s, trench coat and fucking fedora and everything. The indictment may happen, but they don't think Trump comes this week. I'm told there is an additional witness who is going to testify on Wednesday, so if there's an indictment, it's going to it's not going to happen until Wednesday or Thursday. So they think he probably comes next week. Trump's lawyer said the former president continues to deny the substance uh, substance of the allegations a sexual uh, of a sexual relationship with Stormy Daniels. She does too. Calling the 130,000 hush money a nuisance payment that wealthier famous people sometimes use to make distraction uh, distracting situations disappear. Not like that. That's what it is. Numerous judges have called it that. It's been laughed out of the courts dozens of times. All 36,000 NYPD officers were put on notice to be in uniform for deployment. We read that. Some more video. Just people waving in the interviews. Okay, cool. I get to know when they go to events like this and they never interview people. Because anytime I'm on the ground, I always interview people. Left or right. Is there any other it is Don Day today, news, too. What will your reaction be if the president gets arrested? We'll laugh. You'll laugh? Yeah, agreed. And do you think the protests will get um, stronger and more people <coughs> come out if he gets arrested? And do you think um, do you think the president is here, or do you think he's in New York? Have you, what's your feeling? Well, the only thing he heard he's in New York. So and the, so you don't think there's any grounds for him getting arrested? No. What if you saw him in handcuffs? Home in the blues of Fed. Sir, you saw him being Kidding. taken out. Maybe what would not. your reaction be? I will say though, if you ever had like a small protest, <clears throat> and there is like some dude there, and he claims to be independent press, and he has like 
that many thousands of dollars worth of camera equipment, he's likely a fed. Especially if you see him and he's like, like just zooming in, like taking pictures, and they see like taking pictures of people's faces. Dude, it's easy to spot feds in crowds. They have haircuts that make them stand out. They have postures that make them stand out. They have an authoritative way they talk to make them stand out. And their equipment. And if you know anything about guns, you recognize like standard issues and shit. You know, like like feds are fucking retarded. If you know what to look for, they're really easy. It's almost like they fucking glow or something. You can run them over. It's completely legal. They glow in the dark, they're not human. She got that mom shuffle. Any more interviews? Because Yusuf Suha Hamashiach sets us free because the truth sets us free. We represent the United States of America and the freedoms of America. None of these signs are uniform. What made you come out? Everyone's so dressed early differently. Earlier. Look at the crowd. Do you come out for all for all the Trump rallies? Or? I've been to seventy. I've traveled the country. Seventy? God damn! I've been to five. I've been to five Trump rallies, and I've been to, like, four Biden rallies, and I went to one uh, one Jill Stein rally in, like, 2015. And that shit was whack, dog. It was just, like, an indoor hash bash, and everyone in there was a communist who didn't want to share their weed. It was like, what the fuck? How are you going to be a communist and not distribute that shit equally amongst us, homie? Um, he's pressing space for play. Oh yeah, that's a little fanatical, but alright. I mean, I get it, I guess. See, I will say something about Trump rallies and Trump gatherings. They're fun. Gatherings on the left just are not that fun. Like, at all. Like, I think drag can be fun. It's humorous to watch. As long as there aren't kids there, then I don't care about it. Like... I mean, it's not my fucking crowd. I've been to drag shows. And so then I'm like, oh, well, at least the alcohol is cheap. But that's a side effect of living in the blue area that I live in. You end up at a fucking pride festival going down the... Going for a fucking walk down the sidewalk. But, but... As long as there aren't kids, I really don't give a fuck. It's like my only issue with any of the pride shit. Plus, I'm like, you know, a little, uh, a little on the religious side and I recognize, you know, what pride is. Trump declared... He is the victim of a Stormy Daniel, Stormy Horseface Daniels extortion plot. She agrees, saying he's been targeted by a series of horrible radical left Democrats investigations. Daniels is also feeling the effect of Trump's possible looming arrest, as her attorney Clark Brewster told TMZ that her client, uh, her client received vitriolic messages on social media. Oh, please. You receive vitriolic messages doing anything on social media. Half my comments are, like, shitting on me. And is, ta- is taking extra security precautions. He did not share specifics out of fear of tipping off someone who might want to cause her harm. You can just suck him right into that gash of her. I mean, it's wide enough. It's like Kirby down there. Some public comments online include those calling the porn star a worthless whore. Is she wrong? And... <laughs> Denigra- <laughs> degenerate prostitute again are they wrong 
who they claim should be in prison for extortion. And she's admitted it herself that she's an extortionist. She's also admitted to never having the affair, and this is all a big money thing. So it's like, she agrees. And again, just because you fucking is on camera doesn't mean you're not a prostitute. You were still paid to fuck your a prostitute, and now you're old, washed up, and no one wants to pay to fuck you, so you're a worthless whore. I mean, the facts of the case state that you are everything these people claim you are. I mean, look at Belle Delphine. No one wants any slice of that, and about, like, five years ago, everybody wanted a piece. But we've all seen it. We all know what it looks like now. We don't fucking care. We've all seen that what the fucking clip of her in the trees and in the forest with Belle Delphine. We don't give a fuck. We've been... We've seen it. There's no, there's no illustrious illusion to it anymore. That's what these these dopey bitches don't seem to get. The more people who see you, the less we want to see you. You know, her Instagram's private, but her privates are public. You know what I mean? That kind of situation. We don't want any part of that. Pussies and dicks lose value the more people see them. And there's a certain element of mystery. That's why when you're dating somebody. And, you, and, you, and then you start getting their nudes, or they start sending you pics, or sending them pics. It feels different than when you're looking on your phone, or getting sent a message by some fucking rando you, you don't even know. You just start talking on some app. You know what I mean? The feelings are different. Why? Because you want to see that. That's someone who is just yours. And it goes both ways. I don't need to get into this conversation. Who am I? Jordan P. Tate? Even as New York investigation pushes uh, towards conclusion, Trump faces grand jury in Atlanta and a federal probe in Washington that, taken together, pose a significant legal risk for the former president. Yawn. Heard it before. We'll see what happens when it happens. But at this point, two impeachments. He's going to go to prison this time. Nope, this time. Nope, this time. Nope, this time. Nope, he won't be able to run this time. Oh, he found documents. He won't be able to run for president. He's still running for president. It's like, when? You, you, you sure these two better pose him a risk? At this point, I will believe it when I actually see him in prison, and I'll need to see the video of him dropping the soap in the shower and begging for his mom to come save him for me to actually believe it happened. Especially with all the fucking tards who are bleeding all these fucking deep fake videos of Trump getting arrested. Again, bless, bless. I'm going to use these as my thumbnails for these videos for a minute. Bless, they're funny as fuck. I like the one where Trump's a cop yelling at Melania, and people were posing around like, what the fuck is this? And then you just look at the comments, people are like, Trump, yeah, Trump is the master imposter. He has disguised himself. People putting, uh, I commented that picture with uh, the dude from uh, Master Disguised as a turtle, saying Trump is, Trump is pig enough for the pig club. During the... <laughs> During the conservative political action conference, Trump insisted that he will remain in the 24 presidential race, even if he faces criminal charges in the ongoing investigation into his handling of White House documents that and alleged 2020 election tampering. Yeah, again, find it. When he's removed from the race and out of office and, alleged and, and can no longer run for office, I will get on this podcast and I will absolutely congratulate you guys for winning. But until then... This is just another example of you guys going, fucking orange man, two weeks in prison. And none of you seem to realize that you're as obnoxious as those QAnon cunts. The only difference between you and QAnon is what you're saying two more weeks for. QAnon's like, two more weeks and you'll be in prison again. And you guys are like, two more weeks and you'll be in prison, man. Like, you guys are the same assholes, the same level of just fucking obsession with him. The only reason Trump's been the last, like, five uploads on this channel is just because he's the news right now. And even then, I'm fucking up because I gotta be covering these bank failures. I just have so limited time right now. Ah, these goofy people. Is that Eugene from The Walking Dead? Anyway, 
Uh, some demonstrators in New York on Tuesday repeat claims from Trump and his high-profile Republican defenders claiming that the DA Alvin Briggs is doing the work of liberal mega-donor George Soros. Mm -hmm. And I will say, when you have people like SVB, or not SVP, but... um. Oh, what the hell? Is it called, uh, so, um, is it SVB? No, it's not, so, um, God, I can't think of it. Sam Bankman Freed, when he got taken down, Democrats lost a ton of money, so you're seeing them extra push of desperation. Trump support, uh, Trump supporters yell at surrounding media based. Okay, is that it for the news? Are these just pictures now? Yeah? Okay. DailyMail.com exclusive report that the ex-president, is this a different article? Um, ex-president's money payments to Stormy Daniels were meant to keep news from reaching his wife and former first lady, Melania Trump. Uh, quote, Trump was besides himself that Melania would find out the details of his indiscretion. An indiscretion with a porn star, no less. A source close to the former president said he knows what the consequences could be and he would do whatever he could to keep a lid on it. A politician dicked somebody. That's not secret. It's not secret at all. Like, like what's, what's the... Oh, politician cheats on his wife. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Has anyone never heard that before? JFK, anyone? Anyone? Fucking even Reagan? Anyone? No? This is all news to you? Bill Clinton? Anyone? Bill Clinton was a significantly more severe scandal considering he was in office at the time. And he also, while he was president, paid off other women to not press rape allegations against him while he was in office. Trump wasn't in office in 2006 when all this supposedly started. I'm just saying, the Clinton situation's way worse, but okay. But you know what? You know what? We'll we'll get through this. We're, and then I'm going to get to the last article and wrap this one up. Uh, and after this, we're going to go into the article about how, uh, yeah, it never fucking happened. Inside the culture Sorry. Trump was beside himself for that after the Wall Street Journal piece came out. Just one year into Trump's presidency, a uh, celebrity magazine then published a cringeworthy 2011 interview with Daniels where she talked about the 2006 se uh, sexual encounter with the future president in a hotel room at a casino in Lake Tahoe, Nevada, following a celebrity charity golf tournament. Yeah, but she said the same thing about multiple celebrities, too. It's just this is the only one that became president. The magazine held on to the interview for seven years before publishing it. Quote, it was upsetting and humiliating. Her relationship with President Trump uh, became strained, a source told DailyMail.com, after news of the payment broke. All right, well, let's hop over here. What's this from CNBC and published through the uh, Associated Press as well? Amid publicity tour, porn star Stormy Daniels denies having an affair with Trump. What? What? You mean all this is a big fucking nothing burger? Like we've been saying from the start? What? I just like doing that. Published January 31st, 2018. Yeah, this is old news. Like I said, she's been debunked multiple times. Somebody asked on the Rumble upload, what do you mean this has been, dunk been debunked? Where has it been debunked? The bitch debunked it herself. Also, a uh, shout out to Red Pill uh, uh, MAGA woman on Rumble. Always in the comments saying some base shit. Shout out to you. Adult film star Stormy Daniels said in a statement Tuesday, the alleged affair with Donald Trump never occurred. Keith Davidson, a lawyer for Daniels, whose real name is Stephanie Clifford. Oh, that's a familiar name. Confirmed the statement was authentic, but didn't offer any further details. Huh. Uh-oh. 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 
Let's get into this article and have some fun. Adult film star Stormy Daniels, in the midst of our publicly uh, her publicity tour fueled by past allegations of a twenty of a twenty oh six sexual relationship two thousand six I say twenty oh six wow relationship with then married Donald Trump said in a statement on Tuesday the alleged affair never occurred Keith Davison. A lawyer for Daniels, whose real name is Stephanie Clifford, confirmed the statement was authentic, but didn't offer any further details. So my client shot our case in the foot. I don't want to say anything further. The statement came at a curious time for Clifford, who appears after the president's State of the Union address on ABC's Jimmy Kimmel Live in recent weeks. She said has changed her production companies. What? In recent weeks, she has changed production companies, given a television interview and promoted strip club appearance with a risque play on Trump's Make America Great Again campaign slogan. What was it? Can I get on a hat? Make America fuck again. That's that that repopulation message I want to get out there. Make America fuck again. Michael Cohen just got out of prison for everything Trump's been accused of when it comes to paying off people. That's what Michael Cohen just went to prison for and got out a little bit ago for. Trump's personal lawyer has denied there was any affair. Oh, I remember 2018. Times change. On Kimmel's show, Clifford ducked the most of his questions about the alleged affairs by either remaining silent or cracking jokes. She addressed vaguely the legitimacy of the new statement. Kimmel began by displaying a copy and comparing her signature onto it and other examples. They didn't match, he said, asking if they had signed it. Quote, I don't know, did I? She said, that doesn't look like my signature, does it? The ABC ABC host asked if it was an admission that the statement was written and released without her approval, which drew a smile and coy look and a giggle from Clifford. Daffy cunt. The rest of the interview went on the same vein. As Clifford skirted weather... She had signed a non-disclosure agreement if <laughs> if an In Touch magazine interview was accurate. Not as it is written, she replied. I, I get this one, though. It's kind of like when I'm doing an interview with somebody, and they're like, I don't want this part recorded. I'm like, oh, I got you. I turn the camera off, and we continue the interview, but my tape recorder is going in my breast pocket. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll stop recording. Video-wise, at least, bitch. And then it's like, you you don't think I, I'm going to keep the clip of you asking me to turn off the camera? Like, come on. That's what always adds validity to the fucking tit pocket recording, is when they're like, oh, I don't know the breast pocket. How do I know that, that's, that, that audio with no video is real? I'm like, well, you, they literally asked me to turn off the camera. Shout out to Brian Brazi of the Convoy. Ah. Or, Convoy. Anyway. As an In Touch Magazine interview was accurate. Quote, not as it is written, she replied, if the magazine's full transcript of her comments was accurate. When Kimmel started to read details of her alleged encounters with Trump, Clifford interrupted, quote, I thought this was a talk show, not a horror movie, because this whole... Because <laughs> this is a whole different play scale, pay scale. Clifford's al- Stop talking about the case! People might notice holes in it! Clifford's allegations first made it in 2011, and then again a month before the election went mostly unnoticed until Wall Street Journal reported, oh yeah, reported earlier earlier this month that Cohen uh, brokered a 130,000 payment to Clifford. Gee, I wonder where that 130,000, will that come up later? Will that come up later? Hmm. 
uh, to keep her from publicly discussing it. Oh, Michael Cohen brokered the deal? It's almost like, that's right. Like I said earlier, Michael Cohen's the one, without any acknowledgement or, or permission from Trump, gave Daniels the money to fuck off. Oh no, your case, your narrative, pick it up. Go ahead, grab the Gorilla Glue, put it back together, bitch. A week after the report, but here's the thing, you know, this is from 2018, so that's like out of our minds. We just forget this happened. We, we act like this never fucking happened. And it's like, well, where did the money come from? Nigga, the Associate Press even said Michael Cohen paid it to her. In previous articles and different episodes I've read, he said, I gave it to her, and Trump had no idea. It just made the payment go. It just made her go away. Even though she said, I never had an affair with Donald Trump. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And Michael Cohen has come out saying Trump totally paid her off. But his story changed while he was locked up. I wonder what happened. Could that have anything to do with his premature release? Was there some backdoor negotiation policy for uh, for what he was going to say? I, I'm just speculating here. So this thing was flimsy from the fucking begin, and now that Trump wasn't arrested yesterday, I'm just like, alright, so this is definitely all bullshit, and they don't have, they're not going to actually leap or act upon it? Oh, nice. Nice. So I really don't need to give a fuck. They're not taking it seriously, so why should I? A week after the report, In Touch Magazine printed a $5,000 a 5,000 word interview. I don't know why I said dollar. 5,000 word interview. It conducted with Clifford in, 20, in uh, 2011, but never published after Cohen threatened the tabloid with a lawsuit the Associated Press has previously reported. In an interview, Clifford described a single sexual encounter with Trump in 2006 when he was recently married to his third wife, Melania. Again, Trump cheated on his first wife with his second wife, married her, and then cheated on his second wife with his current wife, and then left her and married his current wife. Again, this is a pattern of behavior, so it's not like out there to believe Trump's cheating on her. I'm just acting like, bro, do, do we really care? Does it matter that much? Every one of these politicians, just as many politicians on the left that are revered in the same way Trump is, well, I don't know if there are any left revered that way, they all cheat on their wife. Fucking Joe Biden was cheating on his first wife with Jill Biden when she was 15, bro. Joe Biden was dicking a minor while he was married to his dying wife. Homie, I'm just saying, like, are we really going to sit here and pretend like, and that's another thing, like, I don't give a fuck about this George Santos shit because everything George Santos is, is accused of, Biden did it as well, so why am I supposed to take it seriously if they won't take it seriously on their own side? I refuse to. You play the game, I'll play right with you. It's just not that big of a fucking deal. And again, Clinton paid women to be silent while he was currently the president. Like, I don't... I fail to comprehend your gripe, I guess. Anyway, as well as subsequent year-long relationship with reality TV star, the magazine said it collab... it uh, corroborated her story, uh, her account, with friends... And that she passed a lie detector test. Anyone can pass a lie detector test. Her whole video is on how to pass a lie detector test. There's a reason why more and more places aren't doing lie detector tests. In her statement Tuesday, Clifford said she wasn't denying the affair because she was paid hush money. But rather, quote, because it never happened. Weird. Huh. Huh. Neither... Neither Cohen or Clifford have addressed whether she was paid the 130000 And if so, Why? You mean Cohen, the lawyer for Trump, without Trump's permission, who gave her the money, refuses to explain why he gave her the money or where the money came from? It almost sounds like he'd have to admit that he stole it from his client, who at the time was Trump. 
Uh oh, uh oh. It's not a good, not 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 a good one. A publicist didn't respond to question about the statement Tuesday. Kimmel's show opened with him and Clifford seated in armchairs and watching Trump's State of the Union address. Quote, enough of this, Stormy. Show me on the puppet what he did to you, Kimmel said to her, holding up a doll dressed in a shirt and briefs with a mop of Trump-like hair. Clifford produced a blonde female doll with duct tape across, <laughs> across its mouth and gave a small nod and she uh, gave a small nod as she looked at the camera. Yeah. Right after she said it doesn't happen, Kimmel's immediately like, so it happened. It's like when, uh, remember when Bernie Sanders was debating Elizabeth Warren? And they were like, Bernie Sanders, did you say to uh, Senator Warren that a woman can never be president? He goes, no, I did not. And my record shows that I believe a woman has all the power to become a, become a president. And then he turned to Elizabeth Warren, Miss Warren, how did you feel when Bernie Sanders told you a woman could never be president? <laughs> it's the same vibe. Stormy Daniels says this affair never happened. Her own attorney, who was operating under a, an alias at the time, Clifford, even said, yeah, it never fucking happened. The only person refusing to say anything further is Cohen, the attorney who was locked up for it, and Michael Avenatti, who is currently still locked up for it. It just seems like this case is fucking DOA, bro. But that being said, I have another episode to try and get out, so I'll be back to you as soon as possible. Until next time, this is Inside Four Walls. I'm Rich James Madison, and if you think I got anything wrong or missed any details, please... Leave a link to your source in the in the comments below. I appreciate all updated information, and I'll catch y'all later. Peace. attorneys earlier today requested this testimony to the grand jury by Costello, Robert Costello, who used to advise Michael Cohen. Now, uh, presumably, uh, Trump's attorneys are trying to question or call into question the credibility of Michael Cohen, and that is why they have called Robert Costello. Uh, and so he did provide that testimony. So Costello telling Fox he'll appear today just before 2 p.m., uh, and so he might make remarks uh, as he came out, and it looks like he just did. Let's start that from the very beginning, and let's listen to what he had to tell reporters just moments ago. Manhattan Grand Jury. Um, prior to the testimony, you should be aware that I had submitted to both Tr Trump's defense team, Susan Necklace, and the Manhattan District Attorney's Office, five packets of materials. Uh, I would say that in total, it was probably about four inches thick. Uh, I tried to get the Manhattan District Attorney to give the materials to the grand jury. That's the whole reason I produced these, most of which were compiled in 2018 and 2019. In 2018, I gave essentially the same information to the United States Attorney's Office for the Southern District of New York, only after they notified me that Michael Cohen 
had executed a waiver of the attorney-client privilege for reasons I have no idea. Um, frankly, it was a very stupid move by Michael Cohn because now we were able to tell the truth about what Michael Cohn was saying at any point in time starting in April of 2018. So that's why I wanted to get those materials that I gave to the U.S. Attorney's Office and sat for a two-hour interview with them back in 2019, after which, you may have noticed, the Southern District of New York didn't do any business with Michael Cohn. There's a reason for that. He's totally unreliable. Today, after giving all those materials to the Manhattan District Attorney's Office, out of 321 emails, they cherry-picked six emails to ask me about. And of course, they took them out of context. When they took them out of context, I told the grand jurors, I don't know whether this will ultimately come to fruition or not, I told them to ask for the entire packet, and I held it up. I said, there's 321 emails. You need to see each and every email, which follow in chronological fashion and give you the life history of Michael Cohn dealing with our firm. I understand that earlier there were some comments made by the folks out here that you were waiting for Trump's lawyers. We are not Trump's lawyers. We do not represent Trump. We have never represented Trump. So what's the headline here? How do you contradict what the basics of the fundamentals of what he's saying? How do you contradict that? Do you uh, what I'm going to do, ultimately, is release the materials that I gave to the Manhattan DA's office and to Trump's lawyers to the media and let you guys read everything. Because my only mission there today was to tell the truth about what Michael Cohn was saying at any point in time during the time that we were representing him. And what is it? Oh, very simple. In uh, April of 2018, April 17th, I believe, we met with Michael Cohn for the first time at the Regency Hotel at his request. Uh, Michael was in a manic state. He told us that he had contemplated suicide, that he had been up on the roof of the Regency Hotel the weekend before, seriously considering jumping off because he couldn't face the enormity of the legal problems he knew were, were coming his way. His office had been searched, his home had been searched by the FBI pursuant to a search warrant, and he was imagining the worst for himself, although at that moment in time, he still hadn't been charged with any crimes. So. Michael Cohn, uh, in that state of high anxiety, when he said to us numerous times, I'm looking for a way out. I need an escape hatch. How do I do this? I need to know what my options are. And his options were, as he mentioned, he said, do I have a chance for a pardon? Do I have a chance for commutation? I'm not sure he understood what that term actually meant. Do I have a chance for a cooperation agreement? He said, I don't understand why they did this to me because I was already cooperating with the House and with the FBI. Of course, he forgot to mention that he lied to the House, uh, for which he was later convicted. So I, of course, following my obligations as an attorney, explained each of his rights and what he could do. Would you now, have any evidence that he did not pay off Stormy Daniels on behalf of Mr. Trump? Well, here's That's what he did. Yeah, the heart of it is that Michael Cohn told us that he was approached by Stormy Daniels' lawyer and Stormy Daniels had negative information that she wanted to put in a lawsuit against Trump. So Michael Cohn decided on his own, that's what he told us, on his own to see if he could take care of this. So he sat with the lawyer for Stormy Daniels. They negotiated a non-disclosure agreement for $130,000. So I said, Michael, where did you get the $130,000? Is that Trump's money? No, it's not. Well, where did you get it? Did you take it out of your own account? No. How, again, how did you get it? I took out a HELOC loan for $130,000.
I said, why would you do that? He said, because I wanted to keep this secret, even secret from my own wife. He said, if I took $130,000 out of my account, she'd know right away, and I'd have to tell her what's going on. I didn't want Melania to know. I didn't want my wife to know. With all due respect, Bob, yeah. he signed a, uh, a waiver of your agreement. He did. But you're still violating the trust that he put in you. No, I'm not. He, I am... I am honoring my ethical obligation. I've listened to Michael Cohn stand in front of the courthouse and say things that are directly contrary to what he said to us. My obligation is to bring the truth to both the district attorney and to Trump's lawyers. That's exactly what I did. I sent them all of this material that I talked about before. I have, I don't know, 330 emails in chronological order. I have a memo of, a contemporaneous memo of the first meeting at the Regency Hotel. I have a memo of the two-hour meeting I had with two assistant United States attorneys and two FBI agents in April of 2019. Um, I have a memo of a meeting that I had in May of 2019 with the House Intelligence Committee, three of their staffers, one of whom was Dan Goldman, who's now a congressman. So based uh, on your testimony, there may be another witness on Wednesday. Do you know who that might be? No. They, allegedly, the other witness is Michael Cohn, who's going to come in and say, I guess, what can he say? That I'm lying? I have the documents. Now, the problem here is that the district attorney has so far not provided all of those documents to the grand jurors. I have nothing to, nothing to hide. All of those documents were provided to the U.S. Attorney's Office. They did the smart thing. They looked at Michael Cohn. They said he's a convicted perjurer, and there must be a hundred instances in those documents of him lying to us. So they said, we just can't trust this guy. You can't rely upon him. Bob, did you have a receptive audience with the grand jury? Did you feel it? Did you need skepticism in that room? Well, that's an interesting question. You have what? Uh, we counted them up, 21 people sitting there. I mean, you can certainly tell some people were nodding their head yes, as you are right now, uh, and some people just sit there with a stone face. Uh, I think two or three of them had masks on, so you couldn't, couldn't read anything. But I was very surprised that one of them didn't say, yeah, give us the rest of the documents. We had an argument in front of the grand jurors about why they're not giving them the documents. He said, some of that stuff is hearsay. I said, really? Actually, those documents were made and maintained in the regular course of business. They constitute business records. Business records are an exception to the hearsay rule. So in other words, I'm saying, give everything to the grand jurors. Let them see exactly who Michael Cohn is and was at that moment. And during that first meeting, this is important, he said, we were there for two hours at the Regency Hotel, he said maybe every three or four minutes, He'd be talking to us while pacing like a wild tiger in a cage, back and forth, back and forth. He was really frazzled. He looked like he hadn't slept in three, four, five days. And he'd just suddenly stop in the middle of talking about something, point at us, and he'd say, I want you guys to know, I will do whatever the F it takes. I will never spend one day in jail. He must have said that close to 20 times. This was his mantra all day long. You think a guy whose mindset right at that moment is, a lie, cheat, steal, shoot somebody, whatever it takes, I'm not going to jail. Well, he went to jail, and now he's on the revenge tour. I understand it, but I don't condone it. And that's why I went in there today to tell these people the truth about who the real Michael Cohen is and what he was actually saying at that moment in time. Did you get any questions from the grand jury? Do you remember me? Yeah, we, we probably got, I don't know, what did you say, six or eight, Adam? I'd say ten. Ten? Maybe ten.
Oh, I don't know. Can you remember exactly the questions? They would. I mean, I don't remember. Clarification. Just clarifications. But they were asking clarifications about the six emails. There's 330 emails. And I said, folks, you can't take six emails out of context and ask a question. No wonder you're confused. If you read all the emails, you would see that they followed in a chronological fashion and they made sense. One email would be in response to something that just happened before. But when you cherry pick, you're misleading. No, not yet. Uh, I'm sure that I will speak to my client, Rudy Giuliani, and, and tell him and uh, at some point, I'm sure Trump will know. Yeah. Did Rudy urge you to do this? No, I, I'm the one who decided to do this. A lot of people cautioned me against it because I had nothing to gain. The only thing I'm doing is trying to tell the truth to the grand jurors because I read all these lies in the, in the media that are being promoted by one side. If you see the full picture, you know, listen, if they want to go after Donald Trump and they have solid evidence, so be it. But Michael Cohn is far from solid evidence. This guy, by any prosecutor's standard, and I used to be deputy chief of the criminal division in the Southern District of New York, I wouldn't have touched a guy like Michael Cohn, especially if he's a convicted perjurer. Not to mention, as I said, the 50 to 100 lies he told us that are in those 330 emails. How do you think you dissuaded the grand jury from indicting the former president? Uh, I, I can't say that because you really you just don't know. I can't read people's minds. I could see certainly a few of them were doing what you're doing right now, shaking your head up and down, uh, but not everybody. So I just don't know. I would love for those people to watch TV or something tonight or just remember what I said and say to the prosecutors, listen, we'd like to see the rest of those emails. Don't cherry pick six emails out of 330 and then ask Costello questions about it. That's not fair by anybody's standard. Okay, so uh, you have been listening to Robert Costello. Uh, he was a former attorney for Michael Cohen, you know, back in 2018 when Cohen was convicted and went to jail over the whole Stormy Daniels matter as well, that hush money payment. Now, the Trump legal team uh, requesting Costello to testify on their behalf to the grand jury uh, in D.A. Alvin Bragg's case against the former president. So you heard there Costello trying to essentially call into question the credibility of Michael Cohen as a reliable witness, and he was doing just that there. So remember, in the 4 o'clock hour, we'll be speaking to some legal experts about where does this case go from here? Will an actual indictment uh, be coming down tomorrow? And if so, what does Bragg need uh, to get that uh, on the books? Harmeet Dillon is the founder of the Dillon Law Group. She joins us tonight. Harmeet, I mean, this is clear even to the president of Mexico. It's clear to everybody, Tucker, and I think it, it may even be clear to members of the grand jury in New York. And I think that's why we saw not the expected indictment come down today, but rather a cancellation of today's session. Now, in New York, the grand jury meets on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, typically, and they're on call for tomorrow. So it's quite possible that people are reading too much into this, and tomorrow we'll see what was meant to happen today. But some of the leaks that we've seen out of the proceedings and out of the DA's office suggest that the DA is getting pushback from the grand jury, and that may lead to the—that may be as a result of the testimony of the witness that you had on your show on Monday, Robert Costello, who testified that, uh, you know, he had evidence about uh, Michael Cohen's 
credibility that had not been presented to the grand jury. And so if I were a grand juror and I heard that hundreds of documents that impacted on the outcome of this case had not been presented to me uh, by the DA, I'd have some serious questions. And so I think that's maybe what's happening. And uh, so far, Michael Cohen had bragged that he was going to be coming in to testify as a rebuttal witness, but that did not happen. So maybe that's going to happen tomorrow. We just don't know. So tomorrow afternoon, there'll be another session of the grand jury. We'll see what happens. The letter that you showed earlier just now, I think it goes to Michael Cohen's credibility, as does just about every piece of evidence we've seen so far. Which Michael Cohen should the grand jury be believing? And I think that's really the import of that, not what really happened, but rather the credibility of the two witnesses. Michael Cohen mask. and Stormy Daniels. A so, super quick question. People always say a grand jury will indict a ham sandwich. They always return an indictment. How weak does your case have to be for the grand jury to balk? Uh, it, it has to be really weak. That adage has generally held true over the years. Uh, it's a majority of 23 that has to vote on this. They have been spending uh, countless resources and years in this witch hunt, Tucker. And so it, it, this is the best they can come up with. Two very discredited witnesses with contradictory stories, both of them repeatedly, documents that contradict the case. The case itself not being a crime, regardless of what Michael Cohen uh, pled guilty to under duress, as Robert Costello showed. So if this is the best they can come up with after 11 million documents have past hands and investigations about uh, Donald Trump, I think that shows you just how far and how low they're willing to sink to try to yeah. get him, which, as I said before, is election interference, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, it's a Manhattan grand jury, you know. <laughs> it's amazing. Harmeet, thanks so much. Great to see you. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Hey, click here to subscribe to Fox News' YouTube page and catch our hottest interviews and most compelling analysis. You will not get it anywhere else. Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. This will be the only upload for today. The only other upload after this today will be a sort of like a compilation that goes into the weekend with the full, like, this week from beginning to end of this. Just an update. <coughs> uh, pardon me. So, it was it? Friday? So it's day four. It's, it's day four of Trump will totally be arrested. And what do we have? Well, the case has completely imploded. The jury is refusing to hand back an indictment because they have no confidence in the case. So it's been they've been suspended all day for the last three days. They met one they all the jury was all gathered on Tuesday. They've been dismissed Wednesday, Thursday, and they've already been dismissed for today. It is three twenty eight AM when I'm recording this on Friday. And watch, it's going to come back and be fucking Monday, and this is just going to be a cycle that continues. Now, the jury is well aware that Stormy Daniels admitted that she never had this affair with Trump, and I'd like to correct myself, by the way. I was going off old news that apparently had been debunked a long time ago. So, what it was is the money used to pay Stormy Daniels off in the nuisance lawsuit wasn't actually Trump or Trump's foundation or whatever, the you know, the Trump organization's money in any way. It was money directly from Michael Cohen's pocket to her. He was never reimbursed in any capacity in any way, 
and he ended up going to prison for similar behavior later on. I had said that he used Donald Trump's money and it just got and got written off because that's how it was reported back in fucking 2019, 2020 when this all was really starting to look it was coming to an end when really, I guess, just now that we're realizing it was in halftime, this might be the end of this whole narrative because this is the last time the Story Daniels story can really fucking implode, right? So we have top top GOP in the Congress and in the House of Representatives demanding Brigsby arrested himself and calling for investigations. We have various committees forming to investigate this guy. George Soros is being fucking called out directly and Trump has made a fucking dime on this. Trump has been fundraising on this like crazy and he's coming out saying, I want to be arrested. Yeah, come get me. Perp walk me. He recognizes the fucking PR strategy from a mile away. And there is a interesting previous story with this guy. Sorry, from this DA from 2022 where he got dropped by a progressive left or uh, activist group. They dropped all their support for him suddenly. That's an interesting little topic we'll look into real quick after we get through these first few articles. So that being said, let's get into what is the absolute smoldering decimation of the Trump Stormy Daniels narrative. And now they're saying, well, Trump is speaking, pretending that he was going to get arrested even though this guy ran on and he was going to arrest Trump. So let's get into it. Rep. Marjorie Taylor Greene calls her Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg's arrest for investigating Trump. What a interesting way to word the headline by victor nava march 24th 2023 and it was updated at 1 23 a.m far right rep all right fair play i guess i mean she's about as far right as um god i don't know it, it's weird that though all it takes to be considered far right these days they accuse her of being QAnon, but if anyone, you do me a favor, anyone watching, if you can actually find a credible source with proof that she had any interaction or affiliation with QAnon in any way, I'll absolutely give you a shout out and and thank and thanks for the update. But she posted some shit where she called a couple politicians pedophiles a couple years back. And that's what they've used to call her a QAnon conspiracist. And that's where the far right moniker comes from. Dude, Matt Gates is further to the right than she is. And no one calls him far right. I, at least I have seen anyone call him far right. So I, I don't know. Donald Trump is far right. And dude, I don't know if you know this or not. Donald Trump barely registers as a Republican. He's a fucking moderate from 35 years ago. He's essentially a pro-choice Republican. What? You know, that kind of tells you something. It's like being a pro-life Catholic or a, a, a pro-choice Catholic. Uh, Trump's a pro-choice uh, Republican in massive air quotes. Just saying that again because I misspoke earlier. So far right, I'm going to see some fucking examples of far right New York Post. If the New York Post gets called far right, interesting. Anyway, March Taylor Greene demanded on Wednesday that Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg be jailed for, quote, prosecutorial misconduct related to his investigation of former President Donald Trump. 
Quote, now it's time to arrest Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg for prosecutorial misconduct after hiding hundreds of pages of exculpatory evidence. Green, a Republican from Georgia, wrote on, in a tweet, quote, Bragg is on the verge of indicting an innocent former president and top presidential candidate against the opposing ruling party. The 49-year-old Manhattan DA is investigating Trump's role in a 2016 hush money payment of $130,000 to porn star Stormy Daniels for her to keep quiet about an alleged 2006 affair with Trump. And now, to be fair, I I, um, I think it was Sam Cedar, somebody, I, I, I saw somebody saying that Trump admitted to okaying the payment for those. Uh, I looked into it doesn't seem to really check out i don't know could easily be something to it it's worth mentioning i'm not overlooking it i just didn't see a lot of weight to it and i have a limited time to record so sticking to this it probably will come up in one of the articles i'm reading to be fair though former trump fixer and by the way fixer comes exclusively for the media they've replaced lawyer instead of saying trump's former attorney or trump's former lawyer or legal representative they call him Trump's fixer. It's an interesting sketch term, right? Former Trump fixer Michael Cohen claims he arranged the payment just days before the 2016 presidential election at Trump's direction. And that he was reimbursed by the Trump organization. Ooh, that's not going to age well now, does it? It isn't clear what exculpatory evidence Green was referring to in her tweet. Oh, we'll find out. But one possibly is some 300 emails that Cohen's former legal advisor, Robert Costello, claims potentially shows Cohen lying. Robert Costello was this important witness Trump kept saying was, uh... Ooh, so sorry about that. Uh, I had to sneeze. I tried to cut the audio in time, but I didn't quite get there. Anyway... Mm. Uh, Trump was saying that there was a special star witness that he was waiting to see if they wait waiting to see them testify. This is that special uh, you know witness. Three hundred emails that Cohen's former legal advisor Robert Costello claims potentially shows Cohen lying. Costello, a Trump loyalist, loyalist, who testifies on Monday before the Manhattan grand jury. Uh, convened by Bragg, says the district attorney. Uh, did only, I thought they also met on Tuesday. Yeah, they did meet on Tuesday. Attorney has only allowed jurors to see six of those emails. Quote, if the grand jury gets to see all the other 600 or 315 emails, he probably lied to us about 50 to 100 times. He'd say one thing in an email and the opposite thing in another email. Kind of like Fauci on the pandemic. No mask, three mask, blue mask, red mask, no mask. All these by Dr. Coos. You have to see the evidence. And I was uh, and I was pushing very hard for that. I told the grand jury, you can't believe Michael Cohen. Costello told the New York radio host John uh, Katsimandis on Thursday. Watch, wow, he's going to be some legendary guy on the radio industry I've never heard of. Green calls for Bragg's imprisonment echoes the, ah, sorry, scathing tweet against the DA from Senator Rand Paul. Funny they mentioned that. Fired off on Tuesday. Quote, a Trump indictment would be a disgusting abuse of power. The DA should be put in jail, Paul wrote. 
House Judiciary Chairman Jim Jordan, a Republican from Ohio-based Ohioan, and Oversight Chairman James Comer, eh, Republican from Kentucky, also accused Bragg of misconduct this week, writing to the Democrat Man- Democratic Manhattan uh, prosecutor on Monday and calling his plans to possibly charge Trump, quote, an unprecedented abuse of prosecutorial authority. In his in her tweet, Green added, quote, that Bragg is breaking the law and trying to incite civil unrest with his Soros-funded political war. Interesting that you mention that. Hold him accountable, she pleaded. Now, let's see, what are these comments I have to say? Robert Moore, we've seen Robert Moore before. Hello, Robert. Bragg might be rethinking things now that his case has fallen apart. If he pushes through the indictment, a judge might summarily dismiss it for being years past the statute of limitations. Now, with that, somebody in a comment, I think they deleted the comment for some reason, and I liked it, I pinned it, I don't know where it went, but they said that there was an old statute that no one's following anymore, but there was an old statute that if you moved out of the state of New York, the statute of limitation was paused. So let's say the statute of limitation is 10 years on a crime, right? You're there for nine years, and then you move. And then you get found guilty of it while you live in a different state, and then you come back. Just because you've been gone for over 10 years doesn't mean that 10 years is up. Instead, the 10 years resumes, and you can be arrested at any moment. So that's kind of how it works in New York. But I've also heard from people like Jimmy Dore was talking about earlier that that's dismissed. Or not Jimmy Dore, but Robert Barnes was saying that that was like debunked law. I don't know. I'm not a legal expert of any kind. I couldn't even get into a Cooley Law School high school program. I'm kind of that retarded. I'm kind of retarded. Now, Big G. What up, Big G? Not Top G, but Big G. He's got a fat bikini. Fat Al Bragg, the only NY district attorney who can indict a ham sandwich. He ate it. I'm stealing that. That is good. Chris Welch, that pipe bomber should be in jail. Ah, mm. for those of you who don't know, a bomb threat was called into the court, supposedly. Now, I tweeted false flag question mark. It seems a little weird. Nothing happened. Nobody got arrested. And you know, if it was real, somebody would have been arrested and in handcuffs within the hours. Oh, well. Rand Paul calls for DA Alvin Bragg to be jailed for disgusting abuse of power in Trump probe by Victor Nova. You are... Oh, wait. What's this video here, then? Hold on. Okay, just that. So let's check this out real quick. Radical left Democrat investigations of your all-time favorite president, me, is just a continuation of the most disgusting witch hunt in the history of our country. It's gone on forever with Russia, 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 and Ukraine, 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 and the Mueller hoax. It's an absolute disgrace what's going on. They even spied on my campaign. And remember this. Not to be gross or anything. And 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 I, I hope you're not eating when I say this. But if you look at his neck, his neck 
looks like what his favorite part of Stormy Daniels might be. It's just an observation I'm making. I know he's lost like 55 pounds or some something. I mean, congratulations, Trump. A man your age eating that much fast food and losing weight. It's got to be impressive. But there are some unfortunate consequences. You ever seen Austin Powers? That scene where fat bastards are like, My neck looks like a vagina! I get it now. I fucking get it now. This looks like Arby's. We got the meats. With all of the work that they did on Mueller... No collusion. That's what the answer was. It was all no collusion. Whether it's, it's the especially orange. raid or the unselect committee hoax, the perfect Georgia phone call was absolutely perfect, or the stormy horse-faced Daniels extortion plot. They're all sick, and it's fake news. Our enemies are desperate to stop us because they know that we are the only ones who can stop them, and they know it very strongly, and they're looking at the polls where, not me, but we are up by so much. They can't even believe it. We won twice, and now we've got to win a third time. They know that we can defeat them. They know that we will defeat them, but they're not coming after me. They're coming after you. I'm just standing in their way, and I always will stand in their way. Thank you very much. If you didn't go after bump stocks and do the 14 days to flatten the curb thing, I would have a lot warmer feeling in my gut towards that little end there. But the general sentiment behind the message, I get it. Senator Rand Paul ripped into Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg on Tuesday over his handling of the criminal investigation into Donald Trump that might lead to the former president being indicted. Might lead... That's a bit fucking generous. I don't know if it was, if it might lead. Everything we're seeing shows the grand jury being like, we don't know if there's anything to go off here. Might lead, Victor, I think you're kind of fucking a hoping and a coping, bro. And I'm going to put, I'm going to bet on this. Trump will not be perp walk. I think, I don't know. I have a feeling that like top brass called down was like, Trump is making a million plus dollars on this. Knock it off. Because Trump's approval rating within party and with the independents has spiked. And Trump really only needs to win the approval of the independents to actually get reelected. And this has been a big boost. This has gotten a lot of libertarians to come around on Trump. And that's a really impressive feat because libertarians are usually the most critical of Trump. Completely fair, too. Uh, let's get back into the article, though. But might be in, in... Might be... I hope in one hand shit in the other, friend. Quote, A Trump indictment would be a disgusting abuse of power. The DA should be put in jail. Paul, a Republican from Kentucky, wrote a, in a scathing tweet on Tuesday. If that's all the tweet said, that is less than scathing. That's not even fucking moderate. Paul is the latest Republican to accuse Bragg of leading a politically motivated investigation into the 76-year-old former president, who is accused of directing a $130,000 hush money payment to the porn star Stormy Daniels in 2016 in exchange for her silence about an alleged affair in 2006. House Judiciary Chairman Jim Jordan, Republican from Ohio, and Oversight Chairman James Comer, a Republican from Kentucky, wrote 
uh, pardon me, wrote to the Democratic Manhattan DA on Monday, calling his plans to charge Trump, quote, an unprecedented abuse of prosecutorial authority. The two lawmakers stopped short of Paul's demands that Bragg be jailed, but asked the prosecutor to hand over documents and testify about, quote, what p- plainly appears to be a politically motivated prosecution of the ex-commander-in-chief. This is a meme template here. Someone, make this a meme template. Paul Butterball. You kind of look like Cleveland Brown a little bit, don't he? Is it just me? He looks a little bit like Cleveland Brown. Oh, moving on. Trump himself, who announced over the weekend that he expected to be arrested on Tuesday, has accused Bragg of, quote, prosecutorial misconduct and interference with an election. Cite the clip we played at the beginning. Last November, Trump declared that he would be running for president again in 2024. Yeah, he, like, broke, uh, if I remember correctly, he actually broke a record for the earliest uh, campaign like a launch or whatever the fuck it was some record behind it anyway quote investigate the investigators the former president wrote on true social on sunday even trump's top potential 2024 president uh, gop presidential primary rival has criticized bragg in his efforts to charge the former president yeah yeah uh, <laughs> fucking DeSantis really kind of shot himself in the foot. And then he also said, like, oh, you look up to Jeb Bush and and Paul Ryan a lot. They're my political idols. It's like, ooh, that's not... Ooh, bro. Yeesh. While... Sorry. While indicating that he wouldn't get involved in any way, Republican Florida Governor Ron DeSantis on Monday called Bragg a, quote, George Soros-funded prosecutor. Interesting you say that. That is using the Manhattan DA's office to impose a political agenda. End quote. Quote, he is another Soros-funded prosecutor. They weaponize their office to impose political agenda on society at the expense of the rule of law and public safety, DeSantis told reporters during the news conference on Monday. DeSantis went on to call Bragg and other Soros-backed district attorneys a menace to society based. I will give you that. I'll give you that, Ronnie. For their soft on crime policies. Paul's tweet Tuesday wasn't the first time he singled out Bragg on social media. In July 2022, uh, the senator shared a news report on Bragg's office decision to go easy on a 16-year-old with three prior felonies after the three allegedly assaulted a police officer who confronted him for not paying his subway fare. Quote, Democrat DA allows violent attack on a cop to go unpunished, Paul said in a tweet referring to Bragg. Yeah. Let's, uh, this is a great name. Jan 6, lol. What does Jan 6, lol says? Rand is right. The end. Based. That simple. Vinny Vidovici. Quote, Mr. Bragg. I gotta know that reference, too. I just can't place it right now. Anyway. Mr. Bra- uh, Mr. Bragg, Joros is on line one. Soros, I got your bail money. Stay the course, and there will be a bonus for you at the end. Mm-hmm. Quite possibly. DC, oh, God. 
Better not be a glow. Brags, a DA is in the position to protect the public from crime. You are an abuser of the public trust and safety. Stop grandstanding. With the most hunted man in America, Donald Trump, do your job and protect New York City from criminal elements, not Trump. New York residents want to feel safe in their city. Base. Now, we only have a couple articles left in this episode, so stay with us. We're going to hop over here to Fox News. Manhattan DA Bragg responds to House GOP doc request. Says Trump created a false expectation of arrest. Mmm, is that so? Bragg's office called the GOP lawmaker's request an unlawful incursion into New York's sovereignty. Oh, buddy. That's a fucking cope in a post half. Now let's walk this back. House Judici- Judiciary Chairman, uh, I'll get it out. Jim Jordan is with us. Uh, Jim, how are you, sir? Judiciary, I can say it. If I try real hard. Um, <laughs> hey, Sean Hannity's not wearing the fucking CIA pin. Progress, buddy, progress. Love to see it. Excuse your reaction to, you know, what happened today. You just heard Brad. Yeah. You just heard from Joe Tacopina. What is your reaction to their analysis of this case? Well, I think, I think Alvin Bragg may be going back to what he initially thought when he first won the job, which was he shouldn't bring this case. So I think the, the sort of the, in the overall picture, Sean, the fundamental question is what changed? We know the Department of Justice wasn't going to bring the case. As you said, the previous district attorney, Mr. Vance, wasn't going to bring the case. When Alvin Bragg gets elected as district attorney, he's not going to bring the case. And then the only thing that changes between then and now is President Trump announces he's running for president. And most importantly, I think, Pomeranitz and Dunn, these two individuals who worked as assistants, resign, start pitching a fit, start protesting, write a book, and create this pressure on Alvin Bragg from the left. And suddenly he decides, oh, now I'm going to indict President Trump. I think that's the key thing. And so that's why we're sending letters to Mr. Pomerantz, Mr. Dunn, and, and we want them to come in for a transcribed interview so we can ask them some important questions. What about bringing in Bragg? Well, we'll we, we're, he's supposed to get back with us tomorrow. Uh, we'll find out tomorrow at 10 o'clock he's supposed to get back with us. We'll see what he says, and then we'll move accordingly. All of this is in tandem with your investigation in your committee, and that is investigating whether the FBI is politicized and the DOJ weaponized. Um, are we witnessing this in real time in this country? It sure seems like it because, I mean, think about just think about President Trump. First, it was Russia. Then it was the phone call with Zelensky that the Democrats go after him. Then it's his tax returns. Then it's his business. Then it's his children's business uh, uh, ties. And then and then it's it's uh, the the raid on his home, for goodness sake. And now possibly this. So, yeah, we see it with President Trump, but maybe just as importantly or as important is the fact that they've went after parents. They went after pro-lifers. They've went after traditional Catholics. They said were domestic terrorists. They had that in the memorandum that we learned about six weeks ago. So that is the concern that you see from so many of these agencies in the Biden administration actually being turned on the American people that they're supposed to be serving. What does it mean when the current Attorney General of New York, the Manhattan DA of New York, both of them run on a campaign and they openly state that they want to go after one man, one company, one family, and then they proceed to do just that? Is that justice? 
No, it's not. It's, it's, it's selective prosecution, and it's wrong. The great people of this great country understand it's wrong. That is not how our constitutional system is supposed to work. Not at all. And it's not supposed to be attacking people who are, you know, exercising their free speech rights like we see with some of these other agencies also. So this whole thing that we've now witnessed, this attack on the First Amendment, this selective prosecution, this going after President Trump, it is all wrong, and that's what the Judiciary Committee is focused on, making sure we get the facts on the table so we can propose the legislation to remedy the situation, and if we have to, use the appropriation process, use the power of the purse to limit funds going to some of these agencies that are doing this kind of thing. How many FBI whistleblowers will you bring in? We've had three testify already in a transcribed interview. We're going to talk to more, and hopefully some of them will want to come public and actually appear in a public hearing. Well, they're welcome on this show anytime. We've interviewed two already. Uh, Jim Jordan, we appreciate you being with us. As always, great work. Thank you. All right. It's moving on. Get rid of that. Oh. Alvin Bragg is struggling to convince grand jury to charge Trump Questions grow over whether Manhattan DA, oh, give me one second here, oh. uh, can, uh, canceled session because he is having problems with weak case, and there is chaos in his office. The grand jury hearing evidence in Trump's case did not sit on Wednesday or Thursday, and has already decided it won't sit on Friday either. Fucking fun. The former president was spotted leaving his golf club in West Palm Beach. Yeah, he's going to be in Waco, Texas, uh, like today or tomorrow, be doing a big old speech. Sources suggest that the DA's office is split on how to proceed with the case. The Manhattan grand jury is expected to consider criminal charges against former President Donald Trump. Uh, did not meet on Wednesday, triggering speculation that the prosecutors have hit problems in the building in building their case. After hearing evidence on Monday, jurors were told they were not needed on Wednesday, according to two sources familiar with the matter. However, a court official told DailyMail.com that they will sit again at noon on Thursday. Again, I'm going to read this article to give you the idea of where the jurors are at. They have not sat down. They have not. We just uh, Previous articles have already established that, and they have canceled for today. But I want to make sure you get the idea of where the jury is sitting. Because Braggs can easily get, decide to go, well, fuck you, we're doing it anyway. And just go for it. It would show a bunch of shit. It would reveal, this is all a sham trial. It had nothing to do with actual rule of law. Two, it would also show that these people don't matter. And the jury would have a real rude awakening real suddenly. And it would give the right everything they need. This would be the best, worst possible case scenario because Trump goes down for a brief period of time, protest, fits, whatever the fuck will happen. And even if it's not active on the streets, there's enough force in D.C., at least right now with the House of Representatives, that there would be a significant pressure if Trump did get fucking perp-walked. And Trump wants to be fucking perp-walked. So it's like, fuck it, let him do it. I'm going to laugh. I'm going to enjoy recording it. Hell, the people I told... told Because I made a prediction like three days ago with a bunch of people on Twitter. I'm like, you're never going to get these mugshots. Trump will not get perp-walked. He won't even be fucking fingerprinted. Maybe I'll be wrong. 
we'll fucking see. But I'm just more and more, man. I'm telling you, like, I don't think he's going to be fucking fingerprinted. Three days ago, no, it was like a day ago. So yesterday, man. I know it's only like day four of, of all this, right? Well, no. No, two, about two days ago. See, it's Friday now, so two, three days ago is about right. Because he announced it on Saturday that he was planning on that he thought he was going to be arrested. And I had this argument with people. I'm like, he's probably not going to get perp walked. And he's probably not going to get mugshot. But the mugshots would go fucking hard. I want the mugshots. After hearing evidence Monday, jurors were told they were not needed on Wednesday, according to two sources familiar with the matter. However, the court official told DailyMonth.com, they will say again, or you read that. In Florida, Trump left his Mar-a-Lago home in Palm Beach to spend time at his golf course. Or golf club. Sounds real stressed, doesn't he? Oh, that, there he goes. Real, uh, real stressed with life. Just homie, just, just enjoying the... Oh... Oh, yeah. This is a persuasive argument. This is a really well-organized... You know, this argument presented before me really makes me reconsider any support for Trump. People like this also make me reconsider any support for Trump, to be completely honest as well. Look, I'm just saying, you don't want me to take these people seriously. I'm not supposed to take these people seriously. But I'm supposed to take this person seriously. I'm supposed to take these people seriously. This person is a normal, sane, healthy adult whose lifestyles and values are not a threat to Western society. But these people are? These people. With the Betsy Ross flag. Betsy Ross, at least according to mainstream history, a black woman. She was not a black woman. She was like a white, half-native woman. Anyway, the people waving a, a flag commonly taught to be made by a black woman are, are the unhinged weirdos. I don't fucking buy it. Hell yeah. This is fucking hilarious. Is he an in wait, is he a glow? Or uh well, not not like a glow, but like uh did he say uh let's did he say fuck Brandon, that's how we'll bring back JFK? What is just wrong with people in New York? That is definitely an actor. Weird. This bitch got some ashy ass knees, I'm not gonna lie. God damn. Dude, New York is a dump. Wow. 
Okay. Uh, I don't know. So let me ask you guys a question. The dude with the hat, paid actor or unhinged MAGA bro? You decide. But either way, definitely dressed accurately for a MAGA bro. And my initial instinct was, but still, it's like, oh, God, what's with the duct tape tits? That's not coming. How are you going to remove that later? That's going to hurt. In Florida, Trump left, blah, blah, blah. It suggests that it is business as usual for Trump, who locally says, who says, who locally, who locals say generally plays golf every day from Wednesday through Sunday. Most likely. Meanwhile, in Manha- the Manhattan District Attorney's Office offered no explanation for canceling the Wednesday hearing. Supporters were quickly to claim it. And the case was in difficulty. They're having trouble convincing the jury to swallow the case. It's a weak case and has caused division in the DA's office, said sources. Yeah, and also uh, NYPD are fighting with each other over this. Like They don't want to get involved. The grand jury meets on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. But, oh, I thought they were supposed to meet on Fridays, too. All right, well, disregard what I said about them not meeting today, too. My apologies. I was told that they were canceled today, then. I'm a retard, but I've never hidden that fact from you guys, so it's not necessarily news. <clears throat> but proponents are not usually are not unusual, and jurors are warned to expect last-minute changes. Either way, it leaves the nation with a cliffhanger. Did I say it's proponents? What the fuck did I say? Whatever. Like I said, I'm Riri. Either way, it leaves the nation with a cliffhanger. The delay was the first reported by Insider. On Saturday, the former president announced that he was expected to be arrested in connection with the case on Thursday. But Tuesday, or sorry, case on Tuesday, but Tuesday came and went without incident. And with no Wednesday hearing, it is unclear when the jury might next consider issuing an indictment. A spokesperson, spokeswoman, define that? For the Manhattan District Attorney's Office declined to comment for the reason for the propo- postponement. Do I say, keep saying proponement? Hmm. Grand jury proceedings are shrouded in secrecy, making it difficult to follow up their ups and downs. There we go. Protesters recently invited the former president, uh, invited the former president himself to testify. Prosecutors, I say protesters, prosecutors. God damn, I'm really struggling. Where are my fucking, fucking glasses on? Turn down the brightness a little bit. Maybe that's you know, a good excuse for being illiterate for me. Maybe they'll believe it. Anyway. <clears throat> Prosecutors recently invited the former president himself to testify, and on Monday, jurors heard from a Trump ally who was widely expected to be one of the final witnesses. Well, I've seen earlier. In the meantime, Trump and his allies have attacked the former lawyer and fixer Michael Cohen, who is now one of the key witnesses against him. The really one of the only. Trump used social media to keen up attacks and raise questions about the strength of the case being built by the Manhattan District Attorney, 
Alvin Bridge. By the way, for people saying Truth Social has no reach, no influence whatsoever, it spread like wildfire. People are talking about this like fucking crazy for having no reach whatsoever. The rogue prosecutor, who is having a hard time with the grand jury, especially after the powerful testimony against him by Felon Cohen's highly respected former lawyer, is attempting to build a case that has never been brought before and actually can't be brought, said Trump on his social platform. If he spent his time, effort, and money on fighting violent crime which is destroying New York City, our once beautiful and safe Manhattan, which has become an absolute hellhole, would be a much better place to live. The pending indictment in the New York in New York has triggered a funding avalanche with donors giving 1.5 million in 3 days after the former president announced he was expecting to be arrested. God damn, look at that Rolls-Royce jet. Beautiful. It marks a significant surge in funding following a slow start after Trump announced his 2024 presidential run in November. The Trump campaign confirmed the numbers to Daily Mail and said the money continues to roll in, fueled by grassroots anger and the treat- at the treatment of Trump. The case has prompted an email fundraising blitz. Quote, We are once again witnessing the complete and utter collapse of the American justice system, said a Monday email. But very soon, President Trump will be back in the White House to restore true justice to America. Mmm. Right here. Grand jury is canceled for the day. Panel probing Stormy Daniels' hush money payment told to stay home and to be on standby for tomorrow. Mmm. Kinky. Top over here. Trump has raised 1.5 million in MAGA donations since he uh, since he warned he would be arrested. Campaign reveals cash windfall as he attacks Ron DeSantis for chanting with ratings challenged. Piers Morgan. Ooh, and Piers Morgan is absolute fucking gutter trash. The fuck? Oh. The Trump campaign raised $1.5 million after he warned of his arrest. Team Trump has sent a flurry of fundraising emails in the wake of the revelations. Meanwhile, there is no sign of an indictment from the Manhattan Grand Jury by Bob Chilly. Uh, Chil- Krilly. Krilly? Really? Krilly, senior U.S. political reporter. Oh, okay. Donald Trump. Donald Trump's likely indictment in New York, I, 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 it grows less likely by the fucking minute. Honestly, it feels like. In New, I'm willing to be wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm likely going to be wrong. You know, I'll fully say it. I'm likely going to be wrong. But at this point, it's like, will he be indicted? Will he? This thing looks like it's fucking over from where I'm sitting. It looks like ten. From where I'm sitting, it looks like fourteen carat cock shit. If I'm being completely fucking blunt with you. But all right. In the three days after the former president announced he was expecting to be arrested, it marks a significant surge in fundraising following a slow start after Trump announced his 2024 presidential run in November. The Trump campaign confirmed the numbers to DailyMail.com and said the money continued to roll in, fueled by grassroots anchor at the treatment of Trump. He called for protests on Saturday, 
when he expected to be arrested on Tuesday in connection with a New York investigation the hush money from Daniels. However, Tuesday came and went without an arrest. And on Wednesday, the grand jury hearing the evidence did not assemble denying the prospect of an indictment. Remember, they went from saying, well, it didn't happen on Tuesday or Wednesday, but it will happen Thursday. Didn't happen. Here we are. Fucking going into the weekend. Damn. In the meantime, the Trump campaign has sent out a flurry of fundraising emails. I've got a bunch of them. To cash in on the unprecedented prospect of the former president being arrested. Quote, we are once again witnessing a complete and utter collapse of the American justice system. Very soon Trump will be back, blah, blah, blah. We read that. Some news reports have suggested that Trump would relish a perp walk. He said it himself. And being handcuffed in New York, pictures that could be used in fresh fundraising blasts to outrage supporters. But a source familiar with his thinking said that was not the case. Okay. The homies, uh, okay, fucking everywhere else I've read it, homies ain't it himself. There, there's no word in which Donald Trump wants. There's no world in which Donald Trump wants to be arrested," said the source. That is different from keeping the political nature of this front and center. The financial numbers bear that out. In two weeks after Trump announced his campaign last year, he raised more than 4.1 million in online donations, according to Politico. That works out at a little under three hundred thousand per day. Three hundred thousand. He raises three hundred thousand dollars per day. God damn! Suggesting that the indictment news, <laughs> that the indictment news is worth about two hundred thousand dollars more per day. So that means since he announced he was being arrested, he has made an estimated five hundred thousand dollars in campaign raises. God damn! God damn! But that is less than one million a day. Okay, astute fucking observation there, Sherlock. But that is less than one million a day. Uh, Save America Joint Fundraising Committee brought in after the FBI searched his Mar-a-Lago home in August last year. Well, do me and pretty much everyone else. As soon as we found, heard what happened, we're like, "Yeah, nothing's going to come of this. Why do you think anything's going to come of this?" And nothing came of this. So who cared? This, you know, a lot of people were like, well, we didn't think that he was going to get impeached twice. And he did. We also didn't think he was going to get his home raided, but that did happen. Maybe they will actually arrest him and make him do a perp walk. And then what? And then people started to think, well, fuck, this is what they do. And then they, they, they put the people they don't like in prison, and then the people in prison, you know, they commit a murder on themselves. I, I, I mean, they have a suicide performed on them. I mean, they Epstein themselves. I, I'm sorry. I mean, they get McAfee'd. Uh, fuck. They get Clint, uh, Clinton affiliated. That kind of thing happens to them. So people started thinking, oh, shit. Okay, this might actually be kind of bad. And it's not looking like it's going to be that bad. So, we'll see. Trip again. Did I read the rest of that? And even then, he's still making more donations than any anyone else's. God damn. Trump again brought up the ongoing legal case on Wednesday in a social media post. He portrayed himself as a warrior against the radical left, while rival Ron DeSantis was giving interviews with British television. Quote, When I'm fighting against the radical left lunatics, prosecutors, and unfair prosecutors... Who went? 
who want to destroy us all. Ron DeSantimonious. It's not a bad one. To be fair, Ron DeSantimonious is not the fucking worst. I don't know why everyone acts like it's a horrible one. It's really not that bad. It's a little weird. Ron DeSantis is just as likely to pat himself on the back as Trump is. So, you know, it's... That's where it's a little weak, because it's Trump giving someone shit for patting themselves on the back about how great they are when that's exactly what Trump does, so it's a little weak, but that's where my gripe with it is. If Trump was a little bit more humble, it would be a lot stronger of a fucking argument. Anyway, it's not working for the people of Florida as he should be. He is too busy chatting. <sighs> he is too busy chatting. Uh, with ratings uh, challenged TV host from England desperately trying to rescue his failing campaign, but it's my fault. I put him there. He posts on Truth Social. That's absolutely true. As I said before, is some Ron DeSantis seems to be forgetting is there would be no Ron DeSantis if Trump didn't give him the push he needed back in the day. A day earlier, it emerged that DeSantis had sat down for an interview with Piers Morgan, a one-time Trump confidant turned vocal critic of the former president because he got money for it. You made a fatal error. <laughs> God damn. Daily Mail, fix your fucking site. Okay. You made a fatal error in your relationship with that Donald Trump. You got too popular. <laughs> they said you're half-trained Donald. Your diet coke did his full coat. You're a wannabe autocrat. You're the Genghis Khan of socialism. <laughs> Ignorant, racist, and gaping bleak. I criticize you. There you go. You authorize the use of force feeding to detainees who are on hunger strike. Yeah, that's What's your view of people? Look, I think he's got grand ambitions. There is a move now to hold him accountable for war crimes. I think he is a war criminal. Do you think you should beat him? I think so. So you took the knee, go. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's the only time I take a knee without him. This is just such an awkward picture. I don't know why politicians always look super fucking awkward in these full body photos. The Florida governor told Morgan that he believes he could beat. President Biden, anyone at this point probably could. To me, it's just background noise. It's not important for me to be fighting with people on social media. It's not accomplishing anything for the people that I represent, he said. Which is fair. He's in elected office. Trump's not. But he could have been a little bit more anti-Fed than he was. Just saying. He also shrugged off Trump's nickname for him. And said the only thing that fits was winner because of his Florida election results. Again, DeSantis comes from his constant patting on the back. Something Trump does chronically and constantly. The only reason why Ron DeSantis isn't an effective nickname is because the person calling him Santimonious is also a very self-Santimonious person. So Pac t- calling the kettle black, and that situation, it never fucking works. If I were to run, he said about 24, I'd be running against Biden. Like, we, him and Trump, are competing for the Republican, potenti- potentially. I get that, but ultimately, you know the guy I'm going to focus on is Biden, because I think he's failed the country. I think the country wants to change, and I think they want a fresh new start and a new direction. And... So it will be a very, and it will be very vocal about that. And now we're going to hop into the very last article for this upload. Exclusive, and this is an old article, but this is a little bit background into Alvin Briggs. I haven't seen anyone else talk about. 
exclusive riddle why George Soros-backed Political Action Committee Color of Change pulled $500,000 in funding from super liberal Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg's campaign after disturbing allegations was made against him by an unnamed woman. A disturbing allegation was made against Manhattan DA Alvin Briggs during the primary election last spring, DailyMail.com can reveal. The allegation made by an unnamed woman caused color of change. The political action committee, backed by billionaire George Soros, to pull funding. Now, you remember, Alvin Briggs himself is a very heavily Soros-funded campaign candidate, which is an interesting thing. The group was just ramping up its efforts in May, reaching out to New York City voters when a woman on the list made an allegation against Bragg. It threw a wrench in to the pack that was just gearing up, one source said. The woman shared her allegations via text message according to a source on the inside of Colors of Change. The group responded to her initial message but did not receive any further communication, so had no basis of basis to evaluate the credibility of her allegations. <clears throat> Color of Change Political Action Committee ceased our independent expe- expenditure on this electoral campaign after receiving this information. A Color of Change source told Daily Mail, Braggs, told Daily Mail, quote, the suggestion that I did something disturbing is partially false, is, pa- is patently false, by Sean Cohen. It's funny how Cohen keeps popping up in these things, isn't it? From originally December or uh, the 9th of February, 2022. Just a little over a year ago, actually. A disturbing allegation against Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Alvin Bragg during the primary... During the primary led a Soros-backed political action committee, Color of Change, to pull a half million dollars in funding from his campaign last spring. Now, to be fair, there's so many far-left politicians and far-left activist groups that one is inevitably not going to agree with the other and going to act a little rogue-ish on its own. So don't go reading too deeply into this. It's more the nature of the accusation that is interesting. <clears throat> color of change to pull half from his last spring can now reveal color of change political action committee ceased our, indep- our independent expenditure on the electoral campaign after receiving this information a color of change source with a first-hand knowledge of the situation told dailymail.com color of change pack a, a political action committee of the nation's largest online radical justice group received $1 million in May from billionaire philanthropist George Soros to support Bragg's progressive candidacy for district attorney, one of the biggest and most important races in the country. Mm. But following the allegation, the group pulled back the $1 million donation by half. So, 500 Any, Anyway... I hear you guys from Read Material. If you don't go through all that, it'll be in the description below. For too long, New Yorkers have lived under a two system of justice. Rashad Robinson, a spokesperson for Color of Change Pack, declared in a press release from May one system, uh, one system protects privileges and the powerful and well connected, the other victimizes and penalizes people of color and the powerless. Alvin Bragg 
has exp- has the experience to run this critical office and the commitment to reform the critical justice the criminal justice system to make New York safer and more just for everyone the group was just ramping up its efforts in May reaching out to New York City voters when a woman on the list made a serious allegation that Braggs 48 years old and multiple sources told DailyMail.com it just threw a wrench. What is this fucking accusation? It just threw a wrench into the pack that was just gearing up, one source said. The woman shared her allegation via text message according to the source in Psychos of Change. Colors of Change pack responded to her initial message but did not receive any further communications, so had no basis to elevate or evaluate the credibility of her allegations, the source said. Word of the allegation, however, spread among volunteers who discussed it in a private group chat. The organization responded by quietly withdrawing its support from Bragg, which was to include hosting virtual events, running digital advertisements, and phone banks. When Bragg's proceeded to win the general election in November, Colors of Change remained conspicuously silent. The organization issued no press release, even as it publicly congratulated other victorious district attorney uh, district attorney candidates. The group had supported across the country. DailyMail.com was unable to locate the woman to confirm her allegations. DA Bragg told DailyMail.com, responding to the claim, quote, I have held myself to the highest standards my entire life, and the suggestion that I did something disturbing is patently false. Daniel Filson, spokesperson for the DA Bragg, added, quote, It is deeply problematic that a single text from... What happened to Believe All Women? Isn't this the party of Believe All Women? I'm just saying. What, what, what happened to Believe All Women? We suddenly don't believe all women now? Funny how that works. I'm going against them. <clears throat> from an anonymous phone number received during the text, mes- during the text campaign is being used to attempt to discredit a public servant with... An impeccable track record. Ooh, that track record's about to fucking change. A source familiar with the allegation told Daily Mail that he finds it hard to believe that the political action committee would cut its funding to brag without vetting the allegation, at least a little bit first. I quote, I think they made a really ugly decision to semi-absolve themselves by dropping him without making any sort of announcement. They didn't drop him. He kept half. They removed half the funding. The decision to drop Bragg proved a rare exception to the organize exception for an organization organization that has shown unwavering support for similar leftist prosecutors. At least he called themselves leftists. In recent years, the organization, which boasts seven million online members, has helped elect progressives in cities including Los Angeles, Chicago, Philadelphia, and Dallas, all shitholes. Liberal philanthropist George Soros has poured millions of dollars into Colors of Change. Ah. Colors of Change Pack and other nonprofits to promote like minded candidates and reform, such as abolishing bail and defunding the police. Upon taking office, Braggs has faced heavy scrutiny for his soft on crime approach, decried. Uh, derided by cops and public safety advocates after he announced in a memo that he, quote, will not seek... uh, 
will not see carceral sentences for criminals unless they were guilty of murder or a handful of other crimes he deemed serious enough to warrant prison. Now, remember, this is very similar verbose language to all the policies that led up to L.A. having the very crime policies they have now, where you can steal whatever the fuck you want, as long as what you steal within that 24, mind you, within that 24-hour period is under $2,000 in value. So if you steal something and it's $1,900.99 in value, you're completely within the legal right to steal it, apparently. And it started off with very soft policies like this. It's always these little sands that amount to a big heap, right? One sand, one drop, drop of sand on the ground, you don't notice it. And then millions at a time start adding up. Next thing you know, you're standing knee-deep in a fucking beach. And you wonder how your pristine, green, natural park turned into a fucking desert where no life can grow or be sustained any further. That's how. That's how that fucking happens. You have Niagara Falls, you turn into the Sierra Nevada. Congratulations. Let's scroll on down here. Under pressure, Manhattan's new prosecutor backtracked on some of his new policies on Friday, insisting for one that gun crimes will be prosecuted as felonies. Gun crimes will also include you owning any firearms that you're not allowed to own because this AG doesn't like you owning them. You can be a completely lawful gun owner and you are now a felon. But, but if you are a felon and you have a firearm, you're probably going to get bailed out if you kill somebody. Soros is New York, everybody. A New York Democratic operative operative tells dailymail.com quote text campaigns routinely receive replies that are deeply troubling contain offensive and threatening language i send my dick pic out occasionally to some of these things i know there's some minimum wage or fucking no paid intern who has to look at it and when they were doing the if you see somebody not wearing a mask take a picture and submit it here i submitted a lot of dick and ass pics of myself to the federal government And you know what? If you're listening to this, you're welcome, bitch. Be grateful I didn't charge you. Let's see. Contain offensive language and threatening language. And are never... Well, I will slam your penis on a car door. And are never taken seriously by operatives. Why do you call them operatives? We are totally an upfront and not sketchy organization. Also, are operatives... Operatives is not the word. That's like saying, oh, yes, our totally upfront, clean, not racist organization. Anyway, our Klansmen will be happy to help you, colored folk. It's like, ah, this is weird wording. I don't like the wording. The fact that color of change never received a reply should cast extreme doubt on the legitimacy. For all we know, it could have come from one of Alvin's political opponents trying to hurt him in a competitive primary election. Or it's a shit poster. Might not be that deep, fam. If anything, this is a political malpractice by color of change. And that brings us to the end of this article and this episode of Inside Four Walls. So that being said, I've been your host, James Madison. 
Stay tuned for any updates we have on this case. Maybe there will be more episodes out today or tomorrow. But until then, I shall catch y'all later. Peace. Well, the suspense continues as the nation is watching and waiting to see if former President Donald Trump will be indicted. After a Manhattan grand jury weighing charges against Trump for his alleged role in a hush money scheme did not meet today. The Manhattan DA's office making that decision. Linda Schmidt joins us live now with what we know tonight. Linda. Yeah, hi there, Stephen Teresa. Well, first of all, the grand jury meets on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. But then suddenly today, the DA pulled the plug on today's session. The Manhattan District Attorney canceling grand jury proceedings for today, delaying a possible indictment vote against Donald Trump. DA Alvin Bragg suddenly telling jurors to stay home and to stand by for Thursday. This doesn't shock me, uh, especially in a case like this where every I and every T needs to be addressed. Attorney Jeremy Saland is a former assistant DA in Manhattan who worked under the legendary Robert Morgenthau. The special grand jury will decide if Trump should be indicted in connection with hush money payments to porn actress Stormy Daniels during his 2016 presidential campaign. Salan says there could be multiple reasons why the DA canceled today's session, including... There could be testimony that the people weren't able to secure for today, evidence that wasn't able to be brought before the grand jury. There are 23 grand jurors, and prosecutors need 12 to agree there is enough evidence showing the former president committed crimes. Trump has always vehemently denied the allegations, calling the case politically motivated. Attorney Karen Agnifilo served as the chief assistant district attorney under D.A. Cy Vance, and she knows exactly how the process works. She believes a likely scenario here is Secret Service, other law enforcement, the DA's office and Trump's lawyers are negotiating a surrender date if Trump is indicted and how that surrender would happen. It could obviously leak out and cause a considerable security concern uh, for both Donald Trump as well as for people who are in New York or other places because he's already calling for his, you know, for his supporters to protest. Assuming that there is an indictment, they want to be prepared to move this forward quickly. And if he is indicted, Donald Trump would have to appear in person. He would not have the option of doing it virtually. Steve Becker, well. video. All right, thanks, Linda. Joe Biden recently announced that he will require every state, county, city, and town to submit so-called equity plans to impose the left's Marxist housing agenda on your communities. This is not what we need. The Biden power grab will put radical and racist left-wing bureaucrats in charge of micromanaging the housing where you live. And nobody can be happy about that. I talked about it during my last campaign, and people understood it very well. They will use the power of the federal government to abolish zoning for single-family homes, Destroy your property values by building giant multifamily apartment complexes in the suburbs and even next to your house. And force your community to pay for low-income housing developments right next door. The woke left is waging full-scale war on the suburbs, and their Marxist crusade is coming for your neighborhood, your tax dollars, your public safety, and your home. When I get back into the Oval Office, one of my first acts will be to repeal Joe Biden's radical left attack on the suburban lifestyle, just as I blew up Barack Obama's leftist housing monstrosity just a few years ago, and I blew it up.
The Biden war on the suburbs will be over, and it'll never happen again. That whole mess will never, ever happen again. We pray for our country. Thank you. You know, when you look at this, one of the real problems is the weakness of the institutions on the right and the, the you know, we'll call it the, the Republican Party in general, but it's really sort of the old guard Republicans because they can't say they weren't warned. They had people warning them this was going to happen, and they didn't even try to fight it. They didn't even try to stop it. They didn't try to put up some independent and fund them really well in these races. They didn't try anything to try to stop these Soros DAs. They just sort of thought, hey, they sound crazy. They're saying crazy stuff. That helps us because we can cut ads of them saying crazy stuff. And the truth is, no, we're not living in that world anymore, guys. You let communists into power and you let them destroy a country, we're not talking about the ads for your next cycle because they said some crazy thing. This is crazy. Where, where is our country going if you're indicting a leading candidate for president on something which, by the way, this happened how long ago? Like, are we living in the past? This didn't happen recently. This, this letter is, is from 2018. So here, we have the actual letter right here. You can see it from uh, Daily Mail. It says, uh, McDermott, Will, and Emery, February 8th, 2018, to the FEC. So the question is, did this individual, Stephen M. Ryan, counsel for Michael Cohen, lie to the FEC? Likely not. It's more likely that it's been a witch hunt the whole time. Democrats have been weaponizing the justice system to go after Donald Trump with lies and smears. And this proves that it's all bunk nonsense. Yeah. And I would say Cohen wants payback because Cohen went to jail, which was really his own fault. He went to jail and he blames Trump and he didn't get a new job, didn't get money with Trump. And so he turned into an anti-Trump guy. And this was part of his scheme to be able to grow his star on the left, being the guy who yep. took down Trump. Like and Kinsinger, so he's willing to lie. Like Cheney, like Kinzinger, the, uh, like uh, was it Joe Walsh. Yep. These people know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. they, they, they're, you know what I think it is? People like Cohen go to prison. And then you'll see people like, you know, Joe Walsh or whatever. And they're like, I, I know who butters my bread. I better just fall in line with the deep state. hundred percent. Why would Cohen pay Stormy Daniels $130,000 anyway? That part never made sense to me. I mean, I think it makes sense. It's just, it's a question of personal issues that we're not privy to. Is it, right. Yeah. Is That's it possible it. that he's just super rich and it's like 130 grand is not much to take the pressure <laughs> off Donald Trump. I'm just going to do it for him kind of thing. Maybe it could be this. Michael Cohen was, he was the counsel for Trump, right? He was, he was a lawyer yeah. for Trump. Yeah. Imagine you're a lawyer for a client and the client says, listen, I need you to take care of these extraneous things. I'm not going to waste time with them, right? I'm busy with my campaign. And then Michael Cohen's thinking this Stormy Daniels lady is causing me a headache. It's my job to deal with it, but she won't shut up and go away. I got it. I'll pay her off. That will make my job so much easier. Now, Donald Trump in this scenario, this is hypothetical. Donald Trump doesn't go to Michael Cohen and say, pay her off, make her shut up. Donald Trump says, you know, I don't know what this is all about. Figure out what's going on. I'm going to get back to work. You deal with it. And then Michael Cohen says, instead of doing my job, filing paperwork and having to deal with this, it's easier for me to just pay for her to uh, go away personally and then just bill the hours to Trump. The Trump campaign likely then says, I have no idea what this is. Here's, here's the, you know, Michael Cohen, here, this, this makes sense. Imagine that's what happened. They're, they're, they're claiming Trump paid the money to Stormy Daniels and called it legal fees. It's entirely possible Michael Cohen, according to this letter, did it himself and then without Trump's knowledge, billed Trump 
for the payment he made to Stormy Daniels. And Trump was just like, I guess we owe legal fees. And so that's the 35000 that Trump Under paid. It. Well, Trump paid Michael Cohen $35,000 a year later in October of 2017. There's a check from Trump to Cohen for thirty five grand. Sure, and that can be anything though, man. Right. Look, when, when I get a legal bill, I don't, I tip it for, my, for the company, like we get legal bills because of the, all the legal work that we do. Like I got to call a lawyer, I'm like we're gonna file this, we're gonna file that, you know, new company, old company, copyright. I don't go through this whole itinerary. I call the lawyer and say, here's what we need done. I need this song cop, you know, trademark. I need this thing trademarked. We're launching an LLC for here. Get it done, send me the invoice. They send me an invoice, I click pay. Yep. The thing is, though, if I had a lawyer and and I owed and I wanted and and they just went and gave someone one hundred and thirty thousand dollars, that would be the most insane you would situation. Know. If you but were a billionaire, my lawyer, you dude, know. they're trying to make you, money you, off you, me. You, you, yes, I, I explained that already. If I go to a lawyer and say I need four, five new companies formed in the state of Delaware and I need it done by next week, he goes, "Okay, I got it." Gets off the phone and then starts sweating, being like. How am I going to get five filings done in a week? So he calls his buddy at the at the office and says, listen, just shove it under the door. I'll give you a couple hundred bucks. Don't tell anybody. I need to get this done. That's not my fault if that person does that. I didn't tell him to break the law. I'm just saying hypothetically. It's it's the possible. I think the simple solution to this is considering this letter, unless unless you think Michael Cohen committed more felonies with his legal team lying to the FEC, which I think is less likely. That That's a bigger conspiracy, I suppose. What makes sense is Trump's got a lawyer and he's like, I don't hang out with the lawyer. I don't know what the hell the lawyer does. All I know is if he's like, I get an email, I send it to him. I say, you deal with it. Yeah. It's like, won't somebody rid me of this priest? And then Cohen's like, I got you, buddy. I, I could and, see but it. No, 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 you, but you misunderstand. I'm saying uh, when I talk to my lawyer, I don't tell them what to do or say, won't someone rid me of this priest? I say, you tell me what you think needs to be done. You're my lawyer. I'm calling you for advice. Send me the bill. Michael Cohen then decided to take this action of his own volition because it was easier than actually doing his job. His job of negotiating a settlement or whatever his job may be. Maybe he was like, if this book comes out, I'm going to be drowning in legal paperwork. Trump's going to sue her. And then I'm going to have to deal with that. It's easier if I just pay her and don't tell anybody. It, I mean, whatever the case, there's I'm looking at the, the, there's very little to no evidence that Trump paid Stormy Daniels anything. Is that true? Now? Yes. yes. Yeah, okay. there's, there's, there's no, no evidence. <laughs> and by the way, remember, Stormy said that they never had sex. What am I? What draws my admiration? What is that which gives me joy? Baseball. A man. A man stands alone at a plate. This is the time for what? For individual achievement. There he stands alone. But in the field, what? Part of a team. Looks, throws, catches, hustles, part of one big team. Batch himself the live long day, Babe Ruth, Ty Cobb, and so on. <laughs> His team don't field. What is he? <laughs> you follow me? No one. Sunny day, stands are full of fans. What does he have to say? 
I'm going out there for myself. <laughs> but I get nowhere unless the team wins. Team. Jesus Christ. Are you serious? Right in front of my salad? Those are fucking gross. Welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I'm Rose James Mass. And you know, when the headline popped up on my phone from Newsbreak, Donald Trump, uh, Donald Trump threatens death and destruction if indicted. I was like, oh, is he saying he's going to get like Epstein in prison or some shit? I was just saying that on the last episode I recorded about this, actually. Interesting. No. Motherfuckers like, yo, Alvin Briggs, you Soros commie-backed cunt. The only thing Fisher in this case is Stormy Daniels twat. And you know what? I got a bat for you, bitch. I was like, damn, Trump. Motherfuckers got some fire today, so let's check this one out. Trump posts disturbing baseball bat photo with Alvin Briggs. <laughs> Threatens death and destruction. Trump should walk into that court and be like, Alvin I showed up for court. He's got the fucking red, white, and blue bat from the Daily Wire store. The only thing on that store I actually kind of want to buy is that red, white, and blue bat. It's called the All-American. Base as fuck. Aesthetic as hell. And this article is by Lee Brown and Steven Nelson. Now, we know a little bit about Steven Nelson. Steven Nelson's kind of a wet fucking towel, in my opinion. But Lee Brown has written some articles in the past, and he seems to be a pretty I. He's no Wakewell Cruz or anything, but I'm just saying. Now, March 24th, 2023, that means this is a piping hot, fresh article for you. It was just updated, too, so how you like that? <clears throat> Donald Trump on Friday threatened death and destruction if he's criminally charged in New York. See, when I read that headline on my little news uh, break app, I was like, oh, yeah, that's very clearly Trump saying, like, they're going to murder me in prison. They're going to say I killed myself. Let me make it clear right now that if I killed myself, it would be the greatest suicide, the best suicide. In fact, nobody will take their life as good as me. Shit. I should not be saying this. I am not suicidal. <laughs> Fuck you. Please laugh. If he's criminally charged in New York, writing the shocking social media warning after posting an image of himself holding a bat next to a Manhattan district attorney, Alvin, Bra Alvin Bragg's head. Now, it was a photograph. It was like a photo overlaid. Like, it's not necessarily that deep. They're definitely making this look a lot more bad than it is. Quote, they are human scum. The 76-year-old former president raged in one post asking why Bragg refused to do the right thing and call it a day. Trump is seeking to rematch against President Biden in 2024. Is he? I think everyone expects Biden to actually run. I, I think the state's going to do everything they can to stop him, but we'll see. Unless he announced he was right for president, somehow he missed it. I, I doubt it. I don't think he's actually going to make I He runs on running... I'm actually not super confident that Joe Biden's going to actually run for president. I don't know if he's going to make it that far. And if he does, I don't know if he gets the nomination. But we'll see. And previously used heated language ahead of actual violence. Most notoriously on January 6, 2021, when he told... 
They told thousands of supporters to march on the Capitol and look. He didn't tell anyone to march on the Capitol. He said, "We're gonna make our way to the Capitol building and we're gonna let our voices be heard peacefully and patriotically." And if you look into the actual records from that day, there was a secondary event already planned and pre-scheduled to be held in front of the fairgrounds, which explains because a lot of people were asking early on with the footage from January six. Hey, what is all this uh, stuff? Why, like, 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 why is all this scaffolding here? Why, why are all these ladders here? It's because they were literally setting up the final touches for a secondary speech for Trump. Trump seeking a rematch. President Biden, he told thousands of supporters, blah, blah, blah. January 6, 2021. When he told thousands of supporters to march on the Capitol, March on and March 2 are different. <clears throat> And fight like hell. Hashtag mug club. To prevent certification of Biden's electoral college win. More of the protested, but I wasn't to prevent. Again, New York Post, right? Crazy far right New York Post. Definitely sound like they don't have a, a smidgen of TDS here. But I. Electoral college win which they proceeded to do by smashing into the building and battling with police. Or on the other side of the building where they were let in and escorted around and allowed to take selfies and shit, but okay. Trump shared the image of himself holding the bat with Bragg's hands up. Hands up, don't shoot. Or uh, hands up, don't swing. Is that the new thing? Hands up, don't swing. On his true social platform Thursday as he devoted his day to attacking the prosecutor for pursuing a case over a hush money payment to porn star Stormy Daniels, the bad image was pulled from an article that he shared but was not removed. Why should he remove it? So he shared an image, you say. Interesting, interesting. The bat-wielding image was reminiscent of an infamous scene in the 1987 film The Untouchables in what fucking way? Other than he's holding a bat. In which mob boss Al Capone, played by Robert De Niro, maniacally walks around a banquet table with a baseball bat before mercilessly beating one of his thugs to death for failing him. Trump, meanwhile, kept on raging until the early hours of Friday, with continued incendiary name-calling. Good! I want to see that 2016 fire re-fucking-kindled in this old man. Quote, What kind of person can charge another person in a case, in this case, a former president of the United States, who got more votes than any sitting president in history and leading candidate by far for the Republican Party nomination? With a crime when it is known by all, <laughs> by all that a no crime has been committed and also known that potential death and destruction in such a false charge could be catastrophic for our country. He asked just after 1 a.m. You make it sound dr so dramatic. Where did he threaten Alvin Bragg's? I, I, uh, I, I see the word. It could end in death and destruction. Where's the threat, though? It's a prediction. You're calling it a prediction a threat, and I find it quite amusing. This man could burp, and you would write an article about how his noxious gas has nearly killed people with a bioweapon. It'd be fucking inflatable. Quote, why, why, and who would do such a thing? Only a degenerate psychopath 
that truly hates the USA. He continued posting until 2 a.m. I have a question. Who is more deranged, Trump or the journalist? Journalist sitting back on True Social staring at this, waiting for the next tweet. I wonder what kind of popcorn he ate. Then started again at 9 a.m. Do, do you think this guy sat there from 2 a.m. to 9 a.m. waiting with bated breath in the next one? Like, <sighs> and then an ad for like beet juice came up or some shit, and he was like, oh. Writing prosecutorial misconduct. His latest images, <clears throat> especially the baseball bat image, quickly sparked a Bronx cheer online with a few coming out to bat for him. CNN legal analyst Norm Elison tweeted, quote, Threading a prosecutor is a crime in New York. In fact, multiple crimes. And you know what? I hope they genuinely, genuinely try to fucking arrest him for it. Again, he didn't threaten anyone. Find the threat, highlight the threat, and just add it to the thing. Again, me and Trump are over here like, arrest him. Do it. He wants to be arrested. I want him to be arrested. He wants the PR. I want him to have the PR. This is going to be great. This is going to be fucking Kino. This is going to be Keck. This is going to be Trump's fucking death and reincarnation phoenix phase type shit. And he raised, he's on the cusp of raising over $2 million from this alone in less than a week. That is more campaign funds raised by a political camp, by a presidential candidate than any other in history in a short time period. Like in the, in the time span in which he's raising it is record breaking, I'm trying to say. So yeah, add it on, add in, he's also threatening him, and arrest him for that too. Add that to the fucking list of shit, please. This is a dog and pony shit show from the umpteenth circus of the clown show hell we live in, and I am fucking here for it. And a CNN legal analyst, what the fuck is that worth? In fact, multiple crimes. George Washington University law professor Jonathan Turley, oh boy, who testified for Trump's defense during his first impeachment for pressing Ukraine to investigate the Biden family, has repeatedly, by the way, you'll notice, pressed. They no longer say Trump did a quid pro quo because that has been thoroughly fucking debunked. I'll leave a link to, do you know what, at the end of this video, I'll just throw in the vice clip where they read through the transcript. You can just watch that yourself if you want the detail on that one. During his first impeachment for pursuing Ukraine to uh, pressuring Ukraine to investigate the Biden family. By the way, Joe Biden was even running for fucking president when that happened. Has report has repeatedly sought to warn the former president of threatening post uh, of threatening postings. Quote: Many of us have criticized and reported uh, and report the reported indictment. As deeply flawed and politically motivated, Turley tweeted Friday. However, that will be addressed by the courts. The rule of law will be protected by the bench, not the bat. In our constitutional system. Well, here's the thing, man. Someone put together a picture of Trump holding a bat. And it's no different than those other pictures where they have a random clip of Trumpy like yelling or pointing angrily at somebody. And they pull... It's like saying like, uh, like if they take a, a picture of Donald Trump pointing a finger at Bill Clinton. They wrote an article saying, Donald Trump threateningly pointed at Bill Clinton. And the picture is just two separate pictures of two separate people next to each other. And one of the pictures, one of the people is pointing. Do you realize the retardation behind all this right now? 
All right, guys, you know what? You know what? If this right here is a is a picture of Donald Trump threatening Alvin Braggs, this is a picture of Donald Trump telling a black guy to shut the fuck up. He Trump looked at this homeless guy on the street and said, Shut up! And in his best imitation of the guy from Lincoln Park saying, I'm gonna put a brick! This is truly cold and heartbreaking for a man that did so much to protect historical black colleges in this country. A cold, dark turn for Donald Trump to tell this black homeless guy, clearly freezing to death, clearly not happy with the results of his Super Bowl game, to shut the fuck up and give him a dirty look. These cold billionaires, man. (laughs) You fucking retards. Uh, With the bat... Of the Constitution. Shut the fuck up. On Thursday, Turley blasted Trump. Blasted Trump. I hope he lubed him up first for writing in all caps Our country is being destroyed as they tell us to be peaceful. Is he wrong? Again, that's not a threat. It's an observation. The the left, and Tifa, and I know the left is a big term, I'm not a big fan of saying in general the left, but you have these very far left activists burning down country, burning down our country, rioting, smashing, the pictures of DC on fucking fire. Trump was pushed into a bunker. Meanwhile, Trump supporters and people on the right and libertarians and anarchists who don't do anything violent go out and protest. They... And I understand there's people on the left who call themselves anarchists. Antifa is not an anarchist group. They want to destroy the current system. And they'll even say this themselves. We want to rebuild from the ashes of the old anew. A new government where they are on top of the fucking system. They want to replace the old with the new government. They're not anarchists. They're just revolutionaries. It's a bit different. I want to see the government destroyed. I want to see the government slowly removed incrementally from existence. Almost the way like minarchist... Like, think of minarchist, but take the next step further where the government just eventually doesn't exist, period. Right? But that's not really the point here. You have people on the right and right adjacent and just post-left type people who go out and they protest and they get labeled as extremist and violent and attacked and smeared. Even the right, like Fox News, Gateway Pundit, and the post-millennial will call Antifa rioters and terrorists protesters. Like, go look at it. Uh, an article by Libby Emmons where a group of people who set the police building in Atlanta on fire, they got charged with terrorism. They were called protesters by the post-millennial. All right? But when the right or anyone goes out and protests... If there's even if there's no yelling or verbose language or anything used, just they just hold little signs and picket. They're called violent extremists. The FBI FBI goes out and harasses families and religious organizations for not supporting the trans agenda or any left leaning agenda or being against a woman's constitutional right to an abortion that never exists in the first fucking place, baby cakes. They're called extremists. Trump's not wrong here. Our country is being destroyed, and they're telling you to be peaceful about it. By the way, here, you think that's bad? How about a CNN journalist having people point guns at him while a cop car is on fire and a school burns, and they say it's a mostly peaceful but fiery protest? Well, Trump posted a mostly peaceful 
but fiery tweet. Fuckers. Given the violence on 1-6 and the riots in various cities, what cities riots by who led by who because I'll, I'll, I'll give you this only one of the riots you've just mentioned is done by the right meanwhile this whole country is on fire because of one side of the political compass how about this how about we put this a little bit into perspective for you we want to sit here and want to bitch and moan we want to harp and fucking cry on and on and on and on and on and on about oh january 6th there was about five million dollars in damages done on january 6th do you want to know the multiple billions of dollars in damages done across this country in the George Floyd riots and the Summer of Love protests? How many? How about David Dorn? David Dorn, a retired black sheriff who went out to check on his friend's pawn shop during the riots. He was beaten to death by a group of white kids in the name of Black Lives, right? How about the how about the financial costs that can never be reimbursed? Hmm? The millions of dollars in mom and pop shops burned to the fucking ground. Hmm? How about the thousands of people? Okay, maybe hundreds tops. Maybe a little over a thousand people killed in, in the summer of love. And in the Antifa violence from 2014 to now, right? How about all of them compared to how many deaths? Like six on Trump's side on January 6th? You can't compare the fucking two, you cunt munch. What kind of fucking asinine pocket universe do you fucking dwell in where you huff your own fucking farts like a brain-dead yeast site where you think you can compare riots across this country in Democrat blue cities where they were called peaceful protesters as they burned and beat people in the streets Burned down businesses. The Chaz and the Chop. Dude, more people were killed in and around the fucking Chop. Or the Chaz, Capitol Hill Occupied Zone, Autonomous Zone, whichever name you wanted to go by for the fucking three weeks it existed. Or eight weeks, sorry. More people died around and involved in that than at January 6th. But more people in January 6th have actually been arrested and, and spent more time in prison than anyone in charge or involved in any of these Antifa riots. So you, how are you sitting here actively comparing the two? They are fucking apples to donuts! I will not sit here and have this insipid retardation seep in to my fucking show unchallenged. So where? Where in the fathomable fucking reaches of the universe do you compare January 6th again an embarrassment likely an inside job at least it was kicked off by an inside job I'm willing to bet it was more of a fedsurrection than an insurrection considering the FBI has debunked the insurrection narrative themselves and that is a Biden DOJ and FBI that's done that don't sit here and be like Given the violence on January 6th and the riots in various cities, our leaders should have avoided rec reckless rhetoric. No. Trump has said, fuck all wrong in this situation. And you're trying to compare it to Democrat governors allowing their political opponents to suffer while far-left, George Soros-backed and funded teenagers and mentally ill adults who don't even know what fucking gender they are Killed and burned down their cities. Uncomparable. Go fuck yourself. God damn. I hate it. 
quote, being peaceful, being peaceful is not just a legal obligation, but a civic duty of citizens. Yeah, and when, when tyranny becomes law, fucking whatever the fuck, anarchy becomes obligation. All right, go fuck yourself. All right, we sit here and throw all whimsical quotes we all, all, all day fucking long. There's this, just as many quotes about peaceful and law-abiding citizens save the day as there are about watering the tree of fucking liberty, my man. And quite frankly, me and you subscribe to two entirely separate thoughts on this one. Again, I'm all for the peaceful thing here, but you can't avert your eyes from the fact that, yes, there is a violent faction out there burning down and attacking America. And the other side is the only, and the side that will eventually respond to that and has responded to that. Proud Boys get locked up and serve years in, in jail and, and in prison. And Tifa get bailed out. Don't sit here and do this shit with me. I'm not going to humor it. I am not that pundit. I also go on my Rumble page. I have footage of me on the streets filming these assholes. I have videos of Proud Boys and Antifa fighting each other on my Rumble. I have Boogaloo and Antifa fighting off Proud Boys on my fucking Rumble. Alright, I even got some fucking Fed Front March videos up there. I watch these groups. I film these fuckers. Go watch my videos. I'm a mile away from these assholes. Before anyone goes, well, how'd you get so close? You walk up and you interview them. It's not that fucking complicated. But my God. My God. Others called Trump a violent, pathological criminal who is dangerous, unhinged, and running free to incite violence in America. And I'm sure much agrees with all of it. Urgent overnight, Trump made additional terrorist threats against Alvin Bragg's. The latest vows, death and destruction. Again, I'm still leading towards this being Trump saying, people who get sent to prison who are influential like me get killed in prison. That's still where I'm, where I'm getting from this. At least that's what I'm getting from it. Trump must be arrested as a lethal danger to Bragg. And Latita James, Jack Smith, and Franny Willis detained without bail. Well, that's unconstitutional. Detained for his terroristic threats against Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. In social media posts yesterday, Trump called him a, quote, animal. Trump insisted he be, quote, removed. Trump showed a picture of himself holding a baseball bat posed exactly as in a movie murder scene next to a picture of Bragg. It is a call to murder by stochastic terrorism, a murder by remote control as disgusting as Charles Manson. Arrest Trump now, and in so much as Trump has threatened Bragg and three other prosecutors, Trump has already proved he is an active mortal threat to all of them Who wrote and your to script all the to keep lives of at. all witnesses involved. Bro. Trump. Here's the thing. You know what's really funny about this? He's holding two fucking phones. He has one phone, like, held up, and the other phone he's looking at. He's reading a script. This man's a fucking actor, my guys. Trump cannot be granted bail. The Friday Countdown podcast is now available. Who gives a fuck, douche? Now, nothing was going to come of any of this. And again, Trump didn't post a picture of him holding a picture, holding a bat next to Alvin Bragg's head. If Trump really wanted to, you know what Trump could do? He could post a fucking AI-generated picture of Trump holding an AI bat to Alvin Bragg's head, and then maybe you'd have an argument there. But it's not. It's this. 
This same fucking dude in the fact shades here, the fucking faxicles he's wearing over here, would say that this is a picture of Donald Trump telling a black homeless guy to shut the fuck up. I'm just saying, these people are retarded. These are the people you're taking seriously. Treat them like the jokes they are. You know what they do? They block you. They call you a couple names, say you don't ever have sex, and then they block you. That's it. That's it. Their arguments are reduced from a political argument to an accusatorial argument to, uh, well, you're a virgin, to a I blocked you argument. There's nothing. Enough is really fucking enough, one person told to their 90,000 followers. God damn. 90,000 followers? Maybe next time I run for office, I should run as a Democrat. Former MSNBC host Keith Oberman tagged the Justice Department as he raged, arrest Trump now. He accused Trump of having issued repeated statistic terrorist calls. Oh, God. All right. Do you know what statistic terrorism is, boys? Let's talk about this real quick. These both are slightly different than my understanding of statistic terrorism. Now, here's what it is. At least from every understanding of it I've ever come across. It is, oh, won't somebody rid me of this fucking priest? Not telling anyone to do anything specifically or an incitement to do anything. Being like, oh, this guy's a pain in my ass. If only somebody got rid of him. I wish somebody got rid of him, you fucker. And then somebody acts with their own accord and volition, unprompted by you. Other than they just heard your woes and took it upon themselves to act of their own volition and took out the priest. And now you're being charged with murder, even though all you said was, I fucking hate this priest. I wish you would have fucked off already. Mm. And... Here, even with my version of it, these two make it even less of a fucking thing. From wikipedia.org. It's .org. Was it always .org? I thought it was .com. Was it never .com? Was it never .com? Hmm. What is statistic terrorism? The term was initially used to suggest a quantifiable relationship that may exist between seemingly random acts of terror and their intended goal of perpetuating a reign of fear via manipulation of mass media and its capacity for instant global news communication, a.k.a. a riot or anything violent pushed by mainstream mass media. Oh, damn, that makes the media accountable. Interesting. And then we go down here to Facebook.com because, of course, Facebook has a fucking definition for this. Statistic means random or involving chance or probability. Statistic terrorism has been defined as the use of language to, quote, incite random actors to carry out violent or terrorist acts that are statistically predictable or individually unpredictable, a.k.a. 14-karat cock shit. Nothing. A fat fucking nothing. It doesn't exist. It's a made-up term. It's me saying, oh, you know what? I really fucking hate German. I can't say that. They'll take me too seriously. I already have a history of saying we don't like that group of people. Uh, I hate Takashi 6 9 fans. They are the worst human beings imaginable. I cannot fucking stand them. And I think the world would be a better place without them. And then one of you listening to this podcast went on and was like, you know what, you're right. And you saw a guy wearing a Takashi hoodie and you fucking pulled out the blicky and you made him a sticky mess real quickie, as you do. And then tried to say that 
I am the terrorist because you went and killed a Takashi fan. Even though all I said is I just hate these people and they're a pain in the ass and not worth engaging with. You took it upon yourself to go out and kill somebody. Again, not Trump's fault. You can't prosecute anyone for it. And no one has ever, surprisingly enough, been charged with statistic terrorism. Sorry. Calls for his cult to remove the animal Alvin Braggs. Again, the only reason why you're putting remove an animal in quotes is because they're from two separate messages. You're just trying to reference two words. You could easily have just... I lose points interacting with these people. IQ points, that is. Alvin Braggs. And used a baseball bat. Quote, he's trying to get this man killed, period. Enough, he told his one million followers. Comparing Trump's bat image to a movie murder scene and part of a plot as disguised, uh, plot as disgusting as Charles Manson. Again, Charles Manson was a fucking CIA asset. So the CIA is behind that one, my man. And that's not, like, a statistic thing. It's like, the CIA actually had him do that. But okay. He called the former president an active moral threat to those investigating him. Quote, And all witnesses involved saying he must be immediately busted with a no-perp-walk-no-bail. How unconstitutional for the side that decries the death of our democracy. Trump first said last week that he expected to be arrested on Thursday, which came and went without any word of uh, without any word of charges. Instead, the grand jury was postponed on both Wednesday and Thursday. Manhattan prosecutors have been presenting evidence to the grand jury since late January in connection with $130,000 hush money payment made to porn star Stormy Daniels shortly before Trump's shocking victory over Hillary Clinton in 2016's presidential election. Was it that shocking or for other people like me kind of written on the walls? Former President Trump lawyer and ex-con Michael Cohen alleged, alleges he made payments at Trump's direction. Bragg reportedly plans to charge the ex-president with falsifying business records for allegedly writing off the payments as legal fees. The alleged offense would be a misdemeanor under state law, but Bragg wants to elevate it to a felony, though an untested legal theory would tie it to a violation of federal campaign finance rules, according to the Times. And it will be absolutely fucking nothing. Oh, we got a new comment coming in. Oh, this one's fresh, boys. Hot off the fucking presses. <gasps> oh. Okay, well, that was fun. Let's see. Sort by best. Newest? What a moron! Ha 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 ha! He is the most... Com- Confident dumb person ever exists on any plane of existence. Comedy gold mine forever. Okay, Braggs from Har from Harlem. In that town, they call suspicious white powder cocaine. Is that a reference? I'm not old enough to understand. Let's go to best. Sneed. Everybody get a Sneed. I vote for Trump twice, and I'll vote for him again if he's a Republican nominee. Probably won't show up for him in the primary. Would somebody please tell President Trump that he is his own worst enemy? He's absolutely sometimes, but in this situation, no, because he's his best asset. He goes on offense against his real enemies. Based. 
No, the Democrats are the worst enemy. Oh, I love these. I love this conversation. I fight for liberty. With a name like that, I have to read your fucking comment, my man. Trump is making it even harder on himself and his supporters. Disagree. Actually, it makes me support him even harder. His words were fine, but the bad is not. Again, I doubt he even made the picture. And again, man, I don't like Trump telling this homeless guy to shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Such a fucking mute point, you mute fuck. I fight for liberty. He's kind of a dumbass. I vote for, I voted for Trump in 16 and 20. You're old too for breaking it down like that. And we'll vote for him again if he's the nominee. But I don't want him to be the nominee because I don't think he can win. And we can't afford another four years of any Democrat in power. Shut up, Fed. Alright, folks. That brings us to the end of this episode of Inside Four Walls. I'm going to throw in that Vice video at the end of this here because Vice needs the fucking charity. And I'm throwing in a Vice video with their viewership. It's tax deductible because it's charitable. So until next time, this has been Inside Four Walls. I've been James Madison, and I shall catch y'all later. Deuces. Congratulations on a great victory. We all watched from the United States and you did a terrific job. The way you came from behind somebody who wasn't given much of a chance and you ended up winning easily. It's a fantastic achievement. Congratulations. You are absolutely right, Mr. President. We did win big and we worked hard for this. We worked a lot, but I would like to confess to you that I had an opportunity to learn from you. We used quite a few of your skills and knowledge and were able to use it as an example for our elections. And yes, it is true that these were unique elections. We were in a unique situation that we were able to achieve a unique success. I'm able to tell you the following the first time. You called me to congratulate me when I won my presidential election. And the second time, you are now calling me when my party won the parliamentary election. I think I should run more often so you can call me more often and we can talk over the phone more often. <laughs> That's a very good idea. I think your country is very happy about that. Well, yes, to tell you the truth, we are trying to work hard because we wanted to drain the swamp here in our country. We brought in many, many new people. Not the old politicians, not the typical politicians, because we want to have a new format and a new type of government. You are a great teacher for us and in that. Well, it's very nice of you to say that. I will say that we do a lot for Ukraine. We spend a lot of effort and a lot of time much more than the European countries are doing, and they should be helping you more than they are. Germany does almost nothing for you. All they do is talk, and I think it's something that you should really ask them about. When I was speaking to Angela Merkel, she talks Ukraine, but she doesn't do anything. A lot of the European countries are the same way, so I think it's something you want to look at. But the United States has been very, very good to Ukraine. I wouldn't say that it's reciprocal necessarily, because things are happening that are not good, but the United States has been very, very good to Ukraine. Yes, you are absolutely right. Not only 100%, but actually 1000%. And I can tell you the following. I did talk to Angela Merkel and I did meet with her. I also met and talked with Macron, and I told them that they are not doing quite as much as they need to be doing on the issues with the sanctions. They are not enforcing the sanctions. They are not working as much as they should work for Ukraine. 
It turns out that even though logically the European Union should be our biggest partner, but technically the United States is a much bigger partner than the European Union, and I'm very grateful to you for that because the United States is doing quite a lot for Ukraine, much more than the European Union, especially when we are talking about sanctions against the Russian Federation. I would also like to thank you for your great support in the area of defense. We are ready to continue to cooperate for the next step specifically. We are almost ready to buy more javelins from the United States for defense purposes. I would like you to do us a favor though, because our country has been through a lot and Ukraine knows a lot about it. I would like you to find out what happened with this whole situation with Ukraine. They say crowd strike. I guess you have one of your wealthy people. Uh, the server, they say Ukraine has it. There are a lot of things that went on the whole situation. I think you're surrounding yourself with some of the same people. I would like to have the Attorney General call you or your people, and I would like you to get to the bottom of it. As you saw yesterday, that whole nonsense ended with a very poor performance by a man named Robert Mueller. An incompetent performance. But they say a lot of it started with Ukraine. Whatever you can do, it's very important that you do it if that's possible. Yes, it is very important for me and everything that you just mentioned earlier. For me as a president, it is very important and we are open for any future cooperation. We are ready to open a new page on cooperation relations between the United States and Ukraine. For that purpose, I just recalled our ambassador from the United States and he will be replaced by a very competent and very experienced ambassador who will work hard on making sure that our two nations are getting closer. I would also like and hope to see him having your trust and your confidence and have personal relations with you so he can cooperate even more so. I will personally tell you that one of my assistants spoke with Mr. Giuliani just recently, and we are hoping very much that Mr. Giuliani will be able to travel to Ukraine and we will meet once he comes to Ukraine. I just wanted to assure you once again that you have nobody but friends around us. I will make sure that I surround myself with the best and most experienced people. I also wanted to tell you that we are friends. We are great friends. And you, Mr. President, have friends in our country so we can continue our strategic partnership. I also plan to surround myself with great people. And in addition to that investigation, I guarantee as a president of Ukraine that all the investigations will be done openly and candidly. That I can assure you. Good, because I heard you had a prosecutor who was very good and he was shut down and that's really unfair. A lot of people are talking about that, the way they shut your very good prosecutor down and you had some very bad people involved. Mr. Giuliani is a highly respected man. He was the mayor of New York City, a great mayor, and I would like him to call you. I will ask him to call you along with the Attorney General. Rudy very much knows what's happening and he is a very capable guy. If you could speak to him, that'd be great. The former ambassador from the United States, the woman, was bad news. And the people she was dealing with in the Ukraine were bad news. So I just want to let you know that. The other thing, there's a lot of talk about Biden's son that Biden stopped the prosecution and a lot of people want to find out about that. So whatever you can do with the attorney general would be great. Biden went around bragging that he stopped the prosecution. So if you can look into it, it, it sounds horrible to me. I wanted to tell you about the prosecutor. First of all, I understand and I'm knowledgeable about the situation. Since we have won the absolute majority in our parliament, the next prosecutor general will be 100% my person, my candidate, who will be approved by the parliament and will start as a new prosecutor in September. He or she will look into the situation specifically to the company that you mentioned in this issue. The issue of the investigation of the case is actually the issue of making sure to restore the honesty. So we will take care of that and we'll work on the investigation of the case. 
On top of that, I would kindly ask you if you have any additional information that you can provide to us. It would be very helpful for the investigation to make sure that we administer justice in our country with regard to the ambassador to the United States from Ukraine. As far as I recall, her name was Ivanovich. It was great that you were the first one who told me that she was a bad ambassador because I agree with you 100%. Her attitude towards me was far from the best as she admired the previous president and she was on his side. She would not accept me as a new president well enough. Well, she's gonna go through some things. I will have Mr. Giuliani give you a call and I'm also gonna have Attorney General Barr call and we will get to the bottom of it. I'm sure you'll figure it out. I heard the prosecutor was treated very badly and he was a very fair prosecutor, so good luck with everything. Your economy is going to get better and better, I predict. You have a lot of assets. It's a great country. I have many Ukrainian friends. They're incredible people. I would like to tell you that I also have quite a few Ukrainian friends that live in the United States. Actually, last time I traveled to the United States, I stayed in New York, near Central Park, and I stayed at the Trump Tower. I will talk to them, and I hope to see them again in the future. I also wanted to thank you for your invitation to visit the United States, specifically Washington, D.C. On the other hand, I also want to ensure you that we will be very serious about the case and will work on the investigation. As to the economy, there is much potential for our two countries, and one of the issues that is very important for Ukraine is energy independence. I believe we can be very successful in cooperating on energy independence with the United States. We are already working on cooperation. We are buying American oil, but I am very hopeful for a future meeting. We will have more time and more opportunities to discuss these opportunities and get to know each other better. I would like to thank you very much for your support. Good. Well, thank you very much, and I appreciate that. I will tell Rudy and Attorney General Barr to call. Thank you. Whenever you would like to come to the White House, feel free to call. Give us a date and we'll work that out. I look forward to seeing you. Thank you very much. I would be very happy to come and would be happy to meet with you personally and get to know you better. I'm looking forward to our meeting and I also would like to invite you to visit Ukraine and come to the city of Kiev, which is a beautiful city. We have a beautiful country which would welcome you. On the other hand, I believe that on September 1st, we will be in Poland and we can meet in Poland hopefully. After that, it might be a very good idea for you to travel to Ukraine. We can either take my plane and go to Ukraine or we can take your plane which is probably much better than mine. Okay, we can work that out. I look forward to seeing you in Washington and maybe in Poland because I think we're gonna be there at that time. Thank you very much, Mr. President. Congratulations on a fantastic job you've done. The whole world was watching. I'm not sure it was so much of an upset, but congratulations. Thank you, Mr. President. Bye-bye.